Hello, Legionnaires, and welcome to RPG Digest. Nice staccato sound there. In this live stream formatted podcast, we discuss tabletop role-playing games, who to thunk, and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole. I don't know, are you here for the, the tabletop role-playing games or the commentary or both? That's a poll we should put up. You know what? Do you have access to YouTube, Heathen Dog, to put up a poll? Uh, Yeah. If not, if not, I can do it. We're going we're gonna to put that poll up. I think that'll be fun. Because I am John Maxley Ashlow, your favorite, most cherished curmudgeon, critic, judge, executioner. And I will find you in the afterlife as well and put you to work. Along with me is the less necromantic, the more he reasonable and he uh, centered heathen dog. How are you today, <laughs> sir? I'm doing well. Uh, packing is uh, not finished, but eh, you got to pack. You're only going to be gone for like, what, five minutes? Oh, it was four days, but uh, I, I can't, I can't uh, print out my tickets until five p.m. because twenty-four hours can't do it before twenty-four hours, so yeah. I gotta wait. But uh, yeah, other than that, everything's good. I've uh, I've called the hotel to verify the reservation. I've called the the uh, airline to verify my tickets, even though I can't officially check in yet. Called. Uh, the uh, helicopter company make sure we're still on track still on track make sure they they actually fix the one bolt that holds the uh, the, the rotors in place <laughs> actually actually my uh the uh the guy i'm going with my my uh, cousin randy he uh he said okay now brett i'm telling you i don't mind a helicopter ride it sounds fun but there's two things i'm gonna look at the pilot and the craft if i say no to either one of them i'm gone i'm like i get it that's fine <laughs> you know if you don't trust the pilot you, you jump right you get out if you look at the plane and go, is that duct tape? Get out. Well, it depends where the duct tape is, I guess. Because you, you might not see the super glue line. <laughs> the duct tape is covering the super glue line. There you go. <laughs> what is so that little shiny tape, bit up there? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce. Yeah, I'm out. Don't worry. It's got four. It's got six blades on it. If one breaks, we're fine. Yeah, but what about yeah. the whole thing? Like, it's uh, called auto rotation. I've done it a thousand times. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why have you crashed a helicopter a thousand? Fuck off. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a couple of helicopter rides, and I don't know. That's one of the, it's one of the weird things with me. Like, uh, I can be on a jet. I love to fly. I, I really do. I'm, I'm afraid of heights. A bunch of you've all heard that story about me climbing up the Eiffel Tower, climbing down the Eiffel Tower. Um, I, it's an unreasonable. It's a phobia because it's unreasonable because I laugh at myself about it. It's hilarious to me. But um, I love to fly, except for in helicopters. Because in the helicopter, I, I have that same thing. I don't know if it's because I can see, like the helicopters I was in, I could see below and the side and everything else. Where just in the, in the airplane, I've got this one window. It's like, oh, it's clouds. Okay, great. It's fine. Um, yeah. But uh, helicopters, I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> well, for, for me, it's uh, smaller planes. Helicopters are fine. Jets are fine. But like Cessnas, where every little gust of wind yeah, moves, it's like, you, <laughs> like, moves you 20 feet. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is this? I feel like I'm, I'm I'm flying in a in a model aircraft. This is not right. Yeah. That, that doesn't again. That doesn't bother me so much. Either. I don't know what it is. Like uh, I was on a C five. I know that's not a Cessna, but I was on a C five flight, and it was the worst flight of my life. People were vomiting. Like we were we were descending. Like we were hitting crazy like lifts of uh, swells and and whatever the hell it is when you when you dive. And it's like ooh, 
Ooh, like, and that's a C5. That's a giant plane. It's a giant. Yeah, and I wasn't afraid. Joke. I don't know if you were still in the Air Force at this time, but I think you were. But I, I, I wasn't afraid until after I got off the plane when I heard the the pilot or or, or one the co-pilot, whatever, talking to one of the loadmaster saying, we shouldn't have flown back to Andrews. We should have landed in Virginia. We almost didn't make it. It's like, what? <laughs> Uh, how does a C five almost not not make it? That oh, thing's got more. Come on, man, you got, you got freaking rockets on the side. Come on, that's <laughs> emergencies. I mean, a C five blots out the sun. I mean, what the hell? Oh my god! But uh, yeah, I, I, but again, it didn't really bother me. Where everybody else, oh my god, we're gonna die! It's like, hey, it's like a roller coaster. It's great. There was no- there was one time. There was one time that happened to me, and it was on a it was on a commercial liner coming into Detroit. We were on approach, we were coming in, and then suddenly we just dropped like a stone. We we dropped, and, and when we stopped, I looked out the window, and Jeopardy was on. I knew that because I could see in the goddamn window of the house that we were almost hit. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn Jeopardy was going on right now. So uh, That freaked out a little. When, when, I, when I landed, uh, I didn't land, I was riding, but uh, when we landed in... Uh, um... What airport was it? Um, wasn't the Naha, it's the Osaka airport. Uh, I forget what, uh, is it Kansai? Anyway, it's on an island. This is why I could never be a pilot. Because they've got a camera at the, at the front of the plane. And you watch the landing. And I was, dude, I was Nintendoing that thing. I was like, come on, come on, get over. Like, cause, cause the, 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 you got the island, right? And you've got the runway and I'm like, the runway's here. The plane's here. I'm like, this isn't, come on, move over. Nope. We had a nice, perfect landing. Don't get, I mean, it was a great landing, but it was just one of those things where I'm sitting there. Oh, what's going on here? Nope. Nope. Aren't you supposed to be 500 yards that way? I know. Right. But nope. It just, it just, just the, the, I don't know if it's the wind or the glide or how they do it. Just land, just nice and soft. It was a great landing, but I was like, never show me that again. Because <laughs> to me, it looked like we were going to hit the water and the island was over there. I'm like, no, bring it back. Bring it back. See, this is sausage. That's how it's made. I don't want right. to see that. <laughs> exactly. You know, any landing yeah. you can walk away from is a good landing. I don't know about that because that would traumatize me. <laughs> Yeah, that's right then and there. Because I always said, you know, it'd be kind of nice to get a pilot's license, you know, because I've got some friends who've got them. You know, go through the training, get a pilot's license. After that, I lost all ambition to get a pilot's license because I'm like, I will screw that up every time because my brain says, get on, get on target. (laughs) uh, Good Star Wars reference. Well, that's stay on target. But yeah, Uh, Yeah. let's see. What do we got in chat going on before we go into other lovely things here? Uh, Uh, Weird guy's an avionics technician. That's right. Turbulence on off switch on the C5. <laughs> okay. I wish there was such a thing just to screw with people. Like that, like that asshat general who who bumped two people, one for him and, and one for his luggage. Turbulence on. Iron Caster. Hey, Iron Caster was on with the t-shirt historian yesterday. It's good to tell. By the way, <laughs> was it you that asked about the no, that was Kringa that asked about the the uh, the elves. I'm not that adamant about it. It was just fun to type in there. So, uh, just, so I was telling Heathen Dog before the stream here that yeah. uh, T-shirt historian and I had a conversation, a uh, discussion. I wouldn't call it an argument. I would say, you know what, a disagreement about elves on the Friday Night Chill stream. So, so you know, it's that whole thing with like ask Legion of Myth about elves. I was like, what? Did, what did I hear? 
And somebody's like, nah, 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 whatever, uh, whatever. It's like, what's all right, that? fine. Legion of Myth. What about else? I'm like, oh, I'm being called out. Let me. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, fun fact. If you play Shroud of the Avatar, <laughs> you will find a self-hating elf called Max Leal. <laughs> so Elgarian Actually, uses... in the game. Elgarian, who used to stream for us, uh, uh, he uh, streamed Shroud of, the, Shroud of the Avatar, Is all, also has uh, a hand in, I wouldn't call it the development, but he he's like in, he works, for, I don't know if he still does, but he actually left us to go work for the Shroud of the Avatar team. Um, yeah, as, as a joke, he I, somehow he was allowed to input a character into that game, and, and he did. He input an elf named Max Leal, because this goes back a long ways, my animosity towards elves. And it's really not the elves, it's the people who play elves as drama queens um this this is something wow join the air force oh wait <laughs> never, never been on a never been on an airplane no there's something john madden didn't ride airplane or ride airplanes yeah i guess uh he Same took a bus here. everywhere um all right what else did we miss in chat there's like a little bit of it here it's good to see everybody here good to see shadow and sun welcome welcome he was on biggest geekest the other week that was uh good stuff uh nerdy ogre hello hello he's gonna be in and out I'm about to introduce Walmart to this channel. Awesome. Hello, all the fatties at Walmart, you disgusting sacks and nonsense that don't know how to fucking shower and wear clothes. I live in Alabama, okay? I've seen some things that I've never seen before in my life at the Walmart. And guess who doesn't ever go to Walmart? This guy. It's always my wife. And I still have to see it. Uh, okay, there we go. I hope that worked out. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Fitzpatrick, how you doing? Uh, random internet hijinks. Hey, is it hijinks that you're even here? For games, stay for the base commentary and opinions. Oh, that's what he called you, based. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, did I miss anybody? Sir Coffee. I hope I didn't miss anybody. Got weird things going through my head right now. Dolly Pop, of course. Hello, Dolly Pop. It's good to see you here. I like Hi, the fact that I like the fact that she comes back for more, <laughs> for more punishment. <laughs> or wait, maybe it's my punishment. How's this working? Yeah. <laughs> it's a two-way street people there we go that's fair uh let's see and charlotte williams good to see you. and curse matt crafty matt craft hello hello elf oh my god that's because oh, gnomes aren't done you know we should do an episode a segment a segment two on gnomes to show how wrong that they're portrayed like everywhere and it started with the tinker gnomes of dragonlance and if there's one That's thing awesome. I can't stand about Dragonlance, it's the Tinker Gnomes. I mean, to be fair, I liked them at the time because they were different and interesting for a novel, just like Kender. Interesting for yeah. a novel, not not for you know a player character. But that then everybody picked that trope. It's like, why even have Gully Dwarf as a as a race you can play? That's stupid. Think, can you play them? Yes. Yes. Oh. You uh oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you could actually play them. Uh, that doesn't yes. surprise me. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, uh, even <laughs> even their their highest uh, level in in the class they can take is I think is level eight. Oh, fair. Oh, wow, that's actually pretty high. And what is that like scavenger or something? What the hell is that? <laughs> no, it? I think it's finger biter. Finger finger banger, as far as I know. I know. Oh, <laughs> finger bang bang you Kelly into dwarfs. the night. <laughs> Anybody get that reference? Uh, let's see. Yes, eight. Uh, they can be fighters. Barbarians, thief, thief acrobat, or a cleric. Thief acrobat? What? A cleric yes. of what? No. Oh my god. Thief. Stop thief it. We're not in segment eight. two yet. <laughs> thief is level eight, and 
the uh, cleric is level five. Level five? What cleric of whom? The Holy Order of the Stars. It doesn't matter. Any any one of them. Yeah, it, as long very... as it matches their alignment. Oh my god. But yeah, they they roll. <laughs> their strength is four d four plus two. Intelligence is two d four plus one. That's actually pretty high. I mean, that to be fair, a maxed a max gully dwarf is average intelligence. Yeah, yeah. The 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 Einstein gully dwarf is like a a ten year old human. <laughs> yeah, they're all D fours. Charisma two D four plus one. Yeah, Wisdom two D four plus one. Yep, yep. Charlotte Williams, yeah. I don't think you could play the Draconians in first or second edition. I think that did actually happen in the in like the, the more recent versions, but I could yeah. be wrong because I don't play them. You can play a Minotaur. No, yeah, you can you, you could play oh, a Minotaur. Yeah. yeah, you can. You can play a Minotaur. They're like pirates. But it's <laughs> weird. Crin Minotaur class limits. Wizard of High Sorcery is 14. Cleric is 10. Ranger is 8. Barbarian and Fighter is unlimited. Wait, That's for, for the Minotaur? I, I'm sort of shocked they can be a wizard, but they can. For, for a Minotaur? Yeah. Can be a wizard? Yeah, of level 14. Of high sor okay, you know yeah, what? Let's, let, let's, let's just pretend because I guess I glossed over that. Let's let's just pretend that didn't happen for a moment. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh so anything other than you're gonna be gone this week. I yeah, leased him uh, back there's... in. He'll be back for next week, though. I leased That's him right. back in. That's <laughs> right. Uh, I'll be gone for the Twitch stream on Thursday. Uh I don't know what they're gonna play, but I'm I'm certain that uh that they'll play something. It probably it may not be on the Legion of Myth channel, but it'll be on uh, Garthon's channel, Sheriff's the Snorlax, and Mar Hawkman's channel. I don't know what they're playing. Might be Civ Six, might be something else. I don't know. Yeah, because I'm an LLC, I have rules now. Some yeah. people don't like to follow them, <laughs> so it it won't be on the Legion of Myth channel. Um, How come nobody talks about D and D three It's always three point five. Well, because D and D three is is the uh, is the aborted bastard uh, fetus of of a, of a mutated AD and D second edition that didn't really work. It's like well, I, th I think three O. Well, three O was the first. I mean, it was three O. Yeah. That wasn't the black books. I mean, the first one was no, no, no. Two point five technically yeah. was 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 the was the start of the radiation poisoning. Yes, yes, yeah. But uh, three O was uh, was like, are we going back to regular battle board games here? Is this what's happening? Is this where we're going? And they're like, nah, just kidding. Three point five. Well, three point five. Uh, from what I understand, it just rebalanced some things a little better. Yeah, but I did, whatever. It. I mean, they're the same general game. I say I say three five because that's what I played more. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of times when I say I'll say three O three five, just out of habit. Because everybody gets pedantic, but again, that's my word. That's going to be my new word uh, going forward here because it. I'm saying it all the time now. Yeah. Um, it started with a work issue, but then it's turned into this, uh, where it's like, well, actually, in 3.0, you could shut up. <laughs> Understand. <laughs> Hold on. Let me put up the segment two thing now before we even get into segment one. Oh, I, God. Come on. No, no, because, because right here, right here, what is it? generalizations you can't see me circling that with my mouse but that second paragraph there generalizations are used for simplicity or effect jesus christ all right let's get back to this oh man having too much fun here um so 
For me, I did a lot of work stuff this week. Um, I watched about 30 hours with the Cisco videos. I think I talked about that on Friday where, uh, you know, Cisco uh, presenters don't understand the difference between a codec and a yeah. protocol, and it drives me crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's pedantry right there for you. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I kind of avoided social media. It wasn't an intentional avoidance. It was like, oh, I'm not going there. It's just, I was tied up i was busy every time i thought about oh, i should check discord i was like you know what heathen dog exists i know he won't post <laughs> anything so i'll mimic him for a while uh but uh yeah no it was just my week was crazy busy and now this week is gonna be busy as well because i've got a whole ton of uh uh <laughs> see that's that's exactly why i do it i do it for you dolly pop i'm here for you <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sad over the last week i've jumped into just chatting just hung there for a couple hours, two or three times on the and, discord. Yeah. Yeah. We no don't really can. have like compared to some other discords. I see. We don't really have a vocal discord. We have, like, I mean, the channels are used for typing, but we don't have a, a vocal no. one. No. So, but, uh, which is fine with me because, you know, when I had mumble and team speak and all that stuff, uh, you know, I'd be in the middle of stuff. Hey, Max, 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 Max. Like, oh crap. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a social person generally speaking. So, you know, um this week i'm probably just gonna be just as busy i'm still trying to figure out so work gave me this whole thing of like if you want to get reimbursed fill out this paperwork well the paperwork doesn't match what i have to do but you know it's driving me nuts and i have to figure out my taxes because apparently i didn't pay my taxes right so uh sigh sigh we have a video so it's a 10 minute video explaining thaco max did it well i, I it's the backward methodology. And I, I should have said that better in that video. There are two ways to do Thaco. One, read the book. It's right there. It's very <laughs> simple. The second way is if you're like myself, who the vast majority of the dungeon masters I played with won't tell you the armor class of the creature. You have to figure it out after two rounds of combat. I think Heathen Dog does it that way as well, if I remember correctly. Um, we don't tell the... The, the DM or the DM doesn't tell you the, the armor class. So you have to figure out what you hit. Well, then you have to do what's called the backward method. Thaco minus die roll equals armor class hit. And there's a couple different iterations that you could do with that. A couple people commented like, we could just do it this other way. It's the same thing. Like, All right, fine. It's just real easy mantra. Thaco minus die roll equals armor class hit. I mean, so, uh, uh, uh anywho, uh, do, 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 do. All right. Um, beatbox noises yeah no we're not doing that <laughs> cultural appropriation doesn't exist in america but you know what does lack of talent <laughs> that exists a lot remember there there was this movie one day long time ago called white man can't jump because white men ain't got no ry rhythm that is a stereotype but guess what <laughs> it's for a reason so, so is so is never get behind old people in uh going into a metal detector it's a stereotype. Old people have hidden metal. That's what they, that's what they have. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean it's wrong. <laughs> it, it just means it's so common. It's, it's ingrained into the culture. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's, I guess we jump into our segment one topic today. Are you, are you ready for that? Are ready. you ready? Because this is all you. I'm going to oh. sit here and go, what the hell are we talking about? It's spandex wearing diaper on the outside of their pants nonsense. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> Dolly Pop wants us to beat. Wants you, you, to beatbox. Oh shit! Sure. <laughs> Two dollars. 
Two dollars. I don't even know how to beat. I want my two dollars. <laughs> I don't know if this would be beat by. Well, I got to do it. Somebody paid. Uh, I was gonna do some fat boy stuff because that's what I remember from the eighties, dude. <laughs> I can't do it. I just can't. Like uh, I don't even know how to do it. I, I sing badly. What's that? Lack of talent. Lack of talent. Um. So how would I do Thacko minus die roll equals armor class hit? Nope, can't do it. I will I will study up for you and do it on Friday. How about that? There you go. Your $2 won't be wasted. I will study up on what beatboxing. I still won't have any talent, but I'll at least get the premise right. Yeah. <laughs> People could say, he tried it. Try. <laughs> Look at my face. It's already red. That's awesome. Oh, I hate you. I mean, welcome, Dolly Pop. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got, I want to share. No, I don't want to share yet. Um, what I want to do is get this on the screen. Do the proclivities and whatnot. Oh God. Yeah. You look at you. See, she sidetracked me. What is hashtag RP gate? Dog, would you like to tell us what it is? Sure. Escapism, not representation. When you're playing a game, you're not representing real life. It's a fantasy. You do it to get away from real life and have some fun. Take the burden off your shoulders for a while. Don't bring any burden with you entertainment over activism you're supposed to be there having fun bringing in your psychological baggage and dumping it on the table in front of everyone is a dick move don't do that and organic diversity from natural inclusion do not feel pressured to have everyone represent at your table it's people who want to be at your table just say yes if they follow rules one and two you're going to have a good time if someone tries to tell you you have to have a person of color in your table, it's like, well, I couldn't find one. No one, no one, no one said, hey, can I play? That's what happened. Don't feel bad about that. And that's right. It. Thank you very much for that. Of course, you can find us on our website, Discord. Discord is the place. I I stress that because people are like, uh, I mean, I got yelled at for not looking at the Facebook group for like two weeks. Yeah. Like I, I go into spurts sometimes where it's like uh, I'll I'll look at locals like every day, like a week and a half, and then I forget it exists. <laughs> like, like Twitter, sometimes something will catch my attention there, and I'll be on there for like three days, and then I won't look at it again for a month. Like it's just yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not good at the uh, at the social media. We need to hire a social media manager for like you know five dollars a week. So that's about what I could afford. Um, um, but a five-year-old in India, I think. <laughs> Hey, does, does Fiverr do social media? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can check out our Redbubble store. Sold a couple of shirts this week. That's pretty cool. So I got another like $1.50. That was awesome. Thank you. Uh, so, but uh, what, what did I sell? Uh, somebody bought a tampons of the coast shirt. Nice. <laughs> and somebody bought another orc mask. I thought we weren't wearing masks anymore, but okay. Oh, uh, my, my wife and son. Well, I'm going to Vegas. So they're going to New York. And New York is still huge in the mask thing. So oh. they got to wear it. Well, did you get them a, a, a Legion of Myth uh, orc mask? No, no. The uh, They have to wear the N95 masks. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about Gunfire Reborn. I did watch you guys last. Well, I was a little late, but I did watch you guys. I saw you not be able to jump across platforms. And then, you know. Yeah, I quit that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. I mean, yeah, we, we we beat the game on normal difficulty. And then what that does, it unlocks the next difficulty, Elite. And uh, it's harder, but we've got a groove. I mean, uh, it, it took us a month 
or more to beat the game on normal. And it only has three bosses. Last night was our second try on Elite, and we got past the second boss halfway through the third level. So we're on track to beat it either Saturday or next Saturday or the following Thursday on Elite. And after that, it goes to Nightmare. And after that, it goes to Resurrection. Yeah, was it or I, yeah, Resurrection, Reincarnation, or something? Reincarnation or, some... or, or something. I don't know what that is. I'm a little afraid. Like if you got to start over, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> uh, that'll be funny. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see uh, as you guys uh, play your little furries and and uh, move forward in that game. It is fun to watch, though. I mean, yeah. to be fair, um, your guys' discussion about loot doesn't interest me at all, but I know it's part of the game. But you can watch them on Twitch on Thursday evenings, except for this upcoming Thursday evening, and on Saturday evening. Correct. Click. There we go. Wow, that took a second to pop up. And we want to thank all of our monetary backers and subscribers, those who cheers. Yes, weird guy, I do see your super chat, and thank you very much for that. We'll get it up on the screen here in just a moment here. If you want to follow us on Locals, Streamlabs, you know, I, I'm going to keep the Locals thing there. I do watch Locals. And when I started to use it, I had like two people looking at the messages. Yay, to a whole two people. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of hard to use something when uh, when people don't uh, you know, respond back or look at it. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I, I would like to ultimately have locals be the uh, social media O choice because it can do almost everything. Almost. I stress the word almost. Um, Streamlabs, of course, you want to tip and PayPal. Baldahar gave us a very nice PayPal donation on uh, Friday. So thank you, Baldahar, for that. And uh, hey, you know what? A lot of you here just get to the show. Oh my God, talk about stuff. Well, well first... you're our followers and subscribers. Oh, I was going to get to that after this. But here's Unlimited First Edition NPC in back of the book Goddess Powers from a defective microwave at 7 Eleven. Oh, best villain ever. We might talk a little bit about Villains Unlimited, but probably not too much. Um, do you even own the Villains Unlimited book? I do. You do? Okay. I do. Which version? The uh, white cover or the, or the newer one? Uh, it's got the white cover with the, with okay. the blue, the blue yeah. villain, Vol Voltaic, or... Yeah, it's the same one I've got. Yeah. Uh, made out of Walmart Alive. No thanks to Max. <laughs> Oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Nerdy Ogre. <laughs> all right. and, uh, but I want to thank all of our followers, our subscribers, our chatters, and lurkers. See, it takes us 20, 30 minutes to get to our topic because all the awesome people in chat. So thank you very much. Uh, and if you don't want to give money to us, you can give it to charity. That is the link to give to the Wounded Warrior Project. It is a, it's, a, it's, it's a good charity. You can look it up, uh, how the money is divvied and all that other weirdness. If you're into like, you know, penny pension, everything that you do to a charity, which I think you should. Um, yeah. It's very, very highly rated. And uh, Salvation Army is also very highly rated. Yes. Yes, it is. Salvation Army, unfortunately, gives to others, though, that I don't agree with. So, like, mm. But, uh, uh, you know, your mileage may vary when it comes to uh, a lot of these. Uh, one of the things Salvation Army does really well, though, gives to children. So. Yes. Um, so it's like a, it's like a hit and miss with them with me. Yeah. So there we go. All right. For segment one today, we have a new cover. Look at that. Look at that fantastic. I don't like that cover. That's very heroic. I don't like that cover. Oh, no, I, I don't, I don't like it. And okay. we'll get into why in just a second. But today we're going to talk about 
we're going to go over introductions. I'm going to apologize up front to all the people who watched our Palladium Fantasy series and our Mechanoid series. You're going to be like, you already covered attributes. Well, we've got to do it again because we don't know if the person who's you out there right now in 2042, who's watching this on, on YouTube, 20 years after we did the video, if you watch those other ones. So we have to go through it because this is all about Heroes Unlimited. We want you to get the soup to nuts of Heroes Unlimited here. So we're going to do that. And remember, RPG Digest is live stream podcast discussion, not a concise step-by-step -step tutorial. We will. I should. I got to just change that to will. I should put a little cross out and just put in will, deviate off topic and go on tangents. Enjoy. Now, let me share my screen because this is important. Yep. Do, do, do. We'll start do, off on do, page do. 14. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Anybody know that song? I this is know. the right book. <laughs> this is a you cover. Like I like this you cover like better, book? yeah. Okay. Actually, what I want to show, so I do own the second edition. This is the first edition revised. Here's Unlimited book, okay? And if you notice up here, it has 250 pages. Yep. Now, let me flop over to this other one. I did it by, uh, I didn't do it by screen. I did it by browser, but whatever. Um, browser tab. Don't I have it up? Yeah, I do, right there. The hell where are you there we go and then of course we have the one that we saw before i i don't i got this one in pdf i don't have it in hard copy um see i've got this is my book um, no, i have this one on hard copy this one is 360 pages that's 110 extra pages of bloat <laughs> well, they added some stuff i stress the word bloat like in the in the first edition i don't think they had a mega hero or villain. Uh, that doesn't sound familiar at all now. Yeah, there you go. So, but, but we're going to we'll talk about second four. edition. Yeah, we'll... And the reason is, is because in second edition, it's the current one. Yeah. It's the current edition of the game. It. There it is. And so let me zoom in on the, the artwork in this didn't change too much, which is kind of cool. No. So, uh, all right, with this, uh, Heathen Dog's going to take it over. I'm going to zoom in on some of the stuff once I figure out where he's starting. And uh, he's okay, going to tell us the, about the, We're going to start on the next page. Next page. Because it page. gives you all the steps. And and guess what? In this one, you don't have to worry about race. I mean, you can be an alien, but it does it 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 augments or decreases your attributes, but it doesn't affect the role. So I, I like this font so much better. Cool. It is nice, nice, clear, aerial. All right, now uh, rolling attributes, easy, same as before. You have you have all the IQ, ME, MA. Physical strength, physical prowess, all that stuff. You roll 3d6, go down the line. If you roll a 16, 17, or 18, you get to roll another d6 and add it, and that's your exceptional stat. Uh, well, you can you have more that? than one, depending on how well oh, you're lucky. Yeah. Now, most game masters will allow you to move them around if you want you know, a certain type of character or you want some, but if, if you move around like, Oh, I want my PP to be high. I want my IQ to be high. I want my, my PE to be high. So, and that's all, everything else I don't care about. Then you're a min maxer and you should jump off a bridge with Dan. But <laughs> I, I would say though, that with a, with a hero, a superhero type game, I can understand it a little more. I still it's like really it. not as important. It's not as important e even, even in, in, in other games, because not only do you get, of physical uh physical stat uh stat changes from skills you can get mm -hmm. physical stat changes from powers as well 
mutations, chemicals, bionics. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you, you know, all that crap. Your your stats are gonna are gonna go up depending on what skills you choose and what what powers you get. So you know, you could easily get a 30, 35 strength out of oh, out of nothing. Nice starting, segue. Starting at 10. Attitudes Easy. above 30. Yes, you can get attributes above 30. That that is that is uh it's not easy, but it's possible. It is possible because if you get powers like extraordinary superhuman or supernatural physical strength, not only do you get the the added damage and lifting and carrying capacity, but you also get a bonus to your base strength. So you can go above 30. In 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 the other games previously, ab above 30 meant you basically meant you were cheating. Like, no, it's a lie. You can't do that. Sorry. So let's but, look at this no. chart for, for a moment um, because I don't want to skip too much here. Again, you know, somebody may not have watched the other games that we covered. So uh, when you when you roll those, so everything in this game is supposed to be 3D6, correct? To start. Yes. Okay. So we don't have to worry about, like you said, we don't have to worry about other races. We don't have to worry about 4D6s, 2D6s. Please, Game Masters, 3D6, not 4D6 reroll ones, not all this other weirdness, 3D6. Palladium's built around that. <laughs> um, yes. But if you get that 16, 17, or 18, because 16 becomes that weird one where it's really hard to get a direct 16. Um, you can do it, but it'd have to be through the it'd purchase It'd have to be skills. after the fact with a, with a skill, with a, a bonus because of skills. Because if you roll a 16, you roll another you roll D6. roll an extra D6, that means a minimum is going to be 17, yeah. Now, there was something I found interesting in this version of the game. Uh, is it here? Okay. If an attribute is accepted, 16, 17, or 18, roll a d6. If another six is rolled, roll again. I didn't know about that, that until I was researching is, for my game. Yep. Like, I, it was always that, for us when we played. I don't know, and I'd have to look at my book to see if that's a rules change or if I just didn't get no, it no, right. No. It, it's just for, as far as I know, it's just for Heroes Unlimited because they want to make you heroic. So sometimes you just got to get to roll again. So they added that in here. It's not in, it wasn't in Palladium Fantasy. It wasn't in Mechanoids. Okay. It's in here. If you roll a so, six, you uh, roll again. But so you only again, get to do that you twice. You can have above 30. You can have an IQ above 30. How would you do that? What, get, what gives a bonus to an IQ? Because you'd get it rolling 18. Well, think about 18 it. plus 12 is 30. Does it say you can keep rolling? That'd be a 300 IQ. <laughs> I mean, there might be something that would give a bonus to it. I don't know. Like, oh my oh, god! You know, a power an categories and and super abilities. There, yeah. There, there, there is a couple of super abilities that add that add IQ. You know, I I wanted Keith, Heathen Dog to uh, answer this right now. Champions by Hero Games is the goat. Okay, uh, Great, greatest of all time. Yeah, I know. I understand. Well, in case I understand. Um, I understand. Uh, I'm torn. I'm torn for for custom for customizability. Absolutely. But if you don't want to spend, you know, eight hours over the course of three days doing your character, then you don't want to play a champion. You don't want to play. You don't want to make character in champions. After you make the character, it's it's almost as easy as Palladium to play. I forget if it was Wired guy. I don't want to blame somebody who uh, or Omen Owl or, or somebody was talking. Um, oh no, it's T-shirt historian. 
who was saying that uh, he didn't like uh, the uh, Palladium because it takes two hours to make a character and then you can die in your first combat, which is technically possible. But technically possible, imagine yeah, but... champions. My God. I still can't wrap my head around the full gamut of how to make a champion's character. This guy can, and he still got corrected. I still, yeah. No, that, there's so much math in that. There, there's so much math. You have to do so much. You get, you get one, one little step wrong and you're done and you, you get to the end you're like what i only have i have 250 points but somehow i only spent 248 damn it i lost two points somewhere or you spent 260 damn it i gained 10 points it's 10 points too many how, well, how did i do this and so you got to go back and start over now there are there are other games out, out there that that actually have have natural breakpoints in the character creation process where you can divvy up where you are make sure you're you're at the right total stuff like that, which is great. But um, especially older editions of champions, you just can't do that. Hero system basic, you just you just gotta check at the end to make sure everything checks out. And now, you can just get it wrong. But like like I said before, no character should hit the table without at least two sets of eyes seeing it first. Should not. Doesn't matter how simple or how complex the character creation process is. One person seeing it making it and doing it and mistakes happen it just they just do yep all right um so so would you say champions the greatest of all time a palladium no. or, or or would you just say that you know they're both good games that I, I i would say it's not the greatest of all time because there's it's so it's it's so character creation heavy that it takes away from a lot of other superhero, and, and this is just a superhero genre, just taking away from a lot of other games where this one right here is not as character creation heavy, but it's less customizable. And then there's Marvel superheroes from the 80s, which yeah. you can make a character in two minutes, but it's almost not customizable at all. Right, yeah. But you I, can just get I, to play. I prefer that system. Like, I, yeah, I again, I don't care about superhero games. This is going to be a tough... This whole process of Heroes Unlimited, to me, is going to be a little tough. There are sections I like, but I don't... I, I've never been into superheroes my entire life. It's just right. not something right, I enjoy. Let's, but Let's keep but going. I, I have one final question. What's that? Palladium Megaverse, the gamut. Mm -hmm. Just take it as a whole. Riffs, you know, Palladium Fantasy, or the hero system. I say it intentionally like that because so we can get out of the superhero realm because they're both megaverses and I don't care how many books it is. You got unlimited money. You could have all the books for either. Right. But if you could only play one for the rest of your life, I will give you all the Palladium books minus the value or give you all the, you know, the, the ability to do a hero system. Mine again, Palladium. minus the value. So we're not talking. Okay. Palladium. All right. Palladium. Why? Because uh, Palladium is much better at uh, world building. All of the all of the uh, dimension books and source books, they're so well done. They're 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 so uh, uh, filled in that it it gives a game master just all but infinite ideas on how to how to create adventures and move forward. Okay. You, Do you ever play you, Vigil villains and vigilantes? Uh, no. I never have. I also didn't play Mutants and Masterminds, even though I have the book because I thought I was gonna be forced into a game back when I lived in Minnesota. It's understandable. All right, let's move on though. We got to move on. Yes, we, yes, we, we do. We've we've done the we've we've rolled the stats easy enough, right? Now, in in this game, there is super strength. There are three levels of strength. 
extraordinary, superhuman, and supernatural. Each gives varying, varying bonuses to uh, of damage, lifting and carrying capacity, and uh, and basically ability to damage certain objects or beings. But we we'll, we will get to that when we go over powers, which is not today. I just want to let you know it exists. Okay, it exists. Okay, let's keep that in mind. And then there's your obvious speed chart. This is this is normal. This is the same speed chart as Palladium Fantasy. Now, in this game, there are three different speed charts because it's a modern day game. We have cars, we have jets, we have helicopters. They have a different they 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 have a a a different speed you know base and progression than just someone running. So this is your basic normal guy running speed chart. And later on, when we get into powers or vehicles, it'll give it'll give speed charts for those things. But again, we're going to get to that. That's not part of our process just yet. And we're moving on. Hit points and SDC. Okay, if uh, your your hit points are your is your health, your SDC is your resistance to damage. Now let, let me explain this. SDC damage is usually taken first. That is your your body's conditioning. Like a boxer conditions himself to take hits without taking actual damage. You have to beat through that SDC to actually crack and break bones, uh, you know, hurt internal organs, tear muscles, stuff like that. Your SDC is is your is your you know if if you you you've been punched by a five year old or kicked by a five year old by accident, it like stung a little bit, but it didn't really do any damage. Depends on where that kick was. Okay, fair enough. You know if if they got a critical roll, okay, <laughs> they, they rolled a twenty and hit you hit you right in the beanbags. That's different. But stuff like that is SDC damage. It's not actual damage. It's not going to hinder you. Superficial cuts, bruises minor skin abrasion, stuff like that. When you go through the SDC, then you start getting hit point damage, which is deep lacerations, organ damage, broken bones. Your base hit points is your physical endurance. Your PE, your PE total. Uh, indicates your character's base starting amount of hit points. This number means that he or she can lose that many hit points for dying. Building hit points. After trimming your base hit points, pick up a, a one six-sided die. Roll it and add that number to your hit points hit point base. Roll only one six-sided die one time. Again, just like Palladium Fantasy, it's your PE plus a D6 is your starting hit points. When you go to level two, you roll another D6. And you keep going. Now, your SDC does not grow like that. It can grow through uh, the addition of skills or a new power or whatever but it, it doesn't automatically determining SDC simple. Each hero categories automatically provides a base SDC rating. So if you are a mutant, you have a base SDC of a mutant. If you're an alien, you have a base SDC of an alien. If you are a special training character like Batman or Black Mask or whatever, you have a base SDC for that. And then it's added on skills and then powers and then training adds up, adds up, adds up. Basically, compared to Palladium Fantasy, all of these characters are are demigods. Yes. <laughs> Even at level one, they're going to have they're going to have more hit points, more SDC, and more ability than a level ten character in Palladium Fantasy. 
and think about this for a moment. You've watched the Avengers movies and you've watched, uh, you know, a lot of these super, I mean, go back to the old Superman TV show and movies and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, these people can get punched, fly across the city block, landslide. You know, that would pretty much sandpaper us into nothingness. We'd yeah, just yeah. be a red, red, you know, smear of goo. Yeah. <laughs> and they get, uh, shake it off, get up and fly right back into the fight. So, you know, utilize that. There's one paragraph that I really want us to read before we leave the STC section, but uh, okay, uh, um, well, I don't know if you're there yet. I was going to read this notes I'm, to game to the game master. Uh, if you want me to do it now or you want to go ahead, go ahead. Okay. The STC system just described is the standard rule in most Palladium books games. From time to time, I hear the complaint, for example, how could somebody be bashing or shooting into a door and the door is in perfect condition until all its STC is depleted? My answer is, it's not in perfect condition. Using the example of the door, the GM should explain exactly what is happening. You bash into the door with your shoulder. It's a very solid door and you inflict minimal damage. You have SDC damage. You realize that it would take quite a while to gain entry this way and you may hurt yourself. Or, uh, you can feel the door give a little under great strength. Give SDC damage. Another bash in the door's frame cracks and moans, but it still holds. It'll take another couple of attempts, but it's definitely giving. See, these are just normal description things. Now, let's look at right. the gun side of it. Your submachine gun riddles the wooden door with a dozen holes, but the door is still locked and holding strong. Yeah, just because it I, has holes in it, un un unless you can turn to smoke, you're not getting through that. It's a hole. Right. It's a hole that's this big. Okay, you got a peephole. Good job. You're still not getting through the door. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so it's kind of the same thing with the, with the body. Um I think it was a uh, yeah, weird guy's got an explanation. I have it marked and we'll go, we'll go through some of the chat in a little bit. Um, but uh, it's, 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 I guess the way it said is the scrapes and bruises. It's uh, you know, the one that I really liked that you mentioned, I know this comes from a D 20 game, but when you talked about the Stargate game and that vitality slash stamina, I yes. really think that that that's a great way. It's, 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 it's uh, and it's an amorphous, methodology of just saying you're getting tired you're losing luck the fight's carrying on got some bumps and bruises and scrapes they're not really harming you but you know they're it's piling up toll. it's yeah. taking its toll you're getting slower and that next hit might actually just hit the mark yeah but sdc is different than that sdc you're actually getting hit in in stargate and uh and the uh, d and the d20 star wars you're you're actually not getting hit if you're taking vitality damage, but that's a completely different thing. Let's let's move on. Armor. All right. There are armor. two types of armor. All right. Uh, there is artificial armor and there's natural armor. Now, just like in uh, in Palladium Fantasy, artificial armor is armor you wear. If you get above the armor rating, is it equal to or above? Is it a threshold? Um, One or the other. No, no. So so if an armor rating's fourteen, uh, you have to. Oh my god, because I changed it in my game. What I do in my game, I did everything the same. So fourteen hits. So in this one, no, Less fourteen is equal or higher. Equal or higher. Equal or higher. Equal yeah. Or higher. Yeah. If if you if you hit the AR of the bulletproof vest, for example, equal so or higher with your modified roll, you bypass the vest. Mm. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. It's not defender always wins ties. That okay? That's not defender always wins ties. So if the roll okay. to strike is sixteen against somebody with an AR of okay. sixteen, so attack. So you have to get greater than the AR. Okay. Yeah, greater than. If it is greater than the AR, your modified die roll is greater than the armor rating of the guy's bulletproof vest. It bypasses the vest and goes hits the person's SDC. But 
if you go if you if you go below or equal to the AR, the vest will take the damage first. Once the vest's SDC is gone, you no longer have an armor rating. It's just you. But the vest will take that. Now then then there's natural armor. Natural armor is different. Natural armor is if the person hitting you is equal to or less than your AR rating, you take no damage. None. They have to beat your armor rating to get any damage on you at all. And it and that doesn't degrade. That, then that, that becomes important when you have powers like uh, you can transform yourself into rock or stone or whatever. They have natural AR ratings because bullets, unless you hit it like dead on, it's just going to bounce away and do nothing. It'll leave a scratch. That's nothing. That's crap. All right, and then uh, recovery of hit points is uh, is a little faster in modern day than it is in a fantasy setting. Obviously, you have a hospital readily available to almost everyone, so you're probably going to have professional treatment un unless you are in the boonies somewhere and you're hiding, you know, from the bad guy. Whatever, you're probably going to have professional treatment at some level, so you're gonna end up on average being faster and then there's a uh, surviving coma and death just like uh, just like in plating fantasy and in mechanoids once you reach zero or less to your your uh there's a limit you can't be at negative 500 and expect to live no you're you're chunky sauce <laughs> at that point but if you're at zero or less hit points you're in a coma and you have as you have hours in that coma equal to your pe until you die if you mm -hmm. get help then you can come out of a coma and be back up to one hit point. That's fine, which is great. And it talks about coma length and what happens. Yeah, it talks about length of coma, optional damage rules. We don't have to worry about optional damage, minor injury table. We don't need to do. We don't do. But need to worry about. But that. I, I want to caveat that with one thing. Well, we're not going to go through this table. The random tables in this game are important. And I think yes. Heathen Dog's going to talk about that in a little bit on, in another area. Don't education. avoid Obviously. them. Yeah. Oh, God, please. Yes. yes. Don't Definitely. avoid the tables. No. no. Now, when we get into powers, I'm going to talk a little bit about, about GM Fiat purview. There are some things like if, if your character, if, if your player has a character in mind, has an idea in mind, there are things you can do to make sure that your character does have the idea you're going for and still use many of the tables. But if you're playing a thematic character, vice a uh, uh, just a randomly rolled one. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. So step one, what was step one again? Step one was attributes. Yeah. Step, step two, two was, was hit points and STC. Now we've got step Super three, abilities. which now. is, uh oh, now we're getting the fun stuff. Yes. Now th this, this is a, a deviation from everything we've done before. We've used to have OCCs. We don't have OCCs anymore. Now we have power categories and you are supposed to roll. Now, this is the only time in the book where I can say this thing is optional. This is optional. If you, if your player wants a mutant, I'd let him pick it, but by the rules, if you want to go raw on this one, you got to roll a D100 and take what you get. It makes it, it makes for a more exciting game. Like I, to me, it does. Now, if you're so like, no, I only want to play a robot. I mean, that's up to you and your DM or GM, yeah, I, exactly. I guess, but, but yeah, 
I, I have found, and maybe it's because I've played too many games, that rolling makes things more interesting. Because now I'm like, okay, what can I do with what I was given here? I mean, because me personally, I almost always, if, I, if I'm told not to roll, I almost always play a mutant animal. <laughs> I just go to my TMT characters. Um, uh, or an alien. Does that surprise See, I, anyone? I always <laughs> go either experiment or uh, psionic. That's what, I, that, that's what I would, that's my go-to choices. Experiment sure. and psionic. But hey, that's fine. Mm -hmm. So you now, now you have your category. Don't worry. We're going to use that later. Put a put a pin in it. PPE note: All super beings will have an unusually high amount of PPE. Now, normal human beings in in Palladium Fantasy have two d six. If you're a if you are a, a magic user of some kind, you have vastly more. And the same is here. I mean, if if you if you roll magic or choose magic, you're going to have vastly more. But a normal hero, any one of these heroes will have 6d6 instead of 2d6 base PPE. Even if you don't use magic at all, you still have 66 because you are greater than a normal person. That's the thing. Even if you are, uh, if you roll what would you think was bad, special training, like Batman has 66 PPE. Yep. You know, Robin has 66 PPE. That's the way it is. Or Nightwing, whatever, whichever one you go with. I don't care. <laughs> whatever. Because they're greater than human. They're 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 better. They're they well, okay, okay. Spe technically special training is not greater than human, but they are the human pinnacle. Yeah. Would uh, would Captain America be special training? No, Captain America would be experiment. Oh yeah, oh fair. Yep, yep, you're right. Okay. Who would be yep. special training in uh in comics I, again i don't well, really I, I do you, you know batman well, nightwing um, i don't know what a nightwing is Black but Cat. Bat oh that's uh, the that's the chick that steals everything yeah okay yep. i remember garth on talking about her. <laughs> um the question okay. i don't know what that is well he's he's a he's a he's a detective as well but okay. whatever but yeah. but for for those of you out there that's uh hawkeye gets... black widow yes special training oh hawkeye okay now i get the hawkeye one okay the one that's always ignored because he's kind of worthless got it in the movies in the movies anyway yeah uh the, the robots bionics uh they, they have a whole section on robotics and, and bionics you mm -hmm. uh, if you actually get robotics or bionics you get to choose what kind you get you want to you want to you want to be the bionic man one arm two legs an eye whatever you can do that steve austin there you go no 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 you can do that you can do that that's fine absolutely fine Look, then even as a kid, I had a crush on Jamie Summers. Education and skills. This is what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to stop on the list. We're going to talk about this. We're going to skip over to page something or other. <laughs> I'll show off some art in the meantime. Trauma, no. Phobia, no. It's after all that. It's after addiction. Come on, Come back dude. to the alignments. Um, well, you're doing that. I'm going to, I'm going to hit some of the chat that I started. Okay. Okay. Go for it. All right. So, um, big old clunky set of rules. By the time a group finished main characters, they're bored. Don't get me wrong. Cool set of rules. Just clunky for the PCs and GMs. I disagree. I, I just do. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't, maybe it's because I grew up with these systems. I don't find them to be clunky and, you know, yeah. So it takes two hours to make a character. That's never bothered me. 
Like even when I got killed in a game, like, you know, cause I'm not the type of person that wants to just be thrown into the game. Like you're in the middle of a dungeon. Uh, okay. It only take me five minutes to whip out a new character. Okay. Where am I in the dungeon? You're not, you're going to have to wait another hour or two until these guys get out, you know, or something, you know, like I like things to make sense. So it's never bothered me that it took time to make a character. Like that's just for me. So I, I don't see it that way, but I do understand, especially as somebody who's leaning towards rules, light games now or yeah. more rules. Okay. Light. Marvel like, superheroes, 1980s. There you go. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. You're done. Uh, has anyone looked at Ascendant yet? I actually watched a pretty good video from The Red Room. By the way, if you have not followed them, go ahead and follow The Red Room. Uh, they're Portuguese. They interviewed us uh, a couple weeks ago. A great group of people. Covered a whole bunch of games. Uh, writes his own modules and and uh, not really setting. I guess, well, are some of them settings? Uh, definitely the, modules. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're definitely modules. And uh, they're, they're usually period pieces. Um, but uh, I watched a video where he had the uh, um, oh my god, I always forget his name, Alexander Macris on and talk about that. And maybe Heathen Dog will do it because he likes superhero games. Because I'm not interested in superhero games. And then I saw how how ridiculous he got with the uh, it's it sounds great, but how everything is logarithmic math. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, not that not... I'm against it. I'm just saying it's not for me. Um, Champions characters are easy. That's depends. wrong. That is just wrong. Depends who you are, because Heathen Dog always has to help me out. And and I hate variable power pools and the multi-point blah 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 and all that other bullshit. Yeah, in the one in, in the newest iteration, they 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 took out a lot of that. Good. It's nonsense. But I mean, every game system you played enough times, I think it becomes easy over time. Mm. Uh, oops. Unstar that. Darth Deek says SDC to bruising and scratching. Yeah, uh, hit point lethal damage. Yeah. Very simplistic way of, yeah. of saying that. I agree. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I love how squishy normal humans are in this book. It's true. It's true. Something yeah, I, that I, I think I think a normal non-hero human in this book has ten SDC base. Sounds right. Because um, this is the probably the primary book I used for constructing my game. I've pretty much thrown everything out, but. This is the primary book that I started with. Quick um, on my game. Leisure with right above. It says, say, pick a power category, make random roll, determination. It's option. Fuck that. Roll, roll well, dice. Well, no. Like <laughs> I said, th th this is the only one where you can it just is. pick. Where you can just pick. That's, that's what I said. You just, it's fine roll. to just pick. No. <laughs> no it's, it's in the rules. I, I think it's, yeah, I mean, have a theme. Uh, absolutely especially if you haven't played before and you want an idea i actually do agree with having a theme for your character i'm, yep. I'm cool with that but i don't like it because what ends up happening and heathen dog and i might talk about this later every time i played this game there's always that one person who has alter physical structure stone and uh, uh invulnerability wow somehow you rolled two major powers and you're a doctor which he's actually, gonna get into in just a moment well moment. yeah but we'll we'll go over that in powers. We'll go over that when we do powers. Right now, we're going to go to page forty-four, where the education and skills start, because that's what we're actually going to focus on today. Now, a couple more confirmed. Max is a furry. Yes, I mean you've known I've played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a long time. I've talked about it. Uh, random tables and stats uh, can get you to play a character maybe you've never considered trying before. I thought that was a great comment to say why random tables are good. And the last one. That I've got uh, marked is I've spent hours making characters with these charts. It's fun as hell if you ask me. I agree. Because even though 
I'm not a big superhero fan. I've probably created, well, no, I've created more TMNT characters than anything, but uh, I've probably created more Heroes Unlimited characters than any other game outside of TMNT because it is fun to put them together, especially with the random rules. Now, back to Heathen Duck. Okay. So, education and skills completely different from Palladium Fantasy and from Mechanoids Trilogy. The reason being is because in those games, you didn't have educational institutions. Oops. That, that is the norm. In Palladium Fantasy, it was all OJT because there were there was no you know, there are no colleges or community colleges or trade schools. You learn from someone who already knew. You want to be a blacksmith? You learn from a blacksmith. That that way, you know, all the blacksmiths have the same basic skills. You want to be a fighter? You learn from a fighter. You want to be a wizard? You learn from a wizard. That's how it works. But no, this is modern day. And since all of your powers are random, your education is not because it depends on where you live. Did, did you grow up in Somalia? Well, then you, you probably won't have the same, the same base education skills as someone who grew up in, say, London. Okay? Here's how it works. First, you have to determine your educational level. And there is a role. Educational level, 1 through 10. It goes to, it's a D100 again. D100. Anything not combat is pretty much a D100 in Palladium. Yeah, pretty much. It goes from street school to high school graduate, military, trade school, one, two, three, or four years of college, military specialist, bachelor's degree, master's degree, and doctorate. This not only tells you your, your skill bonuses for each skills you choose, but how many skill programs you can choose. Each skill program has a certain amount of skills you get with that program. Don't worry, we're going to get into that. I'm going to show you everything about that. Yeah, when you I was choose... younger, the programs were hard for me to understand Thanks. at first. And I don't know why. Skill programs, just think of them as core curriculum. Yeah. Like if you go to college for, say, an engineering degree, there you will take engineering classes these engineering classes you will learn these things the engineering program gives you mathematics basic mathematics mathematics advanced electrical engineering uh mechanical engineering um analytics you know all this stuff you have to have to have a degree in engineering so you get all these skills think of that as a skill program and now there are limitations. The Sorry, what? There, there, there are there are limitations depending yeah. on yeah. what you depending roll on, here. On your level of education, there there are certain skills you can and cannot take. For example, high school education level, you can only select from the following skill programs: computer, criminal, domestic, physical, language, thief, technical, and weapon proficiency. Ancient, bats, swords, clubs. Why wouldn't you, know, you be able to learn weapon proficiency modern? you'd have to take that as a secondary skill because they, they don't teach that in high school. But well, it seems like that would be backward, but okay. <laughs> no, no. Well, no, they don't teach in high school. You're not allowed to bring guns in high school, but depending on where you grew up, eh, yeah, everyone knows how to use a gun. You know, it depends actually. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, they're, and, uh, in schools, they have archery clubs and fencing clubs and stuff like that. So that's why they put in weapon proficiency ancient because there's clubs that do that. If you have a criminal program, available education levels, high school, trade school, military and espionage. You can, you know, become a professional thief or military, military specialist, espionage, advanced potting weapons. The, these are, these are all examples of programs. You have to have a certain kind or a minimum level 
of education to take as primary skills. Uh, the, the fundamental or basic skill programs. These are ones included in the following list. If a skill program is selected a second time, the player can take four selections of choice, whatever skills are left in the skill category that seem appropriate. Uh, or whatever skills remain over a category. Skills are duplicated in two or more programs. The one with the highest bonus counts. Four skills known to all, regardless of education level. This is because you grew up in the modern world. You know these four things. Pilot automobile. Basic math. Speak your native language. Read and write your native language. I disagree with this. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know, I, I said modern world, not third world. <laughs> so you get all those things for free, no matter what you roll. And if we go down to page 46, you'll see your scholastic skill programs. Now, remember, depending on your education level, we'll see how many programs you can choose. Mm -hmm. If you're a doctor, you can choose three or four. Should I roll some dice? Just see what I get. And yeah, then we can kind of talk. Uh, where do I have percentile dice? Like, let me pull my shorts down because everybody gets mad because, you know, when I'm sitting in this chair, they, uh, they ride up. Yeah. Like this? Like my dice bag? Love it. Uh, I thought I had percentile dice sitting out, but I guess, oh, Jesus. You know what? This might not be as quick as I thought. Let's just move on. Crap. Uh, let's pick, let's, we got a random roller. Oh, there we go. Uh, and of course, those are only sixes. I'm rolling two d6s. You're just gonna have to get over that. So we got a 36. <laughs> 36. <laughs> 36. All right. Well, trade school on the job training. So uh, skill programs are at, uh, so two select two skill programs at plus yep. 15 percent and eight secondary skills. So when we come down these programs, we get two of them. Yep. And just for the sake of business, argument, yep. communications, computer, criminal, domestic, electrical program, espionage, basic, journalist languages mechanical program medical assistant program mechanics and vehicles medical doctor no you, you actually can't choose that unless you actually get the, the yeah. degree yeah yeah medical investigation basic military military demolitions pilot you get to choose from all this now uh you have to look at the special restrictions for the trade school i don't think there is one so we, would i roll i roll the 36 uh, so yeah, trade school, military. Yeah, for any any of the medical doctors, you have to have at least a masterate, a masterate, huh? a master's, master's or a doctorate to choose that. Uh, and even with the masters, you, you got to be careful. A masters or a doctorate. Yep. But uh, military skill program, you can be trade school and do that. Criminal trade school, advanced piloting trade school. So if I, if I wanted to be like, a, a, let's let's pick here, you know, computer program, I want to be a hacker. So okay. computer program, I'd probably pick computer program, which would sure. automatically give me basic electronics as a skill. Yep. Computer operations as a skill. Yep. Computer programming as a skill. Yep. And I can choose either computer repairs or one radio skill of choice. Remember, this book was originally written in the 80s. So yeah. Um, and and you get a plus 15 percent to all of those skills because of your trade school program. Yes. So if the skill says 63%, well, I would actually start at a 78. Correct. You get to, list, you get to select two programs. So what's your second program? 
Uh, what uh, would I would probably pick electrical program. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that's that's a good one. Absolutely. So we'll go with that. So uh, get electrical engineer, basic mechanics, uh, computer operation. Well, I already have computer operation, uh, don't I? But but yep. if computer operation for the electrical program has a higher starting percentage than the one for the computer program, you mm -hmm. get the highest one. You get the highest skill starting. I just notice a typo. <laughs> okay. Uh, computer operations with an S and computer operation. <laughs> yeah, uh, but enough. and then one electric electronic skill of choice because there are other electrical skills in the right. uh, uh, now if exactly. I were to try to take robotics, which we'll, we might get into at some point. Yeah. When we talk about the robotic category and you that's can it, like, because oh, you went to a trade school and you're allowed to pick robotics, but it's minus 40 <laughs> percent. I can pick it, but it's like minus 40 percent or something crazy like that. So anyway, um, so the. Those are the two skill programs. And I don't know why, but when I was younger, I struggled with this for no good reason, but I did. I, I struggled with this. So that program number, two, well, this is two, but it doesn't matter. Program number one, electrical program, gives you all of these skills. And program number two, which was uh, computer, 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 which give you all of these skills, you know, with the or here. Then there are what, eight secondary skills? Yes, you get eight secondary skill. And the secondary skill list is on page 47. Exactly. And what I liked about Heroes Unlimited was, boom, education skill list. It tells you exactly, I'm oh, sorry, secondary these, skill list. These are the skills you can choose as secondary skills. Yep. Well, of course, That's I'm a it. computer hacker. I'm going all physical skills, right? Sure. <laughs> anyway. But you cannot choose acrobatics, gymnastics, gymnastics, boxing, and wrestling. You cannot choose those as secondary skills. So, uh, so what, what this tells me is someone recognized that, that the, the min maxers out there were burning their secondary skills to get boxing, gymnastics and all this stuff to, to, to make their, their fighters super elite. If you I do want find the wrestling one skills, a little weird. Yeah. If you want any of those skills, you have to take the physical program. Because people do wrestling in high program. school. You're allowed so. to do that in high school. If you have a high school education, you can, you can take physical programs. That's fine. And in here. Unlike what uh, what uh, Heathen Dog was talking about with the OCCs in Palladium uh, Fantasy, you, you have can to burn take secondary skills. If if, yep. if you don't use your your uh, your physical skills, which you wouldn't, that'd be stupid. Yeah, right. Yeah, that'd be that'd be dumb. But uh, yeah, there are no OCC related skills, so you have to burn secondary skills to increase your hand to hand combat. Everyone starts off with no hand to hand combat training at all. None, zero. You get one attack. Yay, team. Well, <laughs> actually, uh, don't you get uh, two for being alive? I think that's I think that's where this starts. I, I, oh, my God. You know, I've got so many numbers rolling through my head. I don't remember, but I did. I used this book specifically to look it up. I think it was. I know. I think it was. One, I, you know, we'll, we'll figure that when we do combat. We'll figure out when we get to that. But uh, you, you, you have to burn a secondary skill to get hand to hand basic. Two secondary skills for expert and three for martial arts. You get and eight. You get eight. So that's fine, but it's going to limit, you know, all of your other, all of your other choices, which exactly. is fine. You're supposed to, you're supposed to have that. That's fine. There's also another thing about secondary skills that uh, they're never a professional quality. No, you're a good amateur. Hobbyists. So, so, so somebody, it's funny you say that. Cause that's what I call them in my game. Hobby skills uh, is somebody with a professional quality. We'll just use art. Art's always the easiest one. I think it's even the explanation they give in the book here. Um, if you've got a, the ability to to paint as a professional, you took the art program, 
and your percentage is 35%, whatever, we'll make a ridiculously low number, it's still going to be of higher quality than a hobbyist or somebody with a secondary skill that has it at 70%. Mm -hmm. It's just you're professional. Um, but you know, depending on how you use it, yeah, uh, let's, let's move away from art and go more functional. Okay. Here's another example. A plumber, a professional plumber against someone who taught himself plumbing, but the professional plumber has only been plumbing for a year. The self-taught plumber has been plumbing for 20 years. His skills is going to be much higher and he's going to be better than the professional plumber because of all that experience, but everything is going to look a little dirty. It's not going to be as clean. All of his welds are not going to be, are not going to be looking great. Yeah, well, you know, no, you've seen this. We've all seen this come on in like, oh my God, who the hell worked on that? That's such crap painting. I'm pointing at exactly, something my wife yeah, points yeah. it out a all the time. A professional painter and a home painter, you know, you do just as many coats. It's, it's functionally the same, but the professional painter is going to have a better polish and better finish. Yep. It's going to look better. So it's going to be better, even though it's going to function exactly the same. And, right. and, uh, and one other thing, on I didn't to... know if you wanted to nope. skip any of this, but I, I wanted yeah, to talk I, about I, this. I want to talk about a uh, plus one on the uh, going above hundred percent. Number one, you can't. Okay. Yep. 98% is the maximum amount of, 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 uh, the highest, highest skill rating you can get. There are caveats to, uh, for certain power categories. But you still can, a still a 99 or a hundred is going to be a failure on any skill role ever. A 99 or a hundred is a failure. Mm -hmm. I have 125%. That's all right. great. That well, just means the penalties don't hit you as hard. Yeah. <laughs> or at all. Yeah. I mean, uh, normally, un unless you are the special, special case power category, you can't even get above 98. You just stop advancing when you hit 98. You stop. There, there are special power categories. When we get into powers, uh, I'll explain it more, that can go above that, but it's only used to offset negative modifiers. Still, a 99 or 100 is a failure. Remember that. Physical skill bonus is cumulative. Yes. That, that's, that, that's why they, they tried to stop the boxing and athletics and wrestling stacking in this game. Because it does stack. All the benefits stack. I could Keep see it in a, in a superhero game more so than in like a Palladium Fantasy game. Right. This is... um. Uh, how do you learn more skills? Yes, you this is as important. secondary skills at levels 3, 6, 9, 12, and 15. They start at level 1 proficiency. Boom. That is important to know. If you are level 9 and you get a new secondary skill... You don't go to the base skill and add nine levels to it. No, <laughs> right. no, you, you just learned it. You start the base skill. And then as you level up, it will progress just like any other skill. This is one of those areas within Palladium Fantasy. I wish he would have used a different term. And like in my game, I call them ranks because you get your, you always start at rank one, but if you get it at level five or let's use the numbers here, level six. Yeah, sure. You get it level six, but it's at rank one ability. That's a good way to go. And can you go back to school to learn or improve skills? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's just going to be very hard. For example, Spider-Man. There are many iterations of Spider-Man where he was trying to be Spider-Man and go to college. It didn't work out. 
It didn't work out at all because you have to devote so much time to college level classes that being Spider-Man is going to eat your homework time. It's going to eat your study time. Sorry, I can't save the world now. I gotta, can't save the world. I, I, got, I got math homework. No, man, that's not going to work out. So it's very, very difficult. And the game master should make it very difficult for you to have ongoing training after character creation. This is a bit too nuanced for me, but I'm glad that it's there. I mean, I understand why it's there because, you know, somebody's going to be like, no, I, I went to college and that shouldn't happen, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, but he puts in three missed assignments or three absences from classes means a flunking grade. Um, I actually missed more than that and didn't fail. But, you know, that's not the point. Um, so I, I don't know. This is one of those things that sometimes I think Kevin floats his games, but, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the cost. You have to pay for it. You got to make money somehow. Cheapest for community college, ever. university, whatever. It costs money. And then there's the skill penalties. Skill, skill penalties, pretty much just like uh, Palladium Fantasy or Mechanoids. If you're under pressure, you're being shot at, and, and you're, you're trying to perform a complex skill like picking a lock or hacking a, a computer, whatever, you're going to get minuses because of the added pressure, tenseness of the situation. Or if it's a technology that is completely alien to you, you're going to get minuses because what, does this even use electricity? What the hell? Then yeah, you're going to have trouble with that. So you're going to get minuses. It uses quantum woo-woo. Yeah, it uses, <laughs> uses quantum woo-woo. And then uh, uh, if, you're, if you're seriously wounded, if you have half of your hit points or more missing, you get an automatic minus 15% to all skills. Hit points, not SDC. Not SDC. Like I said, SDC is superficial damage. Then we go to skill descriptions. Now, th this one is, uh, again, by category. These are all the skills that you can take listed by category. Now, as you can see, there are more here than in the program list. Yes, because sometimes you have to get something with a secondary skill. Or it'll say pick one other. These mm -hmm. are the others. Yes, that's especially true when you get like five or six skills. It'll give you like three or four of them. Oh, actually, was it an automotive or something? It says like just pick four. Yeah, like, it's just uh, right for, off the bat. For, for, for domestic, physical, it says pick four. Yeah, or domestic, I think, is another domestic, one. That's yeah, just, pick four. Something like that. Yeah, and then you and just pick whichever four you under want. Domestic: cook, dance, fishing, play instruments, sewing, and sing. Okay. Uh, pilot. Where's Where's yeah. pilot? Regular pilot, pilot basic. basic airplane, yeah. automobile, boat, boat. Boat, horse, motorcycle, race car, truck, water scooter. Water, water scooter. scooter. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's ever said that, but okay. Well, you know what? It's a good James Bond flick. You know, you're going across the river. <laughs> right. I want yeah, snow. Where's is. my snowmobile? There's no snowmobile oh, there's no, on maybe here. Maybe it's under pilot advanced. Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Dang well, it. I'm adding snowmobile. Add How am snowmobile. I supposed to have a good, what movie was that? <laughs> uh, Anyway, I forget. But uh, yeah, it, it gives it gives all the skills you could possibly get with uh, with pick any or secondary skills, which is obviously much larger than the than the skill program list. Because, like I said, the, the 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 when you get a skill program, you're following that curriculum. This is the base minimum of what you need to have knowledge to be considered to have knowledge in this area. Obviously, there's more about that, about, you know, communications than is covered in the communications program. You can fill that out with secondary skills. And then, of course, it gives 
Uh, it gives uh, the explanation of all the skills. We don't really need to go through this. No, well, let's do one again. People may not have watched the Palladium Fantasy one, so let's just pick one to look at where we can just kind of say this is what's going on with it. I mean, we could just pick one of these communication ones right in the front here, like laser. Um, no, no, no. Actually, let's pick one that has a slash. Okay. Um, um, I mean, medical, but that's long. <laughs> are there no, no? Uh, imitate voices and impersonation. Uh, where's that? Is that under espionage? Yeah. It's yep, an, there it is. Oh, uh, God. Okay, got it. Page 51. There it is. All right. So, uh, base skill is 16 of uh, 36 slash 16 plus four. The 36 is for imitating voices. The 16 is for impersonating a specific voice, a specific person's voice. Now, there are bonuses and minuses depending on your familiarity with the person, how much you've, how much you've practiced. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But imitating a random voice that's not yours is technically not that hard. Just, just be a vo voice, random... voice acting. Yeah, that's it's just it voice is. acting. You're just being somebody else. No one specific. That's fine. That's 36 plus four per level. Fine. Great. But if you want to sound like Dave, Dave Smith, specifically Dave Smith, it's 16% chance base because that's a specific individual and you have to you have to really 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 dial that in and it's a lot harder so that when when you see slashes it's usually because a skill has a dual purpose mm -hmm. a lot of it's like, diagnose uh, versus actually treat exactly yes like uh, in... uh 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 doctoring uh doc surgery stuff like that we'll have out there doctoring <laughs> i'm a doctor i i do i do the doctoring yeah, but it will it will have diagnosing and then actually treating. They'll be two different, two different uh, uh, base skill percentage chances because, well, it one just didn't make sense. All right, I um I think that's it about uh, anything else for the intro. Oh no, we got to go back to actual character creation. Uh, finish that up. Oh, but we're gonna we're gonna finish the rest of it up as we go on through the book. Are we? Uh, let me let me see here. What do we? What do we got? Oh my god! I went back too far. What page is that? Fourteen. Fifteen, but yeah. Yeah, fifteen here. Yeah, we, we already oh. did the attributes. We did the attributes. We did. Uh, well, we can uh, cover alignment. FDC. We we did the. Uh, yeah, but uh, we can we can cover category. alignment because because again, people may not have watched the Palladium Fantasy one, so we'll, okay. we'll look at the All alignments. Right. Uh, and then what is step six rounding one? That's just like equipment stuff, right? And we'll worry about that after um, we go through each of the categories. So yeah, let's let's do alignment. Then I think think we're good. I, I don't want to yeah, rush this too quickly. Uh, simply because remember, uh, this is for the people in chat as well who have heard some of this before from their Palladium Fantasy series. Is because the fact that uh, we don't know what other people have seen. So uh, all right, so Palladium, across the board, almost every stream I go to, or every video I watch when I read stuff in the comments, Palladium is always considered the better alignment system. If you have to use alignments in your game, because I'm against alignments as a whole, but I won't take them out of games like D&D because I feel that they're necessary, Palladium's got the best alignment system yes. of an RPG. Yes, I, I agree. And uh, they're 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 switched. They're switched. They're they're divvied up between three different kinds: good alignments, selfish alignments, and evil alignments. The good alignments are principled and scrupulous. Principled would be your paladin. 
Principled would be, you know, you walk the line, everything's black and white. You're either good or you're bad, and I do good. Scrupulous is like, we understand, we want to do good most of the time, but there is a gray area. There is a gray area. You can dance around the gray area, and you're still okay. I love you. Still got Clint Eastwood and Charles Bronson films. Do anybody know who they are anymore? (laughs) I mean, we do, of course, but yeah, yeah. The gray area is somewhere where you got to go sometimes, but you don't you don't live there. Well, let's 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 go down the list of. uh, Do you want to do which one you want to do? Principal or scrupulous? I think scrupulous is a little more fun to look at. Yeah, let's do scrupulous. Okay, so scrupulous character will keep his word to any other good person. All right. So you know what? You'll lie to evil. Why? I mean, it doesn't mean everything you say is a lie to evil, but you know, you're not going to feel bad about lying to evil because that's what evil does. So you may as well back to him on that. Lie only to people of selfish or evil alignments. Again, <laughs> you don't have to. We get it. <laughs> we get it. Never attack or kill an unarmed foe. Now, it's kind of interesting in the Heroes Unlimited type setting because magic is a form of weaponry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can be armed and not have anything in your hands. Right. Yeah, you can have super strength and, you know, pick up, a, you know, and, and bash someone's skull in or grab someone's spine and just rip it out of their body. You can do that. Yep. So uh, if that's true, then you're never really considered unarmed. Uh, never harm an innocent, which I think, yeah, obviously you're good alignment. Yep. So even if you're yep. you know, scrupulous, you're, you're, you're not going to harm innocent people. No. Never torture for pleasure, but may use muscle to extract to extract yeah. information from criminals or evil characters you can tune them up a little bit you know knock them around walk them around the block for a minute all those other euphemisms for for mild mild uh physical all the wall counseling uh, persuasion you can do that that's fine uh never kill for pleasure will always attempt to bring the villain to justice alive a good hero should do that no matter yeah. how vile he may find him right you will try, but sometimes the bad guy is going to want to go down in a blaze of glory, and you can oblige him. You Always him try to help others. This is the one that gets player characters. Oh. You don't have to be a Boy Scout to every old lady that's trying no. to cross the road. You're not going to get anywhere in the adventure. And I've been in a couple of groups where oh, it says I always try to help others. These absolute words sometimes can be a problem. Right means you're always going to try to help others and yes you're going to have to prioritize the greater good uh, of what's going on in the universe at that time i I would add to that always try to help others in danger an old lady across the street is inconvenienced she's not she's not always going to be considered in danger i think that's a great addition because it's just two words and sums up what this needs here i've just seen players go weird with that one uh attempt to work within the law whenever possible and uh, this is another one that I see bad players. Yes, I'm calling you a bad player. Always find an excuse not to. Yeah. Don't go looking for the excuse. Look, look, to you're, you're a hero. Okay. You're a good alignment. You want to work within the law as much as you can. Don't find excuses not to find excuses do. If you can't find any, well, then you move on to the gray area and that's right. fine. Yep. Agreed. But uh, try the law first. I mean, you like society. That, that's kind of the yeah. point of scrupulous. You like society. Uh, bend and occasionally break the law when deemed necessary. That's a strong word right there, hyphenated. Uh, this means you may use strong arm techniques, harass and break and enter steel, and so on. May. May does not mean may. does it often. No. 
And and it, it it doesn't mean that you like kick down somebody's door, rifle through all of his crap, trying to find evidence against him. No, if you're going to break in, you're going to pick the lock. You're going to be sneaky in and out. No muss and fuss, no property damage. You know, you're 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 going for the least body count here, people. All right. And that includes structures. Yes. If 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 you save the day in Metropolis, but in doing so. 15 buildings fell down. You cost $10 billion in damages. Did you really save anything? I won. <laughs> I did a thing. But at what uh, cost? Yeah. Uh, so now this one, this is me. Works with groups, but dislikes confining laws and bureaucracy. As I find out, see, I don't work for, I don't have the clout that I had at my last job. I don't work for the, we'll say the same prominence of people at my last, as I did with my last job. And I'm finding I'm having to deal with red tape more and it's driving me freaking crazy i don't like dumb rules i don't like i mean i like following the process when it works i don't like following the process when it's it's hindering me from getting my mission done so i absolutely understand like hey i'll do everything i need to to do it right to do it the right way but if you tell me it's going to take six to eight weeks to press the letter a on a computer i'm just going to slap your hand down and hit that a <laughs> you know it's just uh never take dirty money or items if you it's know just, it's stolen, you cannot you. accept it. I wish that if word you know knowingly was in there. If you suspect it's stolen, if you have legitimate suspicions that this thing that this someone's giving you is stolen, or or the or the money they're paying you with is it was was gotten through illegal gains, you can't take it. You can't. That's the way it is. And finally, never betray a friend. You might go Ever. your separate ways. But you're not going to betray him. No. You're not going to rat him out. You're not going to sell him out. You're not going to spill secrets. No. Now, before Heathen Dog goes on to the other ones here, we're, we're not going to read them all. I just want to show uh, they all have these. And real quickly, not going to not going to cover it much. Uh, like Miscreant is just a different version. You can pause the video here if you want to take a look at what's in there. Or go buy the book. That's a better way to do it. But they all have these same 14... Um, in a row so you can line them up li line by line between scrupulous principled miscreant etc cetera, etc cetera. so all right heathen dog what's a selfish person all right selfish we have we have choices here unprincipled and anarchist now unprincipled can still be a hero anarchist really can't really can't so okay. we're we're gonna go unprincipled Excuse all right we're, we're gonna go with with un unprincipled right there so basically a good person, but this person, they believe they come first. Yeah, saving the world's great. As long as I don't lose my stuff, as long as my stuff's in order, I'll help you with your stuff. But my stuff comes first. My family, first. Random person on the street, second. That's how it works in his head. That's how it works. And we'll go over the list of list of stuff this person will and will not do. Un you you want to go, go through another character. one? Okay. We'll keep his word of honor. Like I swear this, he'll keep he'll keep his word. That's fine. Now it also it doesn't say to any good person. No, it says any person. Just will keep his word of honor. Doesn't have to give it. He can say, yeah, okay, I'll do that. That's not a word of honor. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there around five. It's not a word of honor. 
He said oh, like yeah, swears, yeah. I, I, affirmations, promises. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh no, no. I, I, I got the, I got the ray gun in, in my trunk. Don't worry about it. That's not a word of honor. Lie and cheat if necessary, especially to those of anarchists and evil alignments. He can lie and cheat if he believes it's necessary to get the job done. He'll lie and cheat to anyone, anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere. If it, if it's the straightest path to the goal, he'll do it. Not kill an unarmed foe, but we'll take advantage of one. See, Sorry, I have to put you in harm's way, but this is going to serve the greater good. Exactly, right? Take advantage of an unarmed foe. Like, uh, you have a gun, he doesn't have a gun. You're not going to harm him. You may tune him up a little bit. You may use this use this to uh, to get in his wallet. Take advantage of him. Maybe take his hat or his coat. Cause it's a cool hat or cool coat and you want it. You can do that. That's fine. Never harm an innocent. Th this is, you know, until you get to an evil alignment, this is going to be there. Not use torture unless absolutely necessary. Now this is straight up torture. We're talking waterboarding here, electric shots to electric shocks, to the nipples, stuff like that. We're not talking about the, the, the good character who like, you know, can tune him up a little bit, walk him around the block. Oops, he fell down the stairs. No, this is full-on torture. Pulling out fingernails. fingernails <laughs> you know, bamboo, you know, stuff like that. This this is like, you can do it if it's absolutely necessary. Like, there's 10 minutes left until this nuclear bomb goes off, and this guy knows the codes, but he's not talking. If you need ideas, by the way, there's a museum in Czechoslovakia. You can look it up online. You will see the depths of human depravity of what torture is. Yes. And it, it's it's bad. But you can do it. There's only 10 minutes left till that bomb goes off and this guy's not spilling the codes. Well, then he's going to lose some fingers. But only if absolutely necessary. Hey, you only got 10 minutes. It's absolutely necessary. Yep. Never kill for pleasure. We'll attempt to bring the villain to justice alive or ruin him. Look, we tried. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, give it a shot. See, or we'll attempt to bring him to justice alive or ruin him. Now, the ruin him part, a lot of people have to, what does that mean, ruin him? What does that mean? Here's what it means. Wilson Fisk, everyone knows the kingpin, right? The kingpin of crime in New York. Okay, you don't know, okay, whatever. Everyone else but Max knows knows the, the kingpin of crime. Wait, is that the dead, not Deadpool, the, the blind guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh Daredevil. yeah, yeah. It was the dude from uh, from Full Metal the really Jacket. Big guy, yeah, yeah really big guy, bald head. Yeah, from Full Metal Jacket. Got it. There you go. Fine. Yes. Vincent DeForio. There we go. There you go. His power is is that he has uh, he has his fingers in all the pies. He's got you know he's got New York wired. But if you can't bring him in, you can ruin him dismantle his businesses sour his relationships with with all of the all the uh uh underworld contacts he has completely make his life a living hell you can do that with this character class you can ruin somebody hack into all of his accounts drain his bank account give it all to planned parenthood whatever Ooh, i think i got an alignment for my character there you go you can do that usually help those in need usually there's a judgment call here if, the, if an old lady's about to be hit by a bus 
you can save her, but you might be hit by the bus instead. I don't know <laughs> whose life's more important, me or the old lady. I'm gonna go with me. Well, if you read, if you read Chet, Chet's already condemned that old lady. Okay, that lady's <laughs> dead. All right. Rarely, well, she's a villain. Work with, there you go. Rarely attempts to work within the law. You have discovered that the law just doesn't work for you. I mean, if you follow the law, it's basically an accident. You didn't mean it. It just I see it as no consideration. Yeah. Like just I don't even think about I'm gonna do what needs to be done. I'm gonna try to be cool about it. If there's a law, I don't care. Like I don't even consider that. It doesn't even go through the the noodle. No, No, that's not part of the not part of the equation. Blatantly break the law to achieve his crime busting goal. Yes, you will. Breaking entering that watch me. (laughs) Stealing stealing from a bad guy? Not a problem. Breaking the arms of, of a of, of a of a bad guy, you know, r- ripping off his bionic arm or tearing out his bionic eye. Eh, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Eh, don't care. He didn't die. <laughs> yeah, he didn't die. Screw him. Dislike and distrust authority, the law and bureaucracy feels they've been corrupted and abused. This is it's more about the outlook you have about yeah. uh, society as a whole. The reason you are a superhero is because you believe that society is broken and can't fix itself. So you have to work outside of the system to get anything done. Works with groups, especially if it serves his needs is profitable and, or he's in the limelight. See, like I said, it's about you first. You come first. Everyone else comes second. Hence the term selfish alignment. (laughs) Exactly. Take dirty money. It's just money. And you, you know, know what? what? I'm going to use it for good needs. You know, thank you yeah. for converting this evil money into something good. Exactly. You, you know, the in in his head, he is he's the ultimate uh, the ultimate rationalizer. Uh, uh, no, no, um, uh, money laundering guy. He can turn <laughs> he can turn blood money into saint money just like that. He'll take your blood money. He'll take your stolen art treasure, and put some good use to it. It's fine, absolutely fine. Never betray a friend. You are still a, you're still a basically good person. You're deeply distrustful, but you're a good person. When you do finally trust someone, they're a friend and you will not betray a friend. Not until evil alignments does that happen. Have a high regard for life and freedom. Now, will you, will you kill? Yes. Will it be your first impulse? No. You're still, even though you are selfish, you're still on the good guy's side of things. Yeah, you're not evil. Well, I'll just say you're not evil. Yeah, fair, fair. Murder is not going to be the first thing that pops in your head. It's not. If if you are a sniper and there is a guy who has a gun to the head of a little kid and he's going to pull the trigger in three seconds, you will... You will say to yourself, can I shoot the gun or the man? And what are the odds I miss? If the odds are too much, you'll shoot the man. If it's acceptable, you'll shoot the gun. Especially if you have a potential for another opportunity without something going bad. Exactly. Yes. But you will, you will weigh the option. You will not just go, oh, I shoot the guy in the head. No. That's not, that's not your default move. That's not your first move. Now, um, the example they give here, or I guess Kevin gives here is uh, Han Solo. 
Yes, he so. started off. He started off as as uh, unprincipled. He started off that way in ep- in episode four. By the time episode six came out, he was now scrupulous. That's why. That's another reason I hate the the newest Star Wars uh, fiasco because every single character backslid. Oh, or God, just yeah. com- or, or just or just completely broke from 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 their from their established personalities completely. Life life is gray. Okay, let's, let's just stay on this because yeah, you know you'll sidetrack me on that. Um, th- 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 we don't have to go through the evil ones. You know that they're there. Um, but yeah. we want to show. Plus, you how, shouldn't how- be playing. This is Heroes Unlimited, not Villains Unlimited. So guess what? You're not playing evil anyway. Yeah. This is Villains Unlimited. You, you didn't see. <laughs> You're a hero, so shut the hell up. And then right. the after that comes rounding out your character, money and equipment. Again, we'll this is later. this is going to be based on uh, on uh, you know your your power category. If you're robotics, you get you get money for robotics and bionics. If you are a mechanical genius, you will get money for you know mechanical equipment and supplies and stuff like that. That that's when we get into power categories. Yep, and that that will start next week with uh, we'll just go in order, and I think Alien is first. Um, Quickly, some optional rules here. You don't have to. I mean, obviously, it's in big capital letters, optional rules. But uh, you know, just birth order. If this stuff matters to you, a lot of times people just come up with this stuff on their own. Right. Um, Disposition. You know, these. This is an area where I don't necessarily feel that you need to roll unless your game master says, you know, hey, let's do something like you know, the disposition could be neat, but yeah. It, no, it's only good if you literally have no idea what kind of character you want to play. Right. Uh, life savings, because usually what happens is, is once I get my education level, uh, then m- my character's thought processes, like I was jotting down a note. Uh, uh, now I've got the idea in my head of the character of the, unscrup- or, yeah, the unscrupulous hacker. Well, let's drain his accounts, you know? Um, so you we've already got, I already took the computer and the engineering. Uh, somebody put something in chat, which I'll pop up here in just a second. That you know is an interesting idea as well. Um, but but I, I don't necessarily need this because I'll come up with something on my own. But if you do, it's here for you. It's yeah, a it's good fine. thing. It's fine. Um, we didn't talk about the crazy hero. We don't need to do that. If that was at no, the beginning, no, I was, I was the, thinking the crazy hero is is not a good idea, especially for brand new players. Right. It's, it's 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 a lot of hoops to jump through, and it's difficult to navigate. I say so keep the crazy to riffs. Call it a yeah. day. We're just gonna um, skip. So, and now experience points, yeah, there's a big section on here. We'll talk a little bit more about this later. Points table. Right here. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's got one of the better experience point systems in, in older games. Uh, some of the more modern games, I think may do it, you know, it, your opinions may vary, but a little bit better. But if for an older game, uh, one of the things you'll note here is you don't really get anything for killing somebody. No, you get 25 for performing a skill, even if it's not successful. Yes. Every time you roll a skill, mark it down. Hash mark. Every time you roll hash mark, hash mark, hash mark. End of the day, tally up your hash marks. And that's how many times 25 experience you get. Uh, so next we've got to, uh, you know, get different ideas, like how, how well, how quickly, how will you think through them, you know, and you know, if you come up with something pretty cool, this one's always everybody's favorite critical planner action that saves the entire group or many people. That's worth 400 to a thousand experience points. Now at a low yeah, level, at low level, that's a level. 
you know, at low level, that's almost a level for, for some, for some classes, for some uh, categories. Sorry. At high level, you should be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's doing that all day. Kind of your job. Um, endangering the character's life or character's own life to help others. This is their self-sacrifice. Oh, I guess the next one's technically no, no, self-sacrifice is, yeah. is you're not just endangering your life. It's almost certain death, but yeah. you have to do it anyway. And you do so, it. So potential self-sacrifice, self-sacrifice. I know what it says here, but you know, sometimes Kevin words things weird. Um, avoiding, avoiding unnecessary, unnecessary violence. Unnecessary violence. Yes. You get experience points for that. You don't need to, to uh, uh, fight on the street. You can take the fight somewhere else or you can wait, follow, follow the, the, uh, the armed robbers until they get back to their hideout and take them at their hideout. Because guess what's not at their hideout? Random innocent people. Deductive reasoning and or insight, which is a fun one because this can kind of get out of character stuff and, and give the player a little bit more meta. But it says deductive, not just luck. Yeah, like, well, exactly. how did you come across that? Well, I, I figured this, I figured that. You know, you're Sherlock Holmesing things here. But it gets a little bit more meta in this one, and I think that that's acceptable. Uh, good judgment. That, you know, remember, do I, this is from the Game Master's lens. Yes. So if this is all up to the game master's discretion, if the game master believe you use good judgment, you'll get the points. Mm -hmm. This isn't the fact that you did something good or you got lucky. This is the fact that you decided, uh, and no, this is actually a bad example. I don't want to use that example. Well, this is a bad example, but I want to move on here. Uh, the difference between launching a fireball in the middle of a crowded street and not doing it at all. Actually, again, bad idea, because if that would just be pure bad judgment, that's not even good judgment. But, you know, it's, it's the concept of, huh, I have A or B. And you use the best judgment, even if it might have made life a little more difficult for you. Uh, yeah, I scratched my example. It was a bad one. Um, playing in character. Hey, I like that. I don't remember seeing that one before. Yeah, that was good. Uh, uh, so that's, you know, staying in character. Now, that's the last I three is the only time it comes up with killing. Killing or subduing a minor menace, major menace, and great menace. Now, th uh, this is fully dependent on your level. A minor menace is a street tough. You know, you foiled a mugging. Mm -hmm. A major menace is is an, another supervillain or group of a uh, group of regular villains sufficiently trained to be equal to you. And then great menace is a super being or organization group of trained people who are more powerful than you are. That's only That's 300. Much it. It's not a versus lot. Versus a critical plan that saves a character's life and a few comrades is worth 200 itself. Yeah. Endangering your so, life could be worth 300. Yeah. So, you know, killing or subduing menaces, that, that's not the fast track to experience. Making good decisions, that's the fast track. Okay, then we're going to stop. We're not going to get into yeah. sanity. Yeah, I'm, I'm just showing it. Up. I, I'm just I'm just showing it. Um, this can happen when you you know take a lot of hit point damage or you get clunked. Yeah, in the head or too hard. or you get addicted to drugs or whatever. I think it's a good part of the game. I'm glad it's left yeah, in the game. Yeah, people yeah. complain about it. And there are some it. magic items that give phobias and neuroses and stuff like that. You know, cursed items that that happens. Yep. Uh, crazy hero. We're not again. We're not. I don't. We're not definitely I don't not remember. Touching was the crazy this, hero. Was this we're not touching the original? It. Yeah, but was it in the original? Was it in this one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
Um, Aliens should be coming up here soon. What is this? Random power food. Oh, power by association. We'll talk yeah, the, about the, that. The Popeye more. effect. Yeah. Right. Yep. Perfect example. Popeye effect. But isn't that actually part of one of the? It's, um, it's part of. It's part of the crazy hero. Oh. Uh, you you have your the the, the the crazy hero is is an add-on to your power category. Like you are a crazy hero experiment. You are a crazy hero uh, mutant. You have all the mutant powers. You have all the experiment powers, but you have to filter them through the through the crazy hero limitations which is for some reason you know, i th i thought it was uh, that was also something in uh, like if you picked a mutation or not a mutation um uh, experiment or something that that was part of it but i again well no it, uh, as an experiment you can get neuroses okay bunch of uh, examples here of like what it means to be a superhero kind of talking about you yeah, know the, try, the heritage yeah. of being superheroes um, yeah. i mean if if the if the uh, xp divvying out list wasn't enough to point you in the right direction this is something to read yep kind of talk yeah again great great background can't talk great background legacy of patriots patriotism jeepers legacy of being inhuman etc cetera, etc cetera. and then we went to education skills so i think yeah alien is next uh we didn't yep. cover that part because even though we're doing a read through it's it's really it just comes down to things like if you don't know what comic books are your game master is gonna <laughs> tell you if you're me your game master is going to kind of set up the tone of the world. Right. Uh, and, you know, it's just good stuff to read. Uh, we're going to get into combat way at the end. Uh, that'll be one of the last episodes. So we'll be skipping this section. Where the hell does aliens start in here? Tilt dodge. There we go. Aliens. God. So we're going to start next week. Just scroll out. What the hell is there? We go. Aliens. Wow. It's completely changed the look of that. Yeah. Uh, this alien used to look more. There we go. Here's the old picture. I like the old picture better. Look, I don't know that. I think that font is better than the current one, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start with this next week. What we're going to do is we're going to go through. This is a little bit longer episode compared to what you're going to find for like the next few, because we're going to do one at a time. And here's the reason why. Like one, it'll give Heathen Dog and to some degree me uh, a little bit more time to dig into it because I've played Heroes Unlimited only a couple times in my life. Heathen Dog knows it better, but he's also going on vacation this week for a bit. Um, so we can we can dive into this and, and look at it. Also, we can really dive into it. I mean, the alien, how many pages are aliens? This is not, I mean, this is, okay, so Bionics, are, wow. Bionics is cut in half? Okay. Your PDF sucks. <laughs> good job like, alright anyway um, it's not a lot of pages but we're going to go into it now what we're not going to do go back to the beginning of this uh, can you put the subscribe thing here while I grab the other book oh, sure there we go please like subscribe and share um, we are not going to go into this book and all the facets of it. We are sticking with what is in the core book. I know right. some folks had some comments uh, with our Palladium Fantasy, especially when we talked about backgrounds, like, no, 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 actually the history was updated. No, we stayed with the main book and we're going to do the right. same thing here. If we have time at the end of the year, things like the Rifts Worlds book, um, Villains or Unlimited. Conversion book. Your conversion book. That, that's an important one, I think. So yeah. we'll probably have to find time for that one. Um, uh, these these uh, supplements 
Absolutely. Um, we'll, we'll take a look at, but that's going to be toward the end of the year after we cover things like beyond the supernatural and after the bomb and, and rifts chaos, chaos earth. And I think we've got one more in there that we're going to look at. Uh, so anywho, I just want to point that out to people, but so, so next week's going to be aliens, but aliens based on this main book, which is still a lot of information. All yeah, of this is very good dense, not a whole lot of pages, but it's very dense with information. So that's how we're going to cover it. Now let's look at chat. And see what chat was saying while we were uh, talking about I'll be that. Back in just a moment. Okay, I've started eleven of them. Wow. Some of these might be for heathen dogs. So, going all the way back to violence solves everything says, please do not roll your education level until after you determine your power category, because there are a few that do not use the education roll. As for your special training, is one. I, I God, I hate that one. Uh, is a special training the, the the guy the character that starts at fifteenth level. Yeah, there, there's actually a character in here that starts, the Ancient Master, that's what it's called, that starts at 15th level. It's annoying. Um, but yeah, I, I see what he's saying there. I think the robot one might also be like that, but I forget. Uh, yeah, sometimes we found that out even in Played in Fantasy that sometimes you, like, you need to know your race before you know, you know um, your, your attributes, before you roll your attributes in Played in Fantasy, for example. So sometimes things are a little out of order, but... Uh, also, Ninja Super Spies works well with this game. I, I'll be honest, I don't like Ninja Super Spies. <laughs> I don't like it. All those extra martial arts mean nothing because it's all about game mechanics. The, really, the only thing it does says, okay, I get a plus one to hit at level three instead of at level one, and I get body flip through at level seven instead of level 12. Oh, and I, you know, it's just, I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad. Yes, it goes deeper than that. It's got a whole whole ton of martial arts if you're using the chi powers okay and heathen dog i think has more love for those than i do i i don't like the chi powers ninja super spies just didn't do it for me it is i i own it you can see the bright orange book right there i just was never really a fan it didn't do for me what i'd hoped it was going to do um i think i'm going to keep that one starred because i want Heathen dog to comment on that one hackman doesn't need hand to hand he can build a taser exactly <laughs> uh you know, although a heathen dog's of the mind that uh, if you don't take hand to hand, you've pretty much screwed yourself in the game. I, I, I see that. I see that. I will always take at least hand to hand basic. But uh, I do agree you don't need to. Um, went two years trade school, four years of journeyman, now I'm a professional plumber. I graduated from YouTube University. That's everybody nowadays. Yep. Uh, late to party would not. Okay, I want. I'm saving this one for Heathen Dog. We're gonna come back to this one. We're gonna, we're gonna save that for Heathen Dog. Can't save the world right now. These TPS reports are due in the morning, and they all need to cover. They all need the cover sheets. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I saw that. Uh, wanted to save somebody. Uh, did you get the memo? Oh, God, now I want a Dirty Harry Death Wish crossover again, right? <laughs> uh, I gotta go watch those. I haven't seen those Death Wish movies since I was a kid. Some of the Dirty Harry ones I've seen, you know, as an adult, but uh, I need to go back and watch those. Charles Bronson. Uh, always help others means you put the needs of others ahead of your own, but not to the point where it interferes with the greater needs. Yeah, I mean, it's prioritization. It's just I've seen some players, you know how players get, it says in here always, so I've got to stop and... Help the boys, you know, do my Boy Scout thing. Um, we're, we're off to save the universe. It says always. <laughs> God, I hate you. 
Uh, Max described lawful evil as commentary on bureaucracy. I don't know if I was quite lawful evil on that one, but bureaucracy can get in the way. And it's funny that one of the Earth on Passions goes into that. If you follow the passion of Dis, you love that bureaucracy and the, everything in triplicate, and then the triplicates in triplicate, and there's wasting of everybody's time. I've got a couple of comments for you that I've kept up. So uh, stand by. Yeah, sorry, just sorry, it took so long. Uh, my wife's plane changed. They actually canceled the flight and they moved her to a different flight. So uh -oh. we had to talk about that. Okay, yep, no problem. Um, so here's one that I wanted you to step in on because I uh, Ninja Super Spies works well with this game so it much does. that we consider Ninja Super Spies a source book for Heroes Unlimited. I can understand that. I can understand that because uh, a lot of the Atemi abilities of all of the Chi abilities, stuff like that, they they simulate a minor version of superpowers. Yeah, uh, like, like I was telling them, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of the Ninja Super Spies book. It just didn't do it for me what I was hoping it would do. I always find that the extra martial arts were more cumbersome than helpful. It did nothing more than say I got a plus, you know, oh, I get a plus one to hit at this level instead of that level. Yeah, it uses and, skill and, programs as well. Well, and I also, but the, one of the things, if I seem to remember correctly, you like the chi powers in the book. I hate yeah. them. I hate them. I like like I just, I don't like them at all. Um, so again, that, that's how your mileage can vary. For yeah, me, but in, uh, in, in Ninja and Super Spies, you don't roll for uh, for education level. There's 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 OCCs ish. Yeah, but each OCC has a set education level. For example, mm -hmm. if you are a, a professional free agent, your education level is special training. Okay, if you are a, a gizmeteer, your education level is special training plus two percent skill bonus to all skills gained from gizmeteer programs. If you're a if you're a mercenary, uh, your education level is approximately two years of college. You get a plus ten percent education bonus, and then then it gives you you know you get to choose this many skill programs from from these categories and so on. So it's like a mixture of regular Palladium and Heroes Unlimited Palladium, where they do have OCCs, but they still use education programs and education levels. You just don't roll for them. Uh, I yes. like it a lot, and and yes, it it is it is similar enough to uh, Heroes Unlimited that you, it's basically a you know drop in replace yep. type thing. You can do it. And, yeah. And now, see for me, uh, what you can do, and we'll talk about when we get to mutants. One of the things that Heroes Unlimited has are mutant animals, which is expanded upon in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or now yeah, after yeah. the bomb. It's, it's like it's like TMNT light. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and we'll talk about that when we get into the mutants. So, yeah, and and it's not. Um, there are a couple others that you can plug and play in as well. I mean, you can plug and play in some of the things from Beyond the Supernatural or Nightbane. And uh, I mean, I don't know how well they work because I haven't actually played those. But I mean, it's all supposed to be one universe that you can match stuff in. And they really, as he mentioned before, like with the conversion book, you might need something like that to go from mega damage games to non mega damage games. But it's or really supposed person. to, yeah, supposed to be plug and play. Yeah. What's next? Um, this one. Late to the party. I would not use Heroes Unlimited for a supers game. I have both Champions and DC Heroes and consider both of these to be better for the genre. I, again, we, we, we talked about Champions and I never played DC Heroes. So I, I can't, I can't, you know, knowledgeably speak on that. But uh, for the Champions thing, I think that, that, uh, that the Palladium version, number one, the characters are easier to make. And number two, there's a whole lot of, uh, of pre-made worlds that you can, you can drop players into that are fleshed out very well and champions and the hero system in, in general, isn't as, as well structured 
world building wise. I mean, no, no, they do have source books and, and, you know, and books you can buy that create worlds, stuff like that. That's great. It's good. I just, I think Palladium does it better. Okay. I wanted to make sure you got a chance to comment on that one. Two more here. Well, three actually. Uh, it's, uh, it's Booster Gold as an alignment, huh? It's Booster, booster Gold as an alignment. It's supposed to be Booster, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he corrected himself. I just, okay. uh, uh, as an alignment, all out to make a name for himself so he can become rich. I don't know who Booster Gold is, except okay. for I do remember that, that Garthon did talk about him a couple of times in those uh, comic books. Okay, quick, quick Booster Gold uh, recap for Maxia. Uh, guy from the future, super high tech, uses time travel, goes to go back in time and, and make himself a hero. He's not really a hero, but... His his tech his tech is so futuristic back in the present. You know when he comes to present day, I would day, so do that. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, so he, he that. has basically you know he's Superman light. You know, but he's not a real hero, so he has trouble being a hero because he's so damn selfish. Hmm. All he wants is money and fame. He's not doing it to do good. He's doing it for money and fame. So he's now, a normal human. See, that's what that would yeah. be much more interesting to me. He's, he's, he's Tony Stark, but without the gaining a moral compass almost immediately because of the whole shrapnel in the heart thing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Oh, except he also, he's not smart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, in, in the future where he's from this, all this tech that he brought back is basically like a Honda civic, you know, like everyone's got one. You know? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> it's not, and... it's not that bad, but it's similar. Finally, I have heard nothing to compel me to like Palladium. Good show, though. Really? All right. Well, hey, you know, not not everyone not everyone is going to like Palladium. I get it. That's fine. Um, uh, if you tell me what you're looking for, jo join our Discord, and and you can ask uh, you can ask people to expand, or maybe I'll expand, or Max will expand, or tell us what you're looking for, and we can point you to an RPG we think is more to your liking. Yeah, with the That's exception right. of how the books are written, and yeah, by yeah, that yeah. I mean the, the the chaos of the writing, yeah. um, I, I like I like the Palladium system. I like the Palladium worlds. Look, I have played both Champions. No, I played Marvel, the Face Rip, uh, a couple mm -hmm. of times way back in the day. I think the last time I played it, I was stationed at Kirtland, so it was before I met you guys. Mm -hmm. um, I played Heroes Unlimited. Uh, so Champions, Heroes Unlimited, Marvel Face Rip. I think that's it for superhero games for me because I know I didn't play DC. I never did play the Mutants and Masterminds, even though I got it because, like I said, the group that I was with was swapping to that game, but something happened. Maybe that's when I got kicked out of the group. I don't know. Um, I, I I just forget. Anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, but uh, but Palladium as a whole, and it might uh, might be one of the reasons why I really like Palladium is it was my first system that I was able to dive into. Because remember, satanic panic nonsense, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Wasn't allowed to play D&D, &D, but I could play Robotech. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, I kind of learned it from there. I don't know. I, I just, other than the writing, I don't see, I, I, I don't get, I, like Bruce was saying, Bruce Lombardo was saying uh, on show yesterday that he hates Palladium. And I just don't get it. I, 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 don't, so yeah. I don't, I'm not arguing with him, but I just, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't get I don't it. Hating it. is pretty strong. That that is something like like I I hate Palladium system like I don't see how you can, it's not it's not severe in any one direction. You know, well maybe hate, maybe compared to other games, like, but either way, but like I mean I don't like the Pathfinder I don't like the the open D twenty system. Now why I don't like it is is if there's a few reasons for it. It's too generic. 
It's too skill-based, but not skill-based enough. If you're going to play a skill-based game, you're better off with Chaosium. I think Chaosium yeah. makes some of the best skill-based games. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, I could name some others, but I just uh, that one always comes off like if I'm thinking about mimicking a, a skill-based game, I want to do Chaosium. Um, you know, of course, there are the opinions because it comes from D and D, and it's not really D and D that you know. Yes, that's got that's thrown some negative vibe to me, you know, with regard to that. But it's just it's, it's like D and D Fifth Edition. D and D Fifth Edition is playing a game of training wheels on. It's not that it's yeah. rules light. It's that it's it's too much at one. T- How do I say this? It's it's too evergreen. There's no niche at all in it except for the niche you create, uh, which gives it no feel. And I like a game with feel. And I'm sorry, but as much as I may prefer some, you know, some genres to Heroes Unlimited, whether it's Heroes Unlimited, Rifts, which again, these are the two ones that, that Heathen Dog like, and I'm just like, eh. Um, you know, but, you know, uh, TMNT or Robotech, now that, of course, comes from a background of its own. Palladium Fantasy, there's just such feel to it. Which is why I sit here and say, and I won't speak for Heathen Dog, but I think he agrees with me that you can't have Savage Worlds riffs because the game system changes the feel of it, and that that's yeah. part of it for me that 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 that's makes true. me enjoy and 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 like the Palladium. Yes, game system is important, but there's so much more to it than just that. And you know, I wish it could be written better. Yep. If if you want to get into Palladium, the easiest thing to do is pick up any of the world books and just read it. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, the, by far the best read of most old school books. Yep. Uh, there's nothing on the back cover. That's kind of funny. And Shadow and Sun, uh, have a good show tonight. I'll try to catch if I can, but I'm usually working on this throughout the night till I go to bed. But uh, if everybody wants to go check out Shadow and Sun, you can see his name on the chat there. That's his YouTube channel. He is on there with this kid, uh, painting miniatures, talking about games, a lot of Arduin, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So go check that out. And he says, uh, I think Platinum is one of the best multi-genre systems. Maybe that's what sold me to it. It was it yeah. was really the first experience I had with a universal system that nobody could complain about. Because how many people do we have we heard complain about? D&D is only for D&D. You can't have space right. D&D. Exactly. You can't now, have- now yes, to you be can. fair, multi-genre system and, and any genre system to me are two different things. Excuse me. To me are two different things. Uh, heroes, not heroes, uh, the hero system mm-hmm. and GURPS those those can be done any way you want but you have to do it you have to build it on your own and you can make it any way you want you can make it into any system any time period any place anywhere but palladium has so many different genres built in with this one system and it's so well flushed out that all you have to do is learn the system and you can play you can play all of your basic genres. You, you can't play where, the exact thing that you want. Yep. You're well, you sacrificing some some utility for that for that structure of of world of of the world building aspect. I don't know. I, I think I think to some degree you can. I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm not arguing with you, but but I think to some degree you can because now I'm going outside the box for one here because you could always have a game master say, "I think the OCC should have this," or I will add this skill to the game because of that's one of the things like, like it's not injecting all these things at you that you have to remove. Although some people might disagree with second edition as a bloat, but, uh, but, but it gives you so much room to add. You don't need to, that's the big thing is you don't need to. And I think that's what you were trying to say Mm -hmm. is you don't need to add anything. Like the one thing that I think it's missing 
And yes, I, I have, you know, Heathen Dog gave me a lot of information and some chat also gave me a bunch of information. I think it's missing a true space opera. Now, Scrapers didn't didn't do it for me when I was didn't reading that. Aliens Unlimited was closer, but it was a little yeah. bit still gonzo. I don't, the thing I, is, uh, they they do have a space opera thing, but it's it's MDC based. The whole tr uh, three galaxies phase world thing. It they it 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 does have a whole lot of lore there, and you know you 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 can have a Star Wars Star Trek type adventure in that genre, but you have to live in the in the MDC world. I mean, uh, another system to look at because he mentioned Hero System and GURPS because those are really old. They're established. People know them. Yeah. But as an up and comer, I say, because I really like it, the Year Zero Engine, which is more of a rules light type game, but covers the gamut of a lot of stuff. You've got Coriolis. It's kind of like Palladium. Each game is tweaked a little bit. Don't necessarily need a conversion book, but each game is tweaked a little bit in how you roll the dice. It's generally the same. If you know one, you know the other. You just have to figure out, uh, like, like Coriolis does things just a touch differently than Mutant Year Zero. But you've got the post-apocalyptic Mutant Year Zero. You've got the fantasy in Forbidden Lands. You've got the future in the alien RPG or Coriolis uh, Third Rise. And you've got horror in Vason. So if you want to play your Call of Cthulhu, you've got Vason. Uh, you know, I think... Oh, um, I'm missing one. Uh, Tales from the Loop. If you want to play kind of kids on bikes, I get yelled at by everybody who plays Tales from the Loop, but that's how I see it. I see it as Stranger Things. I know it's not what it's supposed to be, but it's kids on bikes. Uh, and it's and it's subsequent. Um, it came from the flood, which, you know, so Tales from the Loop is the 80s. It came from the flood is 90s. Uh, sure. So you have all these, but the same generic rule system. Even in Palladium, you'll have to tweak a touch. We showed a couple of things in this one already where um, rolling attributes. You, only, you get 2d6, potentially 2d6 extra dice in Heroes Unlimited that you don't get in other ones. Right. And some of the skills, like if you compare, say, a skill from Rifts to a skill from you know Heroes Unlimited, you're going to find, well, my computer skills at 64 plus 3. Mine's at 38 plus 10. You know, it's, just, it's, it's done differently, but it's because of the nature of the world and the setting. Right. You're in a modern world setting. Obviously, your, your computer is going to be better. If you're in a futuristic setting, your computer skill is going to start even higher because it's going to be more more general knowledge seeping into you. You're going to learn more. You're going to you're going to know more. That way, you're going to be be better. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Omenal says Robotech would be a space opera. The thing is, I don't think that Palladium owns Robotech anymore. No, or owns the right. Has, to, hasn't for a long time. Hasn't for a long time. So, if if we're if we're talking about current era games where you can buy a brand new. You can buy a brand new Heroes Unlimited, Heroes Unlimited Second Edition. You can buy a brand new Palladium Fantasy Second Edition. You can't buy a brand new Palladium Robotech. And I, I, mean, I mean, I have a Palladium Robotech. It's not brand new. It's thirty years old. But yeah, I, I have it too. Too, and I found it. it the, there's one book I'm missing that I still need to get, and that's the Sentinels. That's the one that I yeah. actually use more. I have the, I, I have the Invid Invasion in the main book. Yeah, I, so I have. Oh, I have Southern Cross also, but I, I didn't realize. Southern Cross. Oh God. Same. Same here. Oh, God. Um, I, I'm I'm with you on that, but uh, um, the thing is, is I maybe I'm wrong because I don't know Robotech all that well. But uh, I didn't see it as space opera. Um, when I think space opera, I think Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, uh, I mean, there are other ones out there. I hate I hate the show, but I know you guys all like it. Um, what's the one with Ben Browder in it? Oh, uh, Farscape. Farscape. Um, you know, I I I, I see things like that. Um, yeah. So, but I does not say it can't be used for it. In fact, Robotech's got some cool things in there, like the mini missiles and so forth that uh, that we need more of in Plato. Anyway, 
Love the Cyclones. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was underappreciated. A cla- I, I, I was a Destroid pilot. Like, anytime I played, I loved the big stompy robots. Yeah, the Veritex can do all their little Transformers. <laughs> and flying around and, uh, you, know, you know, acting all cool ninja body. Um, but I liked, I liked Cyclones, but I almost always played uh, uh, Destroids because I just wanted to stomp on things and boom. So I got 400 mini missiles coming at you. Yeah. Or, or you have, you have, your arms are actually like six, uh, six AA guns on each side, you know? Yeah. Like the rifle. I'm not the right. What's, what's that called? The radar X or something like that. The rifleman. Oh, Cause I'm a battle tech guy. Not, not, but yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. Uh, the, was, uh, what was the thing? The, the big Mac three or whatever the hell it's called. I, I forget. Anyway. Oh yeah. That's the one with the big, the big huge guns in the middle and then guns on the side pretty much it's pretty much guns with legs that's basically yeah, all, right. all right all right that's got to be the end that was a really long segment but uh and i know heathen dog was trying to push it forward but i had to do some things from chat and we had to cover a couple things there so uh you know that's the balance we have to make i i didn't want to split this up into two two videos or or two week long segments just to cover some optional rules and so forth so yeah we skipped um we skipped psychoses Again, you can get it in the book. We come and stuff. That's yeah. not, yeah. That that especially if you're starting out, that's not something you know when you're making your character because when you make a character, unless you're doing the crazy hero, which don't, don't do that. You're not going to deal with it. You're going to deal with it in game. So it means it can be, it can come later. Yep. All right. If if I don't cut the YouTube video before now, it's going to get cut now. <laughs> it's going to end of segment one. And uh, we got to go into segment two. So I hope Heathen Dog came with a segment two topic because I ain't got one. I didn't. <laughs> All right, let's look at this poll real quickly. And if you think I'm joking, I'm not. I mentioned this as Heathen Dog before. This. I, I got one that we could we could toss around. And I do have my rainy day, as I call it, um, where we go look at Dungeon Master should never do these things kind of stuff. So maybe we'll do something like that. But this poll came up. Wow, we had a lot of votes in that poll. 42 votes on the poll, nice. so good. Um, so this is how it came out. Can I, can I show this on screen somehow? I bet if I do it this way, I, I bet can. you can. Yeah, I just have to just have to move things around, show it a little bit differently than I have it on my screen. So this is what you guys voted for. This is a little surprising. I'm not going to lie. This is the, the results are a little surprising. Can I zoom in on that better? There we go. Are you here for the game info, the opinions, the commentary, or both? Apparently, game we don't go at game percent. I'm I'm shocked at that. I'm shocked at that. I'm also shocked that double is for both. How is how are both those things possible? I mean, how is it possible? Like people who are two percent people are just here for the game information. There must be overlap between game info and co- hey, hey, stop, stop voting. We're trying to read now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's overlapping game info and opinion and commentary because we give our opinion and commentary on game info as well. So there's overlap there. But most people are here for both, which I like. But I like yeah, so so do I. Um I actually I'm I'm glad that people are here for both. I wasn't so surprised to see a lot on the opinion commentary because I've had a bunch of comments saying, "Hey man, I'm here to hear you rant. I'm here to you know get you, hear your take on X Y and Z." So this is my this is my thing to everybody out there. If you want me to rant, if you want to hear and even if you don't want to hear me rant, if you just if you want to hear how we again, we disagreed on ninjas and super spies. We have these disagreements. We're not walking in lockstep. Um T-shirt historian was on the Friday chill stream. 
we disagreed about elves. We might get in that in a little bit here. Um, you know, uh, um, it's it's okay for us. We don't walk in lockstep. So if there's something you want to get our takes on, maybe we both do agree completely. We absolutely agree that the woke nonsense in gaming doesn't belong. Uh, we both agree that Twitter is not a real place. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. As you, so if you want our take, give us some ideas and suggestions. Because as I've been telling Heathen, probably for about a month now, I'm getting kind of burned out of talking about the same things over and over again. Like, oh, look, somebody else posted something about a wheelchair. I can scream about that again. This is not your fault, chat. This is, don't take this as like, oh, you're yelling at no, 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 no. This is, this is my fault. But it's, it's, it's an issue where, yeah, if you're here for the opinions and commentary, throw it on our Discord. Violence solves everything, does this to me on occasion. Like, he'll throw up a Twitter thread, and I'd say two out of three times he puts it up there, it becomes a topic for, uh, for our, our Sunday stream because he finds really good, I don't know how he finds them, but he finds ones that make our brains break. Uh, so, so good on Violence sells everything for that one. But you, who, who, did you find that stupid Dragonlance crap on your own or did someone give it to you? No, that, that, I, that I did find on my own. Okay. Because I, I like Dragonlance, so when I hear things about Dragonlance, um, I was like, ooh. Yeah, that one, but... Uh, it turned into poison. <laughs> you know, I, I call oh my Almost god. You know, me hundred bucks. Why? Camera. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Um. So anyway, but but I do like the fact that that the majority of people are here for both. So I think you know the balance because we talked about this long before RPG Digest came to being. I, when I, when I knew that I was going to start being on the show, we knew that I was going to rant, and uh, we knew that uh, that I had thoughts. But I wanted to keep Heathen Dog's segment. We had to adjust it, but I wanted to keep his game commentary because I liked it. Go back and watch some of those. Uh, uh, our, uh, what were they called? Um, table uh, t RPG fundamentals. Yep. Uh, you know they're they're just in the RPG segment, so it's not like you have to go dig for them. Uh, you'll find a whole ton of games. His stars without numbers still gets good hits. GURPS, GURPS spikes. GURPS is weird. GURPS will yeah. spike for like a month. Spike go down and then spike again. It's weird. <laughs> uh hero kids oh that one's always been a good one it's yeah popular yeah i almost think we should do another one on hero kids kind of an updated version at some point not 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 right now but uh you know um but yeah and and, and um so i got we got so i think it was indigo dragon gave a really good idea a few months ago about doing you know 10 to 15 minute introductions i started doing those videos yes they have stopped i haven't recorded one doesn't mean that they're done forever but uh, after the alternative one, I got kind of <laughs> I got kind of burnt out. Uh, and what I mean by that is I really don't like my alternative video, my 10 minute introduction on that one. Uh, people give me good comments on it. But internally, knowing what happened with me on that one, I felt like I got bit in the ding ding on that because it just it's not my favorite, uh, my favorite video. But I do plan on bringing those back. So that suggestion has not been thrown away. Uh, but, you know, but my point is, if you've got ideas, you got things you want us to talk about, throw throw it on our Discord. That's the best way. Or, or let us know. And by the way, as you can see, chat's not scrolling, so I'm, I'm not reading it right now. So I'll, I'll get to it in a moment. Uh, but uh, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, So because your suggestion, because then also we know that we're targeting you guys who watch our stuff. Right. And that's another important thing. Like, we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. And we do. But if we know there's something you want us to talk about, it helps us like, okay, our audience wants to see these things. That's great. You know, give you a reason to come back other than we give stuff away every thousand subscribers. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right. Uh, th- you know, that sounded a little more ranty than I wanted it to. It's not. I mean, I mean I'm really appreciative of you guys. But yeah, uh, I would like this number to be a little higher. I-, I like the fact that both is the highest, but I wish these two would be just a little more balanced. Oh, you can't see me well, wiggling did, my mouth. Did they have to there choose one choice and not the others, yeah. or could they choose? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, then, so this yeah, is then, good. Then I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can dig it. Let's get this back to normal size here. Oh, I can stop sharing. And get this. Oh, back to normal size. It won't get back to normal size. Oh God, it's like six hundred percent reset. Boom. There we go. And once I get it back over here, um, I suppose I could take the poll down. I should probably take it down now. Thank you to everybody who voted. End poll. All right, there we go. Oh, uh, what did I miss in chat? Then we'll get to segment two, where we'll just—I think we're just going to kind of have like a little. We're going to have some sausage making in here. We're just going to throw things into it. We're going to—we're going to make some hot dish. <laughs> throw some things in there and uh, uh let's see. Raider X for the win. So uh, Cyclones case. Uh, those uh, great show. Everyone have a great weekend. Thanks again, Shadow and Son. Guest again. Everybody go check out his channel. It's family friendly. He's got a uh, well. I'm not going to say the age of his kid on there. Um, but uh, he—he's got uh, his. So, uh, good stuff. Most of us are somewhat familiar with game, but I want both. Oh, that's that's. Let's talk about the poll. Talking about the yeah, poll. yep, no, that's cool. No, oh, and then that's fine. Both is actually a good uh, a game information. Love the commentary. There we go. Like both for different reasons. That's cool. Oh, uh, opinion commentary. Give deeper. Oh, that's interesting. Well, yeah, it's, that's why we try to keep that one up for a moment. That's why, um, because I know Ethan Dog loves his slides, and you know what I didn't do. I didn't look you didn't at tally the, up. No, you look at you look it up right now. You tally up the likes I'm, on that video. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that right now because I haven't the actually the looked at like. any comments uh, uh, but, from uh, the yeah. from... Well, while he's doing that, I'll I'll go ahead. Opinion commentary <laughs> give deeper ways to play. Yes, I mean uh, we we like to especially in games that we know we like to interject our experience into the rules. That that way it'll give a more a more holistic understanding of the rules themselves, make them uh, easier to swallow, you know, spoonful of sugar and all that. And uh, keeps the game interesting with the opinion and commentary. Well, sure. I mean, you know, it, someone can teach you how to play baseball, but telling you stories about them playing baseball, using the rules of the game to win a game is more compelling than just telling someone the rules. Oh and that's why, that's why raw is kind of boring. Yeah. Zoom in on this. I don't know. Nothing's out of the ordinary here. I'm almost disappointed. So uh, let's F11 that. Uh, so I zoomed in again so you guys can see it better. So these are the last two. Character Uh-oh. creation. That's Why the can't one. I slide over? I can scroll down, but I can't slide. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I can only Okay, so... 16 likes, 10 comments. Yeah, Where's well, it's, it's 94%. So 16 to one. Oh, one. One person yeah, doesn't but, want slides. Who's who are you, but, motherfucker? Who are but you? That's no, but if you look at these things, that's normal. Look, 56 and four, a 20, uh, 21, zero, 31 and three, um, 12 and one for psionics. Nothing's out of the ordinary there. All so right, that, that, that that tells me nothing. But Here's what I am going to know. Here's what I'm going to say. We're going to keep it a discussion. And, you know, we'll we'll make and we're going to keep making character at the end of the Heroes Unlimited. We're going to make a character, make again. a hero character. Right. But it's going to be we're going to use all random roles. But awesome. but 
but we are not going to end up with a character with powers that don't make sense. That's the only time we're going to use GM discretion. Like, for example, uh, a mutant with uh, powers to breathe in space and uh, power to uh, shrink to two inches and the power to read minds. That shit doesn't make sense. None I think of that it shit does. <laughs> I mean, I no. mean you, you, you can try and stretch, stretch credibility a little bit and try and make that make sense. But no, we're going to have the powers make sense. That's the only time we're going to fudge a little bit. But for power category, definitely going to be a role. For, for, <laughs> for the, at least the first major power, definitely going to be a role. Education, obviously role. All that stuff. We're going to do it all roles. I, I, I see, and I'm of a different. Again, this is where we differ. I, I'm I'm not saying he's wrong to because it all depends on your game, but I find a joy in having some of that weird randomness. I don't think it always has to make sense. Your mileage may vary. Um, I, again, I've always been a fan of charts. People keep telling me I got to play Rollmaster because it has charts for everything. I get it. Uh, DCC goes too far with the charts for me, so maybe Rollmaster would as well. But uh, but I like at least for character creation. As long as there isn't something on there like Savior of the Universe, I've got a character, uh, I got an item so powerful at level one that no, none of the other characters are necessary, or something like like the central casting stuff. Remember when we went through central casting and some of the stuff oh, in there I was got just true on that one. Yeah, that is true. You did. I got I've the seen fuzz a, the end of that lollipop. I've seen the other side though, where it goes just too far the other way. Um, where I was like, like, what? What was I cursed and had brain damage and all, something? It was it was weird, man. I got I got hosed. You know what? The audience can check out that video in our it was a segment two somewhere. Yes, I think yeah. no, it was a segment one, wasn't it? That was no a segment idea, one. But you, but you, you can look for casting, lead, lead central casting, casting, and then you'll you'll see it. Um, but I, like traveler, I know some people complain about it, but I I like the concept of the traveler character create, uh, creation system, or one that I've actually done multiple times. The old uh, second edition Twilight two thousand. I I personally I like this when it comes to character creation. Sure, it's good to have a theme, and there's nothing wrong with building a character to a theme. But I like the random roles. TMNT, which we'll be talking well, we'll be talking about after the bomb, not TMNT, but after the bomb, which we'll be talking about after Heroes Unlimited. Got a bunch of random roles for your animal selection. But I want to be a weasel! No. Why? Because nobody wants to be a weasel except for the stupid uh, uh, bonuses. <laughs> like, nobody in the real world wants to be a weasel. You want to be a wolf, you want to be a tiger. You might want to be a turtle because it's a cartoon. Or you might want to be a monkey because you're weird. I don't know. But you, nobody wants to be a weasel. Nobody wants to be a, a, a mole. <laughs> nobody wants to, you know, name some other weird animals out there. You know, you only want those things for the bonuses. So roll right. randomly. Yeah, for, for me, uh, that, that's the same thing as I, as I want to be a juicer in Rips. Yeah, you get at level one. You are amazing. You are you are a god. You're you're a demigod. You're walking around king of the world, right? You're gonna live for four years, like tops. And the thing is, though, if the game master doesn't role play, the way people look at you, they're not doing it right because you as as a as a juicer decided that your life wasn't very important. Normal people are gonna look at you and think you're a friggin' idiot. What is wrong with my wife? Your wife is pissed off about all the bees in the backyard. 
Well, she's pissed about the and and, and thank you, thank you, my my lovely and wonderful wife for cleaning my mess that I left in the backyard yesterday. Uh, so anyway, uh, I I mean I I do believe it can go too far. By the way, I'm just gonna call all this random uh, crap that we're talking about. I'm just gonna call this segment too because you know we'll we'll move into something else a little bit. Um, I think it's good to have commentary and opinions. Here we go. This is more opinions and commentary, right? Uh, I, I like random charts. I, I just do. I like random encounter tables. Well, I do tweak them. I do like random encounter tables because I like, as both a game master and as a player, I like things that come to surprise you because life is surprising. If I had programmed my life before I was born, this would not have been the life I led. I would have been emperor of the universe. <laughs> okay. I would have, you know, I, I'd have been, I would not have had these eyes. I would not, you know, there are things in this life that would have been different for me. You know, it, you know, you don't get to do that. Sometimes life throws you curveballs. Like, what did you say about your character from Central Casting? You got the short yeah, uh, brain damage and, <laughs> and cursed. And, uh, you know, everything bad happens. I, I lost my parents and my sister hates me. And not, it was all it was all weird. It was all bad. It was all bad. And I don't think I don't think I rolled anything good. I mean, the, the best I did was not bad. And I, I don't know if he's talking about RuneQuest or if he's talking about uh, Palladium. I, I'm going to use this in the Palladium sense specifically because uh, um, it was T-Shirt Historian who, who brought it up. I want to I want to bring those together where he didn't like making a character for two hours and then dying in the first combat. <laughs> that shit happens. Like, that, do, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm like, damn it! It took me longer to make this character than to play it, you know? But that in, that, that does happen. But it doesn't happen all the time. A no. Ken is not a is not a will, you, you know. So, uh, and I'm not arguing with violence solves everything on this. Like I said, I wanted to combine those things together. Um, I think you know, death in a game is important. Now, mm -hmm. think about it. you're doing Heroes Unlimited because we were just talking about Heroes Unlimited in segment one. That character is going to take a while to die. You're going to yeah. have plenty of opportunity, even if somebody is blasting you with a lightning bolt. Why? Because as we're going to find out when we get into the power, that lightning bolt only does 2d6 damage. You've got like 150 SDC. Yeah, you got, you're going to have a lot of SDC, you know, with the, with the combinations of training and powers and skills. You're going to have a lot of SDC. You're probably going to have body armor of some kind. You're, you're, you're going to be okay. You know, if, if, if you start to die, you'll have a chance to run. You'll probably have a shot. For the two people who commented, one about the dung beetle, and then this about. Unfortunately, unless there's a unless there's something I don't know about, which is very possible, there are no insects that you can play. You can ride them. Yes, they are giant. They're giant grasshoppers. You can ride you know, um, if you're playing after the bomb. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. There you go. Stupidity equals death. Bad rolls equal bad day. Yep. Uh, and and then there you go. Uh, you've got you've got the game master who can look at things like I don't believe in fudging roles necessarily. I'll fudge hit points, but fudging roles I'm not so for. But I do, I do think that you know. Here's an example: Sheris. Sheris made a character. He made a deer. His first character in my my TMNT game was a deer. I don't think any of these guys met him at all because he made that deer and i said by the way i use the the compendium of modern equipment guide which includes penetration value and that bullets actually kill you very very deadly very even especially more if you get shot in the neck yeah, especially if you get shot in the neck uh very, very dead so even more than regular palladium especially once you're hit because it stuns you and when you have four five six actions per round and you're stunned for two rounds that's potentially 11 and, more actions and you're bleeding and you're bleeding. Um, he got shot. 
Somebody went and deer hunted him. <laughs> well, I don't think no, his wasn't in the neck. Oh, his was in the neck. Oh, lucky no, him. Like I said, I think his was before he met. Before I don't yeah. think that character ever met you guys. I think that was either a one on one with him or a one on two. I, with... I, I think he was a bird at that point when I was there. I can't remember. He'll tell. He can I, tell I, you. I was a tiger. I think he was some kind of bird. Mutants and orb. Did it have insects? Did it have playable insects? I don't know. In orbit, that's the thumb. Oh, see, okay. Yeah, mutants in orbit. It, it may have. Um, that's interesting. Okay, if it did, well, then cool. Uh, just like you can play dinosaurs if you do transdimensional. So, so if that's the case, then great. Then you can play. Oh, wait, there we go. Yes, you can. I see it. I see it. In insects. All right. Kind of creepy looking. Um, not in my game because I don't like insects. No. He doesn't <laughs> like bugs. I don't like bugs. Uh, definitely doesn't like cockroaches. So big thing with him and cockroaches. Big thing. Well, I, I just laid him on thing. fire. Let's not talk about the thing. <laughs> okay, we Let's won't talk about the knowledge. There's a thing, and move on. It's a thing. Believe me, there are worse things out there than cockroaches. By the way, wasps. I'll run away from a wasp like a little. Ah, it's a wasp. My wife is like, what? The I don't know, the first time I saw a Texas cockroach, I was taken aback. Oh, God, we have sewer bugs in Minnesota, which are just cockroaches. But they're like this this big, and they yeah. got wings, dude. Yeah, I was walking. Yeah, no, I remember the Texas variety, too. Yeah. and uh, But they, they they decided that, no, no, we have wings. We're going to yeah. go up high and dive bomb. That was their big thing. They would dive bomb. And that's scary as shit. When this, like, two-pound bug dive, <laughs> dive bombed you from, like, three stories up. The first time that happens to you, if you're not shocked, I don't think you're human. <laughs> I, if, if you if you don't have a visceral reaction to that, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna test your blood. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you're right. Yeah, I uh, I was walking home from a Fourth uh, of July fireworks because uh, there's a big park near where I lived, and it was great viewing location uh, for Fourth of July fireworks. And I'm walking with my mom and I'm 11, 12 years old. So, you know, old enough to not scream like a little girl. <laughs> and I saw a sewer bug and it was on the ground. I was like, what the hell? I was, I was like, I think there's a rock moving. And my mom's like, that's not a rock. That's a bug. I said, that can't be a bug. And then it flew. I was like, ah! <laughs> like really loudly. <laughs> and my mom was like, would you stop embarrassing us? <laughs> the, embarrassing you? I about died. That thing was going to crawl to my brain. <laughs> If there's ever a reason I would pull an X card, no, I would no, no. Haven't you guys heard the story? Uh, for those who haven't heard the story, Heathen Dog's probably heard this before. So before the Satanic Panic, one of my two or three times that I played D and D, uh, I made a thief, and we played with a couple other people, with a friend I had at that time, yeah, and I was I was a young, I remember that. yeah, 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 the bicycle ride, and we were in a cave fighting giant ants. They're like two foot long ants and they got their little mandibles and so on and so forth. I was so creeped out that when I rode my bike home, I'm looking and it's like a four block ride. It's like two blocks down, two blocks over. Not me knowing I have that. It was a three block ride. I was like, fucking ants. Like every shadow, every street like shadow is like, ah. <laughs> like I loved it, but I loved it. I want that feeling again. I really did. Like, like that was one of the things that, oh my God, these games are amazing you gotta memorize more bible verses because you play dungeons and dragons oh crap so uh yeah cicadas are huge too they're just noisy to me yeah we, uh, uh, we don't have the big variety of cicada in michigan we have the you know the little variety but they're freaking everywhere 
I got my cockroach eater right here. And I'm not joking. She okay. eats cock she eats cockroaches. Good good for her. See, cats aren't all evil. They have good parts. Well, no, no. The reason they're eating the cockroach is, you know, to become more like the cockroach to kill you later. Oh, okay. Oh, if I eat the if I eat the brain of my enemy. <laughs> Okay. You gain its power. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see chat saying then, then we'll move on to something else. Oh, we didn't put up the segment two thing or the or the disclaimer. Uh, okay. So how about this? You read chat. I'll put up the disclaimer. Okay. There is this guy. I'm going to change. The, I'm going to make a modification to the disclaimer. I've been meaning to do it for a while. Um, it's still going to say the same basic stuff, but go ahead and read that. This is what segment two is about if you haven't known it by now. Um, but yeah. Man, you, you pretty much got all the chat here. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. The boot camp. Yeah, guys acting tough in New York till they saw a flying cockroach in Orlando and scream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there. See, the, the the thing is, the the first time you see a cockroach that's three times bigger than any cockroach you ever seen and flies and hates you, if you don't <laughs> scream, then yeah, so you're not human. You're not a human being. Um. So uh, somebody's kind of from our neck. So I'm originally from Minnesota. Ethan Dog over there is from Palladium Michigan. Land. Yep. Yep. He's from he's from Cockroaches Michigan. Cockroaches are small. No, again, those sewer bugs were not, at least in Minnesota, those sewer yeah, bugs and, were not small. See, I I have seen cockroaches in Michigan, and they're this. Yeah, most of them. Yeah, they're this. I have not seen. Oh, I absolutely have. I have not seen one of these ever. Well, maybe it's because you live next to Detroit and people are eating them. Food out there. I don't know. Uh but but I to be fair, I didn't know that sewer bugs and cockroaches were the same thing until just a few years ago. Uh like I, I really because people talk about cockroaches, but cockroaches don't fly, but sewer bugs do, and they're like, you're an idiot. No. <laughs> but, uh, uh yeah. All right. So um well, so I want to talk about so somebody asked us to look at uh Heathen Dog doesn't know this, uh to look at that new Radiant Citadel thing from D D five E. And I watched one video on it and said no. <laughs> um, I watched reason... Grim's video on it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, so you did watch a video on it. What did Grim have to say? I didn't watch his. I should do that. Well, he, he was mostly talking about the, the whole hypocrisy of the whole thing, like having it be inclusive, but only with people of color. Yeah, That's well, I saw that on T-shirt Historian racist. Show. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, not, not recognizing the hypocrisy in that is is what makes it both sad and funny no i agree not now i didn't see his video on that but he was talking about that on t-shirt historians show uh yesterday so uh, i guess i caught part of that and i agree with him wholeheartedly on that but that's what set me off about the the, the video that i saw i think i saw the official video on it um which was really annoying to me because the first like two minutes was all about it's inclusive and I can see myself in it and, and I'm represented and, and it's all people of color, ah! you know? And it's like, I don't care about that. What's in the goddamn book. I don't, you know, I don't care that Mike Pondsmith wrote uh, cyberpunk and that he's black. That's great. He's a, he was a good writer. Then he's unfortunately can kind of kicked in the ding ding too much recently. I think uh, where he's, I don't I, I, look. Some people still stand by. I'm, I'm I'm going to until I've got more information than what I have right now. But I've heard I've heard rumors that that he's turned over to the cult side to some degree. Mm. But uh, uh, but none of that matters. Look, look. This goes back to like the Dungeons Dragon stuff, and people are like, "You don't know who Tim Cask is?" Nope. I mean, I do now, but I'm just talking. This is like what two years ago. We were reading yeah. through a dungeon magazine and it was edited by Tim Cass. Like, oh, I wonder who that is. Um, yeah, and people, but, no, yeah, but, 
when, when, when I was buying books, when I was a kid, I didn't, I saw the name of the writer. I didn't know anything about this guy. Yep. I don't know anything about this cat. Nothing. Exactly. If the book was good, I'd, I'd buy more stuff from that book. You know, I'd, I'd buy more stuff from that system. Yep. I mean, I battle tech books. What color the person was. I didn't care boy or girl. I didn't mm -hmm. care about, you know, political views as, as long as they didn't interject it in the game, I didn't see it. So it didn't matter. The it only caveat I have to that in the terms of authorship, this isn't game book design. This is authorship uh, of novels. I typically don't like books written by women. I, I, I know that sounds bad. It sounds sexist. Let, hear me out. I have two series written by women that, that maybe I just grabbed bad series. One is the Rhapsody series. Uh, and... The, the three main characters were so stereotypical, it was hard to read. And she was like, I am woman, only women can solve everything. And I just did not, I, did, I wouldn't have liked it if it was the other way around. Like, shut up, woman, you don't know anything. I did not like that at all. Um, I got through the first trilogy because I was told it gets good. <sighs> I didn't see it. Uh, started the second one and couldn't get through it. The other one is... Um, I got them in hardcover. It's called the Harshini series. Where the hell are those books? Um, I can't see them off the top of my head. Jessica Fallion, I think her name is, or Jennifer Fallion. Somebody in chat can get. Oh, there, there they are. Um, I can't, I can't see the name. Somebody in chat can put the name in chat. Um, she was such a bitch. The main character wasn't even readable. She was just a bitch. It was a mean girl situation in fantasy. Like, I, I just, I, I read the trilogy. I suffered. I mean, the first book was like, okay, this is the, this is the book where you're introduced to the character. The second book, the character will grow. And the third book will get something good out of it. No. <laughs> the first book, the character was eh, kind of a bitch. Second book, now could be more of a bitch. And the third book was like, oh, I have not read the Dragon Riders of Pern because that just never interested me, but I heard they were good. And, and I, I want to be very clear on this, uh, not because I'm, I'm scared of Twitter mafia, because fuck Twitter, I'll just say it more to piss off Twitter. But the truth of the matter is I haven't read a lot of books written by women. Um, I know Heathen Dog, we talked about this years ago, knows that I have not read the Harry Potter series. I don't care. I'm not interested. But it has nothing to do with J.K. Rawlings. It has to do with the fact that I don't care about kids in maid school. Like, it's just not something that interests me in the slightest. And, but he did say one thing that always intrigued me. Tell me if you still believe this to this day. It's the one thing that stuck in me, like maybe I should read it, is that the novels grow with the characters. So yeah. while the first book might be childish, the last book is not. Right. It, uh, the, you can actually see the writing change. Uh, the the uh, J.K. Uh, Rowling punched up the writing as Harry got older. Each book is supposed to be read. Harry starts at like 10 or 11 in book one. So the book is written as a late child, young adult book. But by the end, in, in the Deathly Hollows, it is definitely an adult book. It is written as an adult book. So it, it will grow with your child as your child gets older just like uh, Harry gets older because situations become more complex. He goes through puberty. He goes through his rebellious stage. You know, he, he, he does all the, the, the girl stuff starts being important, you know, 
when he gets to 13, 14, he starts looking at girls. He starts, he starts having puberty, starts rebelling, trying to find his personality. You know, uh, all that writing gets more complex as the main character gets older throughout the books, which I thought was very good writing was very, cool. very thoughtful. And it was now really, you have to do really is hold book. each book two years you know, or one year for your kid. Like, oh, you don't get to read the next one until next year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but now I'm going to backtrack on what I said. This was intentional. I had this in my brain beforehand because I wanted to get Twitter riled up in case somebody clipped something I said. There are some books written by female authors that I actually did enjoy. Now, here are the caveats to that. These are not high prose books. OK, so don't come talking to me like, oh, that book was childish. I get it. But some of the Dungeons and Dragons book, like I thought Christy Golden wrote some pretty good Ravenloft books. I forget exactly which ones she wrote. She might have even wrote the, the first one, the Strahd book. Uh, but uh, I, I liked her. I, I liked her, um, her Ravenloft books. Uh, uh, Margaret Weiss. We all love Margaret Weiss for the Dragonland stuff. Now you could say, well, she wrote that with uh, uh, with Tracy Hickman. Really well, so sure. what? Um, but she's also got some of her own books. Uh, so look, but I, I got to be honest. It's just like singers. Like, you know, I, I don't like women country music singers. I'm not a big country music fan anyway, but I just, uh, they don't do it for me. Other than there are a couple that through their heyday were pretty good looking. <laughs> you know? I, mean, I remember in the nineties, everybody drooling over Shania Twain. And in the eighties, everybody drooling over Reba McIntyre. Okay. I get that. Like, that's a good reason to buy an album. Sure. Uh, but like, it's just, but it's not my taste. Your taste may vary. But what I've noticed is outside of the scope of, of known settings like Dungeons and Dragons or Star Wars or Star Trek or, or something like that, when, when, when left to their own devices, I generally don't like the books written by women because I can tell the author's gender. And the, the Rhapsody series was a perfect example of that. So, uh, oh, David and Lee Eddings. Yeah, well, was she the one that wrote Polgara? Because I did not like Polgara as a character. Um, but uh, Ursi was good. Did a review it okay? I, I actually never read the book. Mr. Max, I never liked stories with children as protagonists. You know, Max is one hundred percent with you. It's, it's about but, the Max uh, name. <laughs> but I am, I am eighty five percent against you both on this one. Uh, so much so that I named my son after a child protagonist in the second book I ever read. I just never, they just annoy the crap. Wesley, they call it the Wesley Crusher syndrome. And to be fair, I've been calling it that since, the, since 88, 89, the first, second season of Star Trek. I hated the Wesley Crusher syndrome. Like, oh, us adults who've been doing this for 40 years can't solve it, but miraculously this 15-year-old brat can do it? No. No, that's not how life works. Uh, it's not, I, I don't like it at all. The one exception I give, and I think he was the one that asked, had me read the book, was the Ender's Game book. Ah, yes. Uh, I did, but the, the entire but the, premise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole premise is like the entire world was cherry picked for absolute geniuses. That's different. That that is that is different than you just happen to stumble across Wesley Crusher. You know, no, no. The entire world for a couple of generations have been cherry picked, and and there's been a pseudo breeding program to try and get a better genius for the last couple of generations. Okay. You're going to have some some pretty in uh, in depth child protagonists at that point. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. This is circular logic, and I don't think that it's necessarily true. Just because one's true, the other one doesn't have to be true. And and to like I said, to be fair, like the Christy Golden books, I thought were good. Margaret Weiss, I don't I don't know which portions specifically of the Dragonland stuff that she wrote. 
So I mean, can't, I uh, can't say. Yeah. So she got uh, top so I, billing, though, right? Yeah, that is true. She got top billing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I was turned off probably by a couple of novel or a couple of series that uh, that just didn't work for me. Um, and from there, I, I'm Dragon Riders of Pern. That is one that I've actually Dragons of Pern, whatever the hell it's called, the Anne McCaffrey books. Um, I've had people tell me for decades that I should read those. I've just never done it. I, I got to be honest, guys, and it's really frustrating me. I don't read at all anymore. Like I just other than gaming books, I don't read at all anymore. I, I, and I, I need to fix that, but I'm not going to fix that until my game's written. And I've, I've taken two weeks off of my game. But guess what? Good news on that front. I've taken two weeks off and it helped drain some things out of my ear holes. And some other things are able to fill in the space here. And I've got a couple of fixes for some things that were for troubling me. And I hope to get to writing them after I get, fix my tax situation. So, okay. um, yeah, yeah. I only read the first one because I read the premises for the second and third Ender book. I was like, nope, <laughs> nope. Um, there's another author, actually, that not Heathen Dog, but a friend of his, Cthulhu Law, told me I should read. And that was the uh, uh, Chaos Magic Theory. Uh, White black magic, where actually white is the bad magic, black is the good magic. Uh, I forget the name of it. Um, anyway, apparently the author is like Mormon or something, so everybody hates him. I don't know. Um, but I don't know. For a dragon, how do you even know what a woman is anyway? Are you a biologist? I I I, I took biology in middle school, so I know what a woman is. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> i don't think it takes much <laughs> to determine what a woman is you either got a hot dog or a taco which one am i eating gross <laughs> uh yeah yeah kevin sullivan says ender's game is a special case 90 percent of the kids were rescued oh but let, let's, let's uh, so the dungeons and dragons thing um everything you know personal color and then i was just kind of turned off from there it's like i don't care I don't, I don't care, you know, that, that the Radiant Citadel is all written by this, that, or the next thing. But when you say, like, this gave me a great opportunity to, to put myself in the book, that's the last you're, thing you're supposed to do. That's the last do. thing you should do. That's the last thing you should do. Game settings are supposed to be able to fit as many people as possible. That's what it's for. That's how you sell books. If, if your game setting is only populated by people of color you're only selling you're only selling these books to people of color any any businessman will tell you that's stupid here here we go this is twitter for you <laughs> i love it i don't know what day of the week it is because i'm not a historian that's funny that that's the kind of response uh, not that response but that's a, oh how do you know what day of the week it is are you a historian do you know <laughs> like shut up like i got a calendar no, so i don't get of course just so everybody out there knows i'm not yelling at him i loved his comments <laughs> Uh, and that's good to know. I, you know, I'm not a Mormon, but uh, and everybody does well, except for what his recent Kickstarter stuff that uh, made everybody angry. But, uh, but I, I, I love Sanderson's writing so far, and I hope he doesn't change. I'm so scared. That's the thing is, I'm so scared to read books nowadays. Um, when I was starting my my uh, research on the thing that I hate, um, I come to find out one of the first things I was told is you better not read these uh, Neptune award winning books. I was like, why? They all do it. Even before it became like the new rule. And, you know, Time Magazine was saying what Time Magazine said. And then the manuals of style changed to the nonsense, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, uh, they're 
I was warned. So I'm very nervous. Like the new Dragonlance book that's coming out, I am not going to read it as much as I love Dragonlance. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I love Dragonlance. The theoretically, I'm not saying the, the books are great prose, but I, I like the overall Lord of the Rings-esque, you know, you know, you, you know hero's, hero's journey, we'll call it. But I'm not going to read it until somebody I trust says it's okay. <laughs> so, um... Uh, do, 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 do. wait. What is this? It's a woke tithing. You're supposed to buy buy the buy the POC book to placate your white guilt. I don't no, have white guilt. <laughs> I don't have white guilt, <laughs> so I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, this is true. This is absolutely true. There are plenty of old books to read. I mean, the Anne McCaffrey stuff might be on my list. It's been it's you know uh, Anne McCaffrey Coons. Um, oh my God. Uh, uh, not Eddings because I because I have read Eddings. Um. There's another one that was kind of big. Uh, God, I, there's probably 400 of them. I can't think. Yeah, there, there are some that I should go back and read. Um, I just, I'm really bad about that right now. I'm, I'm doing too much writing, too much preparing for stuff like this. And last week, playing too many video games. Finally, I got to finally play a video game, but I spent like three days putting in two months worth of video game time into three days. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I want to get stay on the topic that we were on just because because it's going to segue uh, into something a little differently. But uh, so... Then, then what, what is it? The Radiant Citadel? Then it was all a bunch of high magic weirdness. And I'm just like, like, oh, there's a border ethereal city that, you, that is now a waypoint for people. To, it's like a beacon for them to find this border ethereal town. People should not be randomly wandering around the ethereal plane. And the, like, and the border ethereal... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got be... that back. It was deep ethereal. It's deep ethereal. Oh, deep ethereal. Okay. All right. That's better. Yeah, right, boarding yeah, theories yeah. for the, ghosts. The ethereal plane is is not somewhere you want to just uh, hang around. The some some of the gith live there, and they're not cool. I thought the gith were astral plane. Uh, uh, I thought one of them is astral, one of them was ethereal. Uh, between the gith, Zara, gith, Yankee. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you might be right about that. I don't. I don't I, use I, them a it, lot. If I I don't use them a lot either. That's why. That's why I may be not remembering it correctly. But, yeah, the uh, ethereal plane was the gateway to the inner planes, and the astral plane was the gateway right. to the outer planes. Is always the way I use it. And then you had the border ethereal and the deep ethereal, or just the ethereal, um, and ghosts and other specters and spirits. Oh my, kind of lived on or partially on the ethereal plane. Yeah, uh, the sort of truth series got worse with each book. <laughs> the first book, amazing. I read four hundred pages of that book during an eight-hour shift, or sorry, ten-hour shift at work. Loved it. Like that, I loved it. And then each book, it was like the first three, I put on top tier stuff. I heard that top tier stuff. Uh, like he tried to hide it. He didn't. He failed. Um, but uh, and then it just went down and down and down. Look, as as uh, somebody who's pretty libertarian himself, I get it. I get it. Libertarianism saves the universe. That's fine. Libertarianism <laughs> saved the universe. And the book that really turned me off was the one when he was captured by whatever the woman's name was. was I forget it. What it is the, the, the communist chick brought to the empire's city and he solves, solves all of humanity's problem by a statue. By making a statue. Made something different. No, that's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> I, I wanted to like him so bad, but I kept reading the series uh, like chain by the time chain fire came out i was like oh god can it be over for the love of god can it be over um but but i, I did like the initial um elric elric is something that i do need to read i want to read uh the elric series absolutely i have not i played the game stormbringer but uh so um what's this 
get over us. Oh, I should probably read the beginning before I, I thought he's talking to us. What do you mean, get over myself? Oh, my fantasy. Yeah. You know, that goes outside the scope of our gaming stuff. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't have, I don't have these, these issues that Twitter has. So, uh, um, so what, what else was in there? Uh, uh, it's weird. Uh, what is it about these gems? I forget. I've already forgot what the gems were. And apparently like, there's this big crystal, super-sized crystal that some ancient something died around. And I don't know. It's just it's just high fantasy weirdness. And uh, again, your worlds may vary. But I don't like Dungeons & Dragons represented as high fantasy. Outside the fact that it has elves and fireballs. Yes, I get that. I mean, depending on your definition of high fantasy, because that's another thing everybody yells about. Yeah. I don't I don't like it as that. You know, open up that second edition AD&D book, look at the first color picture in there of the little mini dragon. I mean, I could show it on my screen here, but you know, little dragon, the, the adventurers look tired and they look, you know, worn. They don't look like cartoon characters. That is Dungeons Dragons to me. Oh. <laughs> uh What is this? I don't get why they can't make their world books with all the weirdo stuff and leave the core. Yeah, you know what? Exactly. Go back to settings, but that's a but that's a Watsy design. That goes back to third yeah. edition. No, yeah, yeah. That that is the that is a Wizards Wizards of the Coast decision to not have worlds anymore. If you play D and D, you play D and D. Everything is in the same multiverse, universe, whatever. Everything's the same. That that was their decision. They they went with it. Right. And and that's when you agree. have things like uh, you know Kender in every setting and wizards and moon magic in every oh, potential damn, setting. You're gonna make me hit the camera again. Stop hit it. the camera. But but that's but that's what causes this that homogenization of saying it's just one unified grand thing that you can pick and choose from. And it's funny because T-shirt historian brought this up on Friday or maybe it was yesterday. No, I think it was on when he was on my show. Um, where it's like all these things are supposed to be you're supposed to pick and choose them, like that was the intent, but nobody does. Everybody says rules is written. That's it. And since it's now a rule, it's there. I must allow it. I must accept it. So the intent was to put all this crap out there. You know, it's that whole proverbial throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Uh, yeah. No, everything's sticking. <laughs> like, it just makes for chaos. That's all it does. Yeah. So, uh, to do Forgotten Realms. Yeah, Forgotten Realms is high fantasy. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was the high fantasy setting. Yes. Greyhawk was more midline, and Dragonlance was definitely the lower magic setting. Uh, when you consider all the rules for wizards, and when you first start, if you you know playing at the beginning of the Cataclysm, you couldn't even cast. No. Uh, and uh, well, magic weapons. Clear. Good luck. I, even in the novels, there was only a couple of magic items, but magic weapons. Uh, there was one or two, maybe, in the whole series. Uh, Rerox's hammer. Um. Dalimar's ring, the the uh the device of time travel thing. Yep. Uh Raceland's staff. These were all special cases, and everyone else had no magic items whatsoever. Not well, Ray and Raceland's staff was story bound. Yeah, yeah. It was a st staff of Magus was like a big thing from the, from the original Dragonlances and stuff like that. Yeah, Huma and and all that stuff. Yeah, so that, that had history and lore on it and stuff. But uh, uh, Dalimar's ring was made by Dalimar when he was apprentice. 
turns you into a mouse or some other shit like that. I forget what it did. My uh, reason for loving Crin so much is because it's lower magic and there are so many rules, not game type rules. No, 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 no. Limitations. Limitations. Flavor rules. All of them them have a purpose. All of them exist only on Crin. No one's allowed in. No one's allowed out. Don't mess with our system. The, the, The Crin gods own this dimension. And these are the rules. And you can do a lot within these rules. You are not limited by the rules. You're actually expanded. It sounds weird, but it's true. So many, so many adventures come come about because of these rules. And so much, so much play. So one of the one of the things that was uh, you know, as I was mentioned on the the show with Teacher Historian, I just mentioned him a lot today. Uh, that he was uh, talking about yesterday is one of the guys talking about that he does he doesn't like. Um, I think it was Kringa again, but uh, maybe not. Was talking about how um, he doesn't like halflings because they're all Tolkien hobbits. Well, yes. This goes back to I'm going to use the Earth Dawn example instead because I think it fits better. A lot of people complain about Earth Dawn because every Swordmaster is just the same cookie cutter thing. If that's how you feel, then you actually have a lack of imagination. Yeah. If the only thing You're that you're imagining. Right, you're absolutely doing it wrong. If the only thing that you can do is to play against type or have something that's just universally different, then you're the one doing it wrong. Because I can play a halfling completely different than Heathen Dog and still play within the tropes of wanting to relax and being a little pudgy and liking a good smoke and, you know, and and trying to find reasonable ways out of situations. You know, we could do... If you don't like, I, again, demi humans are supposed to be tropes. Now, let's go back to Dragonlance because somebody said that's what made Dragonlance unique and interesting. This is where the problem comes in, and and uh, again, was talking about this on Friday. I'm going to say this in a little bit different way. I let I let a little cat out of the bag on the Friday night chill stream. That I'm kind of hypocritical about on on this stream. I'll mention it. Keep cats how, in bags. What's that? Uh, is is uh, how many times have we said here what you do at your own table is your own business? Many. How many? How many times have we said here there's really no wrong way to play. I mean there is, but there isn't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that in my mind, even when I sit here and say, well, hey, what you do at your table is your business, and there's really no wrong way to play. That in my head, I'm still saying you're playing it wrong because <laughs> there is a right way to play. Yeah, I'm. We're not going to condemn you. For, for doing it differently because you know like i said it's, it's your table whatever but uh don't spread that shit around right <laughs> it's just gonna make everybody stick you know if you don't like that dwarves walk around you know that people do dumb scottish accents with dwarves and they all have beards and so on and so forth well then make another race that's not a dwarf i i would prefer that that in your game that you make races that aren't based on the fantasy tropes so that you don't have to deal with them but if you're going to make something based on the fantasy trope in dungeons and dragons specifically say in dungeons and dragons then you follow the dungeons and dragons fantasy tropes if you can't do that then you what you're saying is you don't want to play dungeons and dragons now right the hypocritical side of it is because openly i say and i believe this to a degree what how you play at your table is your business i have no right to tell you how to play at your table but I do have the right to sit here and still you're playing it wrong. Yeah. I, I have the right to judge your ass. Yep. And no one's taking that right away from me. Oh, so, uh, yeah. We, we long ago figured out in the White Wolf system. This is the reason why I say it is the intro to the to the live stream. I am a judge critic. Nature demeanor from the old White Wolf system. Hmm. When we were going through all those, I am a judge critic. Uh, 
nature is judge, demeanor is critic. Because I am a very judgmental person. I'm openly judgmental. You're not going to, you're not going to use some sort of disparaging word. Oh, you're so judgmental. Well, yes, I am. Thank you. I wow, firmly, you're so observant. Yeah, right? Uh, like I, and I'm okay with that because I think we need more judgmental people. Uh, but, uh, but going back to what I was saying is the whole thing. If you, can't, if you can't find a way to make the halfling interesting, or it doesn't even have to be interesting, but, but play within trope. If you think those tropes are dumb, if you think that, that, uh, that it's just Lord of the Rings, or uh, let's use a fifth edition analogy, if you think it's just humans in funny skin suits, then you're a bad person and a bad player. So, uh, make your own races. You know, Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition now has, what did they figure out, like 76 races or something like that, or 72 races? I don't even care. Yeah, well, that's great. I'm glad there are 72 races. You don't use them all at the same time. <laughs> like, pick the four or five that best represent your world. And then there, then we go into setting versus the game. What your setting is, I'm going to be pedantic. And I'm going to be very poignant. I'm very specific about what I say here. Although I don't believe you necessarily have to do this. Um, I am running the world of... Uh, uh, well, let me think. Uh, I can't think of a name. What's this? Uh, What's this word? I am running the adventures world. It is my homebrew setting using the D and D rules. Already, right there. I know. Okay, you said homebrew setting. What are the differences? Oh, well, I don't believe that elves live a thousand years. We don't have dwarves. In instead, it's replaced by gnomes, and uh, and and humans are 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 a very small subset of the yeah. actual overland world. Okay. Yeah. Using D&D rules, but you're playing a homebrew game. Great. Now I know what I'm getting into. You're not playing D&D in the strictest sense. Is that bad? No, not, not necessarily. Are you playing it wrong? Yes, but wrong does not equate to bad. Wrong equates to different. Because when you just say I'm playing D&D, you have to explain more. Then this is why I don't get all butthurt when people say like, hey, what game are you playing? Oh, just D&D, even though you're playing Pathfinder. See, I don't no, get mad. That, that, that's, that's where, that's where Watsi went wrong. Watsy wanted to bring it all into one thing where uh, th they were pissed off that when people weren't playing D&D, they were playing Ravenloft, they were playing Forgotten Realms, they were they were playing, you know, Greyhawk, they were they were playing uh, Dark Sun, you know, they, but when you said that, you knew exactly what they yes. were talking about. But so the next thing that say, you would ask is what house rules? I got no fucking idea what you're playing. I have no idea what you're playing now when you say I'm playing D&D none i don't have a clue so yeah i'll put up some chat here so dnd &D is guidelines more than actual rules this is the part where it's it's hard for me because i agree with this 100 and i disagree with 100 percent. just in it's, practice that's not the way it is yeah you say like I, I i love this comment i do i love this comment because yes but <laughs> like, like I, I don't know how to do this because I because I have to talk out of both sides of my mouth on this one. Yes, there's more guidelines, and natural rules. You at your table can do what you want with it. But I also believe that there is a, a certain there's certain things that shouldn't be broken. Demi-humans need to be demi-humans. They're not humans in funny skin suits. They need to be so different as to be almost alien. And they are the personification of stereotype tropes in Dungeons and Dragons, not talking about other games. If you do that, you've kind of lost it for me. And feel is important to me. Setting is more important than rules for me. I know this Broasar gets mad about that. I don't care. I don't put the game over the setting. I put the setting over the game. And then the game over the character. I flip those first two from what it says at the back of the dungeon, uh, first is Dungeon Master Guide. Uh, so, 
Use it how you see fit. Agree with it. Just be upfront with it. I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, but in my homebrew world. I love that. That's what my friend Sean did. When I played, he was the one that ended up kicking me out of his game. But uh, but his initial one, when it was second edition AD&D, and I was first joining the group, he's like, oh, we're playing second edition AD&D, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is great. None of the races, nothing mattered. Like, wait a minute, what holds, stop. He's like, this is my homebrew world. He explained his homebrew world. Because of me, one of his races got fleshed out. Because he didn't know how to handle it necessarily. Not that he was stupid, he just didn't have the time. He hadn't built into it. Nobody had played one before. I thought it sounded fun, so I played it. Because of how I played it, absolutely fleshed out that race. But it was his homebrew setting. You can do that. You you should do that. Um, and ended up being that we were on Forgotten Realms in like two thousand year future after a cataclysm type event happened. So we were rediscovering things like uh, not Freeport. What the hell's the name of the city? Um, what's the name of the major city uh, where Elminster's from? Uh, I forget. Uh, but we we were rediscovering all, all, all of that. Uh, but it was a homebrew. Heavily in Forgotten Realms because of one E box set, even though uh, I was two E. Now can't stand the current Forgotten Realms. I liked it for flavor and getting ideas. I love I love the priests. Yep, that I'm done. What about you? I I never really got into Forgotten Realms. I mean, uh, when uh, when I played two E, I played a lot of uh, Ravenloft. Uh, I played a little bit of Dark Sun. Decided I didn't like it. Um, and then most of it was just your, your basic AD and second edition fantasy type thing, generic world, you know, but, uh, yeah, it was that and, uh, and Ravenloft. Um, yeah, I, and, I ran more Ravenloft. I didn't play in much. No, I, I played in much more than I ran, but, uh, for, for first edition, you know, Dragonlance, um, we uh when we got when we got higher level from the from the generic game in first edition we use manual of the planes mm -hmm. oh love the manual of the planes oh loved it yeah but you got to be at least 10th level to to start doing that with any degree of i'm not going to die today syndrome or go Whereas to the good planes and we, hope that they don't just kick you out exactly yeah now 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 there's now there's the the planescape came and you can be first level and be okay when, no. i'm from sigil i'm a tiefling ah uh, it, it got weird. I like the idea of Planescape, just not the execution. I, I agree. I, you know what? I, I think I can agree with that. Uh, a couple more chats. Let's see. Uh, use one or two for flavor, but use other ingredients, species. Otherwise, you're Taco Bell menu. You know what? When you come up with your own stuff and not just changing, well, I don't like the way elves are presented in Tolkien, so I do it differently. Well, then don't make L's. Make something else. Like that, That's the way I believe. You do need... I think this is a good comment because you have one or two for flavor, and this might not be directly what he was talking to, but this is what's going on in my noggin right now. Um, it also grounds you into something that you know. It's mm. kind of like there are dwarves and elves on Kryn, but there are no halflings, but there are Kender. Kender's new. There are no goblins or orcs. Oh, wait, there are goblins, no orcs. There are no orcs. But there are the draconians. Um... So you can, yeah, you have some of those things to ground you in what is the traditional D&D. And then you do your own. And that's followed up, and then uh, Heathen Dog can jump in here. You want to play wrong? Keep it at your own wrong table. Absolutely, because my table is just as wrong as your table. I promise you that. You're, no, uh, no, no. Hang on. You're going to think my table is as wrong as I think your table is. That's, okay. that's, more, that's more appropriate. But yeah, you know. You're going to see that you, uh, to each other. Both of our tables are going to look like they only have three legs. You know, it's going to yeah. look weird. Uh, yeah. Mine's going to, to me, my table looks like it's nice. It's gold inlaid, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. 
It's it's all it's it's a King Arthur round table in this bad hey. boy. And you 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 got you got a you got a crappy card table bought bought the bought at a garage sale that only has three legs. That's what I see when I look at your table with all this goofy nonsense. Right. But uh yeah, but you you see you see that when you look at mine. So I wish right. I could explain that better. I, I think and I think that's a good explanation, but it's the only make way me play on your card table and everything's fine. Yeah. You you start changing the book to to make every table look like your table, you're a dick. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what 5e has definitely done and yeah, started before yeah. that. You're, you're making all the tables look the same. You're a dick. I just want to ask the question, can I be both? <laughs> can I do both? Well, you uh, you can be judgmental and always be wrong. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh let's see uh, some of the uh, I'm kind of behind on on uh, chat here. Uh Every game can be modified. A weird guy says every game can be modified, even modified playing effect. Yes, absolutely. It can be sure. modified. Yeah. I, I would yeah. just say, say be upfront about that. You know, when yeah, somebody yeah, says, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, if somebody says I'm playing an elf assassin in d and I'm like, mm, that, that hurts my brain too much. But they can be. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't mean there should be. Uh, why why would a, a, a notably good race why 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 would something that uh you know and when i say good i'm not talking from the standards necessarily of humans like we help the old ladies across the road like we said before i'm talking like on a on a overarching 10,000 foot view on the nature of the planet why, supposed why? To be a good guy. yeah it's supposed to be a good guy and there's supposed to be a benevolent force for the planet even if humans might think that they're evil on occasion because they let things happen because you know what the elf realizes that you have to burn down the forest in order for it to regrow back stronger because they have a long view so they yeah. have they have they have a different take on what the world needs because they're on it for much longer they've seen this shit happen before they've seen this thing happen before it turned out okay let it happen whereas a human has only been alive for 30 years rather than 3000 is going to be like oh my god this force on fire we got to stop it and the elf is like no you know i've seen it before I've I played a Thrycreen. <laughs> I, I played a Thrycreen Ranger. Because um, I figured if I was going to do it again, call me a furry again, Crafty. It's fine. I, I like the whole mutant idea thing. So I... Yeah, the whole drow elf assassin thing. Yeah, that, that's fine. But here's the thing. If, if you want to make elf assassins, fine. You better make some good backstory. You better make it fit into your world. You, you better frame that shit just right to make me go, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, oh. So it's just uh, first it's exactly that. You said the DM is God for his or her world. Yes, yes. Yep. <laughs> I like this. Use every pronoun, his or her, and then the. <laughs> Let's just throw them all in there. Throw There's a all. smorgasbord of pronouns. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so no, that, that's that, that's pretty much how it works. You know, the 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 game master is is the leader at the table. Yep created the world runs the world you know god yahweh whatever you want to say that's what the game master is that's a city i couldn't remember Waterdeep. there you go Waterdeep. there it is and uh you you can talk to the game master you can give the game master your ideas but the the final arbiter for everything is the game master so uh i, I, don't, I don't have i don't have my player agency shirt on actually <laughs> <laughs> So two E space. Anything else to flip? Two E started some of the problems that we're having today. As both of us being two E fans, yeah, we don't care about the Lorraine Williams problem yep. issues and so forth. 
the the it, it did it well and it started it started it started the avalanche right yes all of all of the blue box all of that blue box stuff was a good idea someone took it and turned it into a bad idea all the blue box stuff is optional it is not mandated the game master does not need to use it this is when game masters could actually say no and not be canceled but even all goes outside of the blue box. box all of these extra these blue and brown books right there yeah. are optional Optional. Just because it's in a book doesn't mean Just you have to they use it. Exist does doesn't mean they have to exist in that game master's game. But someone took that and went, "Oh no, let's just let's just make it all part of the real rules." And then that snowball became an avalanche. Yep, you know, that's that's what happened. We'll get through a little bit more chat here, and then I think we move into segment three. I don't know. Just for being a random kind of chatty, just talk about a little bit of everything segment. I think it turned out pretty well. What do you think? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah i mean I, you know it's funny that that furry thing because I, again i think there's a place for it if let, let, here, let me let me do a 5e setting that i would be okay with in terms of this so we're going to use the 5e rules but i want to do something more akin i'm only saying this name to give you a visual not because i want it to be that but doing something more akin to after the bomb my world is in a post is a post devastation world where science was trying to find ways of living. Uh, we started injecting everybody with uh, all types of mutations and so forth, and we found out that the animalistic ones worked. But what happened was when those stem cells changed, well, unfortunately, it changed the way people look. So four races popped out. So instead of elves, we have cat people. Instead of dwarves, we have bull people. Instead of humans, we have monkey people. And instead of gnomes, we have squirrel people. You know, something like that. I would say, okay, um, and they're violent. The dogs and the cats don't get along with each other. Um, you know, it, it's just, in that kind kind of thing. I'd be like, all right, you know, if that's what you want to do, do it. Uh, you know, fine. But when you're mixing all of that in, well, let's see. I want to be a dexterous race, so I can be a cat person, or I can be an elf, or oh, wait a minute, there are no rules for that anymore. I can be a dwarf and have high dexterity. Yeah. Um, yeah, like like again, seven seventy some races. Maybe I don't have the imagination to make up my own race, or maybe when I do it, I keep breaking the game or something. That's great that these other races out there for you to grab onto. But just as I say, drow shouldn't be in the player's handbook. They should not be player characters, and they're always capital A, capital L, capital ways, evil. Same with goblins and ogres and, and all that stuff. You know, they're monster races. They're like, oh, no, they're player classes. No, no, they're not. They're not player races because they're intrinsically evil. No, no, they're just misunderstood. No, I, I understand murderous murderous monsters pretty well. That's what they are. And even in earlier D&Ds, like the Gazetteer setting, where you could play an orc, a goblin, hobgoblin. Do you, you know what the rules were for that? You played with other orcs, goblins, and hobgoblins. The yeah. entire party was that. Because everyone else is going to try and kill you because you're a goddamn monster. Uh, this? See, when people try to put original twist or trope on a reinvent traditional race, I never find the hassle of learning the original details worth it for the freshness that they bring. See, it it, it all it all depends on yeah, double edged sword. Yeah, yeah, I, I I get it. I mean, you know, but uh, it it all it all depends on the elevator pitch. You know, I mean, in the beginning of the book. If the introduction's written really well, I'll keep reading. Yeah, I'll read it. Drow elf assassins do make sense. 
um, until caught. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, but again, I don't consider drow elves. I consider drow drow. I know they are elves, but you know, when I talk elves, I'm talking your traditional high elf, whatever the hell game calls it. Um, I want to get through some of this here. Love the Thry Queen. Thank you. <laughs> I, I did it more as to piss off the Game Master because he hated him. But I hated Psionics and I didn't want to play Dark Sun, but he made me. So, yes, players, there are a couple of things to take out of players' options that I liked. Number one. But for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. I agree with Kevin Sullivan. Uh, number one, I like the bleed rules. Number two, I like the crit uh, not the critical injury. What were they called? The improved basically a cure light wounds wouldn't cure everything. Right. Sometimes you actually had to have the cure uh, cure serious wounds in order for it to actually work. But again, if you've heard me in the past, you know that my healing potions only do one point per round and that I don't hand them out, et cetera, et cetera. Like I like damage means something. Oh. Yeah, Tiwi was the beginning of the end. Okay. Um Sorry if I'm skipping some of your chat here. I am reading them, though. Uh, what's that? Oh, I got it. a lot of, lot of 2E. Yeah, you know, I don't disparage. Like, right now, my the thing that I would run, if somebody say, Max, we're tying you down, you're running a D&D &D game today, and you have to follow the rules, so I'd actually run Rules Cyclopedia, not 2nd Edition. Now, if you expect me to know the rules off the top of my head, then I'd have to do 2nd Edition. But I'd rather run Rules Cyclopedia because I think it's better put together. 2nd Edition got nuts. As much as I love it, it got nuts. Um, there we go. I got get first, into the. What's I that? First edition, just just because of the uh, uh, level maxes and and racial restrictions. You know, to to add flavor and. Uh, you wouldn't do second uh, edition. No, I, I I do first. If if if, if I, you have to play a D and D game right now, what is it going to be? Anyone you want, just go. I play first. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Because, uh, yeah, some of those racial restrictions are really... I mean, second edition had racial restrictions, but uh, they're expanded. Yeah, uh, exactly. Too, too, too rules, big to actually be restrictive, in my opinion. Fair. Okay. You know what? And, and, and I, can, I can see that. Absolutely can see that. Uh, and I tried a bunch of different rules. Some of them were written in the book. Some of them were my own concoctions. And it never really prevented people from playing demi-humans. Or they just wouldn't play the game. Well, if I can't be this, I won't play. And you just didn't have no, that. No, no. You, you can be that, but you're only going to get to level eight. Yeah. So there you go. You well, know, I'm not you playing that if you want to. Have fun with that. Uh, and finally, uh, so with, with rule now, rule cyclopedia goes back to basic, where race as class. Now, some people find that too restrictive, and you know, every, everybody's mileage varies, and and that's the thing. And I want to I want to leave you with this, and I'll get the final word. He dog while I'm getting segment three uh, uh, set up here is. I really, I got to say this, and I'm saying this out loud because I felt like this for a long time. So it's an intervention. Thank you all. Um, I've felt like I've talked out of two sides of my mouth because the real me says you're playing it wrong, but I don't care that you're playing it wrong. So, so th that's, that's the best way I can describe it for me, for me. That's how I feel. You're playing it wrong. And I'm going to tell you, you're playing it wrong. If we talk about it, but I don't care that you're playing it wrong. Just know that you're playing it wrong. Yeah. So. No, we're not offended that you're playing it the way you want to play it. You know, intellectually, we believe you're doing it wrong. But that doesn't give us the right to make you do it our way. Right. The moment you try and make us play the game your way is when you get punched in the face. I don't want to be punched in the face. So I'm going to let you play your game. I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it like you. I'm not going to try and stop you from playing. I don't it. know. If, 
I don't know if I want to punch somebody in the face because, you know, while I do have martial arts training, it's a long time ago, and I don't know if I still qualify as... <laughs> it, it really doesn't matter now. All, all you have to do is, is be aggressive, punch them in the face first, and they run away because people are pussies nowadays. Yeah, fair. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's... OGGM, welcome. Uh, you can come in in segment three and talk to us about stuff. So there you go. Are you not invited? Well, you know what? If you did not left my Discord... <laughs> you could have known that we were streaming. <laughs> All right, anyway. Or you could have known uh, it was Sunday. <laughs> or you could have known it was Sunday. Let's, uh, let me get segment three ready to go here. I had it ready to go, and I, then I made that come. I'm going to have to go because i got to handle that uh, ticket-changing situation. All right. All right, so if you have any direct questions for Heathen Dog, Do um, right now. he'll, yeah, he'll right not now. know, or put it in chat. Or uh, put it in our Discord. Uh, follower, subscriber, one topic or anecdote. Uh, we can talk about the beginning of Heroes Unlimited. We can talk about, well, I guess we talk about a bunch of random stuff. Just keep it on what we talked about. And then uh, let me get the link out there. Invite you in. This this actually went longer than I thought. I thought I was, because I didn't really have a strong segment too. I was like, uh-oh. Copy this clipboard, put it out here. If you want to join us. Yeah, I know. And by for the people po posting in there about like the Bard, I love the first edition Bard. I think it's the right way a Bard should be done. Yeah, Se second edition is what we know the most because of our age when we got into the game, and excuse me, and and just kind of what just how our lives went. It's not that we think basic or first edition is bad; it's just our experiences with second edition. Uh, so join us. Oh, actually, it's not an us anymore. It's me. Join me. There we go. All right. Remember, we're gonna keep it short. We're going to keep it short, so don't come in here and try to talk to me for 20 minutes. It's not going to happen. This is like a radio show calling. So, But I put the link out there if you want to talk about uh, Heroes Unlimited, or you want to talk about just some of the randomness that we talked about afterward. Uh, go ahead. Boom. There we go. Uh, wow, three hours and 24 minutes. Yeah, that first segment went kind of long. And I know Heathen Dog kept trying to speed it up, and I was pulling him back. That, that's, that's the thing about us doing those segment ones, is we've got that push-pull. And I think it's important, because I'll drag it out to six hours. Heathen Dog will get it done in ten minutes, but he'll avoid chat, where I'm going to focus. So, so we've got this good push-pull. I hope you guys like it. All right. And get, oh, then, uh, so we got Mar Hawkman first here. All right, then we got somebody after him. So, all right, Mar Hawkman, what you got? Oh, I was just going to comment about the whole, like, idea of you know shoehorning a a particular uh combination of character class and race because yeah i i get the whole idea of like hey this is not normal but you know it, it was like you said it's that you know you write out a reason why this particular individual is unusual which obviously people like to use the dritz to word an example but um the reason dritz is in a novel is because he's the one exactly <laughs> but a, a, a second example would be tara from attack of the killer tomatoes oh jesus christ Man! <laughs> Man! okay go on <laughs> but, but the, the, the whole thing with tara though is that the guy who is making the killer tomatoes is experimenting with ways to make them come out different because you know, having all of them look like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, uh, you know, they're, they're not very good at, shall we say, blending in with normal people. Sure. And in that 
uh, experimentation, he creates Tara, who is great at blending in with normal people, except that she has no interest in his world domination plot and decides to run off because she doesn't want to be part of it. <laughs> uh, and the, the thing is, my problem with uh, with some of this is I like people who can make interesting stuff. I'm going to keep this on the screen for a little bit, just so everybody knows, because Shadows and Sun was on Biggest Geekest number 80, and it was a good show. Um, is is that so many people want to play just against type. That's that's the problem that I have. They're not finding something new and interesting, not finding a quirk. They're not finding that one thing that might separate them from the race, but keeping all the other stuff. People want to flip that script and just play completely against type. And that's what I don't like. Yeah, if you see, find see, one little nuance, I'm okay with that. See, 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 the, the, the thing that, that I, I, strikes me with some of this is people not creating a character. They're trying to play the, uh, a stereotype straight and yet at the same time subvert it, which doesn't really work very well. It's just like you're just playing a different type of human. All right, all right Mark Hawkman, uh, got, uh, got some people following you here, so uh, we're going to leave it hey, at that. Man. But thank you again, and uh, you have a good day, sir. See you later. Sorry, sorry. There's one guy before you, weird guy. <laughs> so, Omen, this is Mark Hawkman. Let himself out. And I wasn't ready for that. So, Omen, <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I got you loud and clear. All right, good. Well, you know, talking about races, and I think some of it also has to do with age. I mean, I was. We can go into the whole current political stuff, but I heard a lot of kids were having mental issues because they did not know on how they were supposed to think or feel when they were being homeschooled because they had no peers. And I feel that's very similar mm -hmm. to what happened with what is happening today in D&D is everyone is so afraid of sticking their head up and getting it bashed that they have to follow the woke aspects because they're afraid. And to be fair, we're Gen Xers. We kind of grew up on the outside and outskirts and we were used to other people know. And, and I think that's part of it. But, you know, when it comes to races, it's not that I don't mind 72 something races or things mm -hmm. like that. The, the problem comes down to is that it's especially when it's hard to kick someone out of a group. Well, I need I need this many people to say, no, you can't play these. I agree with you. If I don't mind if you play, you know, orcs and kobolds and all that stuff, but you need to be part of the monster group mm -hmm. and demi humans need to be over here. The, the problem that I have with so much and I saw this in a more current game is, OK, um, I'm going to play a normal one of the mill vanilla human elf, whatever else. And then you get the um, oh I'm going to um, I'm going to play this uh, creature well uh, like Eberron with I forgot what their Warcaster or whatever it is the Warforge Warforge yeah but it's just an obsidian for Mirthon yeah but but the problem that I have with it is as a GM now you've taken out my ability to create certain traps you you have bypassed a lot of my issues for you know all of a sudden you're trapped in the uh, dungeon and the spikes are coming in and it's filling up with water. And you go, oh, well, I'll just swim underneath. If, if anyone remembers the old A4 module where, you know, the players would have to think of inventive ways of actually swimming far enough to get out of the uh, the dungeon effectively. I, You know, when you remove those things and you remove obstacles, and this is the other problem with, with 5e, you've removed the whole hex crawling. Even the old Wilderness Adventures in first edition, you had the danger aspect you don't just go out in the wild. You have to pack up. You have to carry water. But nowadays, mm -hmm. it's like, well, I'll just get a good berry, and I don't have to worry about rations. I won't have to worry about this. For, for a modern game? 
Forbidden Land has the best hex crawling system for a modern game. I'm not, I'm not trying to compare it to like West Marches and so forth, but uh, has the best hex crawling mechanism, survival mechanism. Oh, of, I, I, of I bought Indiana all of their stuff for it because I like I like that so much. Just the whole idea, but but you've removed that whole gaming aspect from D and D now. You've removed the uh, many of the traps now. Oh well, you know. Otherwise, it's like well, okay, you kill off ninety. 90% of the party and the one guy who's just unaffected and it isn't even worried about it. It you can't do that. You have to you have to feel that visceral emotion of yeah. if I you know, we're all gonna die unless we work together. Um right. the water's gonna kill us. The um we might starve to death. Um no, I understand it's Everybody taking 10 foot poles, chalk, uh, you know, all these different, like, why would I waste my, why would I have chalk on me? I'm not writing somebody a message. Like, no, you're marking walls so you can find your way back. Well, well, I remember when I used to play, I used to be, to be fair, I probably shouldn't have. I used to be the guy that would always map as we went along. That's because good. You, that, that was old school. You had a caller. You had a, a map cartographer. You, you had, those were roles in the old game. Now, I'm not for the caller so much anymore yeah. but 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 that was absolutely our necessary player not character player role in the game I, and, and they've removed these aspects and so now you know it, it just feels like um you know the cameo of the week and you've removed that 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 visceral aspect of where people you know near-death experiences and even when you die get the stories coming in there oh we defeated this but do you know how, to, how close we die but when you remove all of that it's just banal, and, and, it's, and 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 I feel sorry for a lot of these younger players that don't get it. And then they're like, "Well, the old guys, yeah, I tell you, no, we're not going to play this." And here's my reason why. And the players may go, "Well, I, I want to do it because I didn't have to. I didn't have to worry about poison traps." Well, nice, but tough. Well, I <laughs> want you to worry about poison traps. So there you go. <laughs> like, a, all right, Omen. Oh, I got somebody behind right. you here, but I thought there was some really good comments. I actually don't even have a lot to say to that because I think you you said it very well yourself there. So uh, thank you for popping in. I appreciate that. And you have a great day, sir. And weird guy, by the way, I'm put the link out one more time for everybody. Uh, by the way, I do have a couple of comments you guys have posted starred. So we'll get back to them in just a moment. But uh, let's hear what weird guy has to say as I put the link out one more time to catch anybody who might want to come at the last second here. So what you got, weird guy? Hey. I was going to talk about the Heroes Limited. Sure, absolutely. So, in your opinion, I know you didn't play it very much, but is this Palladium's most complicated game? No, not to I me. Would, I'm going to have to disagree with you on it. Okay. I think this makes Rifts uh, even simpler. This one really? is the one that's complicated because this one has a lot more fiddly rules. It's got but the a, rules are contained. In my in my in my opinion, the rules are contained. I don't have to read the alien rule. The game master might, but I don't have to read the alien rules if I'm playing a uh, uh, was it a hardware person. I don't have to read the the mutant rules if I'm playing you know an alien it, it, like that. So as a player side, because I only played it, I didn't run it. Right. They're more contained. Thoughts? But this one is I consider it the most complex because, for example, in Rifts actually simplifies it a bit because they don't have hit points and they don't have SDC and they don't have armor ratings, both natural and well, yeah, they uh, do. armor. They do, but in practice, they don't because Fair, don't yeah, really well, come up. Playing Heathen Dog's game because he keeps you out of your armor a lot. Like his, okay. his mentality is um, you wouldn't allow a Marine in full, you know, we're in a Humvee in full combat gear, full battle rattle, armed weapon and everything, just walk into a local 7-Eleven. Now, Rift's world is a little differently different than that, but he plays it to some degree like that. You don't just get to walk into every village armed to the teeth. 
So it could just I, be Game Master style. But. Yeah, that's just the play style. We didn't really do that. We kept the NBC for the most part. And that actually, is, okay. in my opinion, makes Rifts and Robotech somewhat simpler because you don't have to worry about armor ratings. You don't have to worry about hit points and SCC. You just have MDC, and it works. Fair. This game also gets even more complex because some of the character classes, you got to go through like a point buy system, like your mutant animals, to build your character. And then there's a completely different system for like, I am going to build a robot character. Well, now yes. you have a budget and you have yep. to figure out well, how much money this costs versus that costs. Because I made a robot character who had a, I recreated a cyclone essentially. Mm -hmm. And my God, it took me two hours just to do the damn machine that he rode around on. So you could, just make, the you, you could just make the cyclone rider and Robotech, then use the Rift's conversion book, which yeah. I don't think I have, but uh, but Heathen Dog does. And then yeah, don't. I wanted to see if I could do it with the Palladium system. It turns out you can. And, and just it brings up that whole thing what's better crunchy rules or rules light rules it's like well this one's the crunchy one it's like this one i'd still like to play it i mean given a choice i would stick to palladium over everything else you guys are talking about okay stick to which dnd version you want and i'm like how about none i'll stick to palladium yeah you, you know what I, you know what i like about this more so than pretty much any other show that i watch uh, I, i'd say grim grim's a, a definite exception to this one um, and of course, pundit. Uh, you know, a little bit bigger names here, but of of the of the shows that I watch, uh, almost all of them pick D and D or Pathfinder as the first game. Right. Everybody and, does. It's literally, I think, mathematically, from what I've seen from sales figures and such, D and D is half the in industry. Well, I thought it was higher than that, but uh, it was like seventy five percent, and then Pathfinder is a large chunk, like fifty. But I, I don't, I don't remember. You know, if OGGM is on here, I think he had those numbers at one point. Yep. But uh, and I, but I still have a point of pride that I've never played D anD D and I never will. I'll get close yeah. with OSR type stuff, but I'm not the official shit. I ain't got that, that. That's fair. I mean, I, I it's it's partially nostalgia for me because we've talked a bunch of times about the fact that look, one of the reasons I love Earthon so much is it fixed some of the things that D anD D did that I didn't exactly like back in 1992 or three no three ninety three. Um, and Palladium like, did it for me because I, yeah. I, I learned Palladium first then I saw a D&D &D game played and they explained it to me it was like oh you, you get all these more hit points as you level up I'm like okay and then you have this thing called armor class I'm like okay we had parry and it's like I, I started looking at the two systems side by side I'm like boy I'm glad I'm stuck. I learned Palladium first and then I can stick with it because I don't want to play this with, with Palladium being my first primary game before I played D&D uh, uh, &D, like Again, you, I know you know the story. Like, you know, but for the, yeah, you the rest our, out there, because we both started with Robotech as our first ones. Yeah, yeah. Robotech again, technically started with D and D. If you want to get all anal about it, because it was the first thing I played, I just, you know, I wasn't allowed to stick with it. So, but but yes, Robotech was my first actual real game that I stuck with. Had a character, leveled it up, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when I went back to D and D, I, I still enjoyed it. I like I, I don't sit here and go like, oh my god, Palladium's the best. I mean, Heathen Dog's more of a Palladium fan than me because there were some things that I was conditioned by my players or by the players I was with on Palladium that I didn't like until I started writing my game recently, and and a lot of it had to do with like how weapons fire works and you know especially you know spraying wildfire. People complain about that doesn't make sense. I fire three hundred bullets and I only do a D four damage and I don't even get to kill anybody. Blah blah blah. And I understood the point until I read the intent behind it. And Kevin is very clear about his intent. Cinematic. Cinematic. It's not meant to be realistic. It's meant to be cinematic. And when you start thinking in that vein, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think it's in, is it in this second edition Heroes Limited or one of the supplements for it 
where he talks about players would show off how tough they are by taking a pistol and shooting themselves in the head and to try and scare bad guys and say, see how tough I am. And then the game master is like, okay, stop. You guys are doing That's why wrong. I use the modern, the book of modern compendium weapon, which was still in print um, because it's got that penetration value. You just shot yourself in the head. That's an automatic critical hit. That is automatic death actually. Cause it says, Oh, your armor was penetrated. You are dead. <laughs> like, I love yeah, it. And he brings that up. It's like, that's one way to do it. Another one was like, yeah, just do all that. Double damage straight to your hit points in next situations. Like, don't allow that to go off. Or just say your character's dead as a GM. But the right. again, we get complexity here because the certain superpowers can interact with each other in weird ways that you didn't yeah. expect. And I mean, and, I, 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 I mean, and I'm know, with you on this one. It's like, do characters have to be the same? It's like, if I play a investigator. Uh, I forget the name of the uh, occupation. It's not OCC, but whatever it is, the power the, category. The cat power category, yeah. Yeah, there's one where you can play a, a super sleuth, I think it's called. And then you put him up against the guy who's mutant, who has invulnerability and mock speed super flight. And like, those guys in a fight would not be the same. In a, in a fight, right. But, you but need then the you put him in a room where it's like, all right, somebody kidnapped the president's daughter. Who took him? The super powered guy's going to go like, ah, I got The nothing. best thing that I saw... And, and I, I was playing a, ro a robot character. Um, and so I was pretty much just built for combat. I was screwed because we were put in one of those, what do they call those rooms? Um, the, the, the rooms we have to figure out how to get out of. Uh, 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 so the escape, escape, room. escape rooms. We were put in an escape room situation. While we were in there, bad things are happening. We had to get out. Thank God we had, I don't think it was a super sleuth. It might have been, but we had a character that could do all the investigatory Somebody's stuff. Somebody's skill-based, yeah absolutely so that's why you do that anybody who sits and goes well you know it's not bad somebody said in a, in a stream by the way i am i've i've been reading chat guys there are a couple that i'm going to talk about in a moment um it said oh a vagabond and a glitter boy that's not balanced and and i keep like thinking in my head well first of all good yeah i agree with you but i'm like apparently you guys never sat in a heathen dog game or a garthon game because you're not in that glitter boy armor, twenty four by seven. Sure, when you're standing toe to toe against a DB, thank God you got a glitter boy. Thank you. You're right, but to find out the weaknesses of the DB, to maybe steal some items, to to have contacts, to just all the weird things that the vagabond can do outside of to prepare you for that. All or of a sudden, you, you your food and your replacement ammo. Yes. And it's like, it's oh, that's just minutia nobody cares about. Then you have a bad then game master. Then you have a GM who's not paying attention to all the details. Bam. Right on. I'm, I'm with you 100% of that. You know, I, I'm not saying that I'd have to think about it a little bit more, but the way you described it, I guess, yeah, I would agree that Heroes Unlimited is more complex. It is I more crunchy than Rifts, yep. Rifts well, has a lot more material written for it because it's popularity, but it yeah. actually simplified the system because that's what MDC did. It got rid of armor rating, both natural and uh, what's the other one? The built-in one? Uh, just armor rating. <laughs> yeah, I know it's called armor rating, but there's two natural armor rating. That's what yeah, natural saying. natural armor rating. It really is, should is, be is, separate. I might add. Well, and it's like he he's like he used rules. to have physical SDC and SDC, and I'm like that's stupid. Especially since physical SDC is for your person and SDC is for an object. Like that just that sounds and weird. Mathematically, they're identical, so it's like why yeah, right. We? So all right, I'm, I'm yeah, gonna let so, you go here and. I'm just going to say a prayer for you and Heathen Dog because God help you. You're into the complex one now. Have fun. <laughs> well, he, he's he's on it way better than I am. I mean, I've got, actually got to do some reading up to get me back into some TMNT stuff. I know how to spend bio points. He doesn't. That's the only thing I got on him. 
<laughs> yeah, but when so. you get to the end one and you got to do your character creation, I'm kind of both. Well, you already heard him. You said it's going to be a complete if, random roll. Yeah, I'm morbidly intrigued to see if it'll be like a robot character and then I'll be praying for you in church. When I hope it's a robot. A robot. <laughs> I hope it's a robot or an alien because I know there's the two that he doesn't like. Uh, yeah, they're the ones that have the the ones where you got to build it from points and and or money yep. in the case of the robot, same thing, different name. But yeah, it can get complicated. All right, we're good. Right. Thank you very much. Good points, and you have a great day, sir. All right, have fun. Okay, um, let me uh, poke on some chat. I put the link out there uh, for. I'm going to do a last call, and then we're going to head on out. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to look at some uh, some chat here because there are a couple interesting comments that I want to take a look at here. Um, so a question was asked, Matt, what is your view on characters who con uh, contract lycanthropy and want to keep it? So uh, I've only had this happen twice that I remember anyway. Uh, both times I ran it similarly. One, one player got angry with me. The other player loved it. Take that as what you win. Uh, what I did is I said, uh, during your sane time frames, you play your character as you wish. When the lycanthropy kicks in, you are out, I run your character, and you will wake up not knowing what the F you did. You lose all agency. And you don't know about it. You forget it. And one loved it. He loved like, oh god, what did Shlo do to me now? Oh Jesus. <laughs> like, what happened? It wasn't always weird and bad. Sometimes it's just eating it, you know, stealing somebody's sheep and eating it or something. But, uh, um, you know, sometimes it could be something bad. The other player had a conniption. So, you know, you take it as you wish. He still played my game, though. That was the funny thing. Kept crying about it, but he didn't, he didn't quit the game. Uh, uh, you don't want to get... Wait, did I click the wrong one? Oh, crap. I think I clicked the wrong one. I don't want to give Wizards money. There's another one from... I'll have to go back. Uh, yeah, I don't want to give Wizards money either. Um, Rifts is more complicated because character choices uh, vary so much in ability. That could be. I mean, it depends. I guess it kind of depends on your point of view. Kind of like that was a little bit my point of view. Let me go back because you had another comment that I wanted to. I wanted to look at. Do, 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 do. I think it was you. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, you need to steal martial arts. And, uh, apparently, you missed it earlier when we talked about that. Heathen Dog likes heroes and uh, Ninja Super Spies. I don't. I think the martial arts in there are nonsense. And here's why. Here's why. Very, very simply. Because really all they are is I get plus one to hit at level two instead of level four. I get, roll, uh, I get uh, you know, hip toss at level six instead of level five. That's really all it is because it boils down to game mechanics. So really you just find the one that matches your game mechanics and you go with it. Now the caveat to that is this. Chi. I hate chi powers. I hate them. I hate the ninjas and super spies chi powers. I think they're just god-awful. Heathen Dog really likes them. So in my game, I would say, no, here's a Ninja Super Spies, throw that crap out. Just call yourself a, a take your martial arts skill and call yourself a, or a proficient, not proficient, uh, yeah, and call it, uh, and call yourself whatever style you want, I don't care. In Heathen Dog's game, you can go to that, well, you may be able to go to that book and he'll be cool with it. So that's just different. I just don't like it. Like, I, just, I didn't like it. And now to be fair, I didn't run Heroes Unlimited. I ran Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I tried to utilize the Ninja Super Spy stuff and I like, nope, not doing that ever again. So, but 
your mileage may vary. So, and, and that's what's cool about the Palladium stuff and why all this stuff is optional because you can choose to add it in there and have some really fun games. And I can choose not to put it in there and still have some really fun games. So, um, Let's see. I'm definitely a rulings over rules kind of person. I like rules unless they're too late. If it's a one-page rule system, you're not impressing me. I don't like that. Um, but I do like rules lightish games. Year Zero Engine is... I'm not going to say it's the best system ever made out there. God, no. Um, but it is the system that I really enjoy right now. It's got that Palladium thing where I can run it in any environment. And uh, I generally like it. It, it. The game itself kind of enforces teamwork. But my biggest draw to the Year Zero Engine games whether it's Forbidden Lands, Coriolis, the Mutant series, you know, all those books that you see there, is the fact that it encompasses all types of gameplay. It has character background, not 30 pages, just a couple sentences built into the game. What is your relationship with other players? Built or characters built into the game. And those things can change. It has journeying or the hex crawl built into the game. Not as just something you might think about at some other point. It's built directly in. And then it has the survival mechanic. Like in Forbidden Lands, it's directly called journeying. Where you have to worry about food. You have to worry about a safe place to sleep. But it, it doesn't turn into, as I've heard a lot of people call it, it doesn't turn into a Boy Scout simulator. It's the best balance. I love it. So that, that's for my money. Uh, you, 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 might, uh, you, know, you, you might think differently. Now, some people talk about the death spiral. In Forbidden Lands, I, I understand where they're coming from with it. I don't disagree with them that it's not a thing. I disagree with them that it's such an important thing because just when I'm game mastering, I always leave an out. Sometimes the out is pain. It could be like a saw thing. You can get out, but you're cutting off your hand to do it or something like that. Not, not that bad, but you get what I'm saying. Like, you know, um, you know, but the players have to take it. If you're just going to stand there and go toe to toe with the monster, the enemy at all times, bad things probably going to happen. Combat is dangerous. Somebody has to lose. It could very well be you. And Forbidden Lands does it exemplifies, especially at the, the lower skill level type characters, absolutely um, exemplifies that. And I, I've told the story enough times about the 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 guy who kind of threw a temper tantrum in my in my uh, last Forbidden Lands game, where you know I was teaching them how to play, and he saw the dice and got all angry. But the group came together as a group. And ended up defeating the monster. Even I didn't think after the first round they were going to win because they were stupid. No, let me rephrase that. They weren't indoctrinated into the, forgot, uh, the Forbidden Lands way. But they quickly turned that around. Like, I was amazed. Turned it around. And they won. I was like, dang it. You took away three of the characters' powerful attacks by positioning them here. You fought together. You used your I can protect you shield ability. Oh, my God. And you started at, yeah, I had 14 dice to roll. And you guys only had five, six dice to roll. But... Four characters with five, six dice. Let's see, what's five times twenty or five times four? Twenty. I've got fourteen dice. You've got twenty dice. That adds up. So, yeah, and it does make characters very wary. Um, you know, I, I I don't want them to be so afraid of combat that they don't play at all. But again, I think the forbidden the Year Zero engine, whether it's Mutant Year Zero or, or Tales from Loop, I don't like Tales from Loop, but if but if you like it, um, I, I think that's. It makes you think, but I don't want you to avoid it completely, but always know there are options. Palladium, I like how Palladium gives out the experience points. You get more experience points for coming up with a crafty plan than by killing stuff. Great. That's what it should be about. So, okay. Um, 
I don't know where this balance thing came in. Balance matters when things directly compete. Uh, so let me use the Earth Dawn example before, then, then we'll end it here. Um, in first edition Earth Dawn, there used to be a website called Strands. You know, I used to watch people post on Strands all the time, you know, questions, kind of like, you know, typical forum, people posting questions. And I remember Lou Prosperi going in there. Lou Prosperi is the original creator of Earth Dawn. Uh, and he lit some people up. And there were two subjects that he lit people up over. We're going to talk about one of them right now. People complained that like the Troubadour wasn't viable in combat when compared to the, uh, uh, to the Swordmaster. He's like, right. Or the Elementalist. Well, that's supposed to be the combat wizard. Why can't it throw out the, the amount of damage that a warrior can? It's like, because it can do so much more. The warrior is not a one-trick, but nothing's a one-trick pony in Earth Dawn. But for ease of dis this discussion, warrior's a one-trick pony. It fights. That's what warrior. It fights. You know, it does war. It does combat. It's designed for that. The warrior is the team-based one. The swordmaster is the one-on-one. -on -one. The 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 sky raider is the all balls to the wall offensive. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess you'd say the warrior might be a little bit defensive. I mean, you could put the beastmaster in there a little bit, but there the beastmaster has some couple of hindrances that make it not exactly frontline. But anyway, um, the troubadour isn't meant to do that. But do you know what the troubadour can do? The troubadour can taunt. The troubadour can distract people. The troubadour can affect combat in other ways. If you're down to your troubadour, like the troubadour is the only one left alive to fight, guess what? I think the fight's over. You know, well, I'm a weaponsmith. I make weapons. How many blacksmiths do you know that are expert level martial artists with a sword? I'm sure there are a couple out there. <laughs> you know, uh, but no, I spend all my time making the item. The weaponsmith, so the weaponsmith has some great support abilities. Steel thought. Horror can't get into my head. Ha <laughs> ha. Can't demon possess me, dicks. Um, uh, what, what's the other? Oh, spot armor flaw. Hey, hit it there. Now you're giving bonuses to your group. It's team play. It, yeah, if you're warrior and swordmaster, if that's all you got, go down. It's over. Well, it could be over. It's not meant to be balanced. They're not meant to be balanced. They're meant to be balanced across the gamut. That Vagabond is just as viable as the Glitter Boy in the right circumstance. If all you do is shoot, 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 pew, 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 then don't play a Vagabond in, in Rifts, if that's, if that's all you do. Uh, I would say that's a two-dimensional game, but it might be fun for you. Go for it. Like If you're having fun at your table, like we talked about earlier, go for it. Um, at the same time, if it's just all investigation and you made the Glitter Boy, you're going to be sitting back there going, oh my god, when can I fight? The game master has to understand by allow disallow or just by adventure writing has to provide for both. It just might not be at the same time. But there's always something you can do as one of those characters. And if you're just that alpha person that always has to be in the front and you can't handle being your glitter boy outside of the armor and, you're, and you've always got to take away the, the, the Vagabond player, not character, Vagabond player's time to kind of shine and no and i'm gonna do this and i want to do this and i want to do this you know that, that character that's like i'm here no and i'm here and i'm here and i'm here and i'm here you know all, all all over the place like that without well that's just being a bad player you know ultimately you want the group to have cohesion but it's some of how the game master writes the game uh, or sorry not the game the the, the session the the adventure it has to take that into consideration. That, that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't do like superhero type games myself or investigatory type games. Because I found out a long time ago that I didn't read a lot of Sherlock Holmes. And, you know, what I might think like, ooh, this is sneaky. Somebody goes, I got it. 
Uh, or it's the it's the opposite. I hate puzzles in games, by the way. It'll be like, oh, I got a math teaser book, and I'm going to mess with you with this math teaser puzzle. Well, what if I'm not good at math? Now I'm okay at it, just on the stream. Um, but I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, uh, I don't study calculus every day of my life. I can't divide fractions in my head anymore. You know, things like that. I don't want to figure out how to move these toothpicks around. To get, you know, my character with an 18 intelligence would probably know that. So why am I sitting here, you know, game master, trying to make the players feel stupid? Uh, you know. So, all right. Last last thing here. I'm going to look through chat one more time, and then I think we're going to call it a day. Uh, but thank you everybody for being here. Do appreciate the chat. Uh, Let's just say this is um, a look at different level of OCC and RCC and Rifts intended for different levels, types of games that are available. I don't think it's all that unbalanced, just not all classes are available. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. Um, especially one of the things I heard when I was younger, and I fell for this trap because I'm not a big Rifts fan. Heathen Dog corrected me on this one, is people would complain like, oh my God, the, the scope creep, the bloat. You just can't play anything in the main book anymore because they got all these other books. Like, Oh, for the love of God, you don't need those other books. What Rifts does, and I'm stealing Heathen Dog's Thunder here, Rifts allows you to play, it's like a different game every time. If you play Rifts Japan, you're not going to use the stuff uh, out of, uh, out of uh, England. If you're playing Rifts New West, you're not going to take the stuff out of you know, South America, or, or somebody actually showed us uh, that there's an Australia book. You're not going to do that. Those are different settings. So you can play the game differently each time. That's such a great thing about Rifts. You can just come back to it. And we got burned out of our, you know, three-year-long campaign. And, you know, we had high-level characters. And we took a break and we wanted to come back to Rifts, but we didn't want to do the same thing. Great. Now we're playing Rifts Australia. Now we're playing the Druids of, of England. Now we're playing Russia. Now we're playing, you know, you've got all these different areas that you can play in. It makes it different every time. And now you get access to different Glitter Boy models, different robot models. I mean, those Russian cyborgs, come on. Like, like they're huge. Um You've got, you want to play a more magic one. You've got, uh, I think it's England is, is magic, if I remember correctly. You, there you go. You, you're playing it. You're not supposed to throw all those things in, into one pot, stir it up and say, now just pick what you want. Like one of, I forget which one it was, but they're like, like 20 new juicer types. I'm like, really? You needed 20 new juicer types? Uh, Oh, you said a question on Streamlabs? Oh, 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 oh. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't, I'm not doing this through OBS, so I don't have a pop-up for Streamlabs that tells me I got something. So here's what I'll do. I will log into it. <laughs> I hope I remember how to log into it. So thank you for posting that comment there. Um, I honestly, I, I don't... Should I do that? Um, well, we take it for tips, and, and uh, when they play on Twitch, I think they see it. But uh, I, I don't see it here, so thank you for putting that comment. Streamlabs, uh, I don't remember the link to it, .com, sure. Uh, no, I'm not downloading you. I know we have an account there, obviously. Log in with the, uh, sure. What? No, I'm not joining Prime, I just want to log in. There we go. Continue Twitch, it's probably the easiest way. Authorize. Oh, am I going to have to do Authy? I, I will get to your question. If you left me a question there, um, I will, uh, I don't know your donations to help charity in Ukraine. Nope. Okay. Oh, I logged right in. Cool. Uh, where is the question? Did you do it through YouTube or, uh, well, actually, no, you just said Streamlabs. Where do I see it? It's been a long time since I've been in here. It's not in a cloud bot. 
alert bot. Is there an alert bot? Oh, those are just the bots. Never mind. I know there's a way to see messages. I used to do it all the time. So bear with me just a moment. And I will look at chat in a moment in case y'all are trying to help me out and screaming at me right now. But I want to see if I can figure it out on my own. God, it's been so long since I've been in here. <laughs> I don't have to wait just to see messages. I don't want to... It's a gaming channel. It's not a Ukraine channel. Um. Oh my god. You know what? Hold on. I might be able to cheat this. Or not? Uh... Thank you, Crafty. <laughs> Sunday Tithe. Really appreciate that. Crafty's our, our biggest backer. He's our investor. Nope, it's not on here. I thought I'd get in maybe an email from... Okay. If anybody knows how to use uh, Streamlabs better than me, uh, you can go ahead and put that into chat as to where the hell I find this. I, I know there's a place to see it because I've done this in the past. It's not in my messages, which is weird up here. Uh-oh. Oh. Not streaming on Xbox. Oh. Can I do slash tip like everybody else? There's like a little web page. It's probably like in my face in all red letters here, and I, it's stupid that I don't know it. Oh, there we go. Wait, wait, I find it. Oh my god. The last time I logged into this, we were still the Legion Myth weekly live stream. That's over two years ago. Uh, I do agree, I do like the fact that you guys are keeping chat going, talking to each other. So that's awesome. Those are just, it's not going to tell me anything. What if I do this? Are you sure you want to launch this widget? I don't know. Yes? Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know I could do that. Except for it did nothing but bring up an orange screen. It's literally just an, a blank orange screen. Okay, that's not it. Custom Twitch panels, logo maker, bio link tool, Twitch clip editor, merch stores, social reminders, account. It says settings. I have funds available. Um, monthly tips. Man, I hate the fact that I can't find this for you. Any possibility you, you'd be okay with putting it into uh, just YouTube chat there? Because uh, I honestly can't find it. I don't want to ignore what you had to say. And I'm not finding it. I don't want to watch a video. That's just example stuff. I know how to install all this stuff. I don't use OBS anymore. That's why it's not there. Leave me alone, StreamYard. What's making me angry is that there's like a notification icon up here that should say that I've got messages, and it's not. Oh, I feel one. It's because the, okay, I got it. Da, da, da. Okay, so he asked uh, this question. 
I'm glad you asked this. Why I feel wonderful? Because wonderful is an adjective. You don't feel an adjective. Feeling is a, is a verb, therefore it'd be an adverb. It's I feel wonderfully. I know it sounds silly because nobody says it because everybody speaks incorrectly, but uh, it's I feel wonderfully. But that, that's why. So, and the thing is, is um, you're in the vast majority. If, if uh, you know, and I'm not saying you're asking it for yourself or whatever, you're in the vast majority if you speak incorrectly because um, so many people I know, uh, one, of my, one of the things that drives me crazy is when I'm watching football and uh, like, uh, he threw that ball good. <sighs> like, can you at least get announcers that learned English? You know, <laughs> you know they get paid millions of dollars. Oh my God. Um, but, uh, you know, watch any sporting event. They do that stuff all the time. But uh, you, you gave me something to do. I now have to figure out how to look at Streamlabs. And, and I'm, and I'm kind of glad you did that because I haven't used it in a long time. Um, <laughs> so uh, if you want to yell at me about bad grammar, yell at me about my commas. <laughs> I'm like the worst person in the world. Uh, when I was uh, you know, QCing and when I was doing technical writing in my last job, actually, I just did some uh, for this job finally a couple weeks ago. Uh, I, my QC, she'd come down to me. She'd be like, when is it that you're going to be able to understand that a comma doesn't go here? I'm like, but I pause naturally. It's not about natural pauses. Like, fine, you're right. You know, <laughs> like, so yeah, I, I'm horrible when it comes to commas. So, uh, so I'm not perfect by any stretch of the de definition. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> Baldahar, I love you, Baldahar. And if you didn't hear at the beginning of this, I thanked you again for your donation. I appreciate that, uh, that you did on Friday. So, okay, everybody, uh, if I missed anything really important that, uh, that, uh, that you feel that I should have commented on in chat, go ahead and put it up now because I'm not scrolling back anymore. Um, I appreciate you all talking. I appreciate you hanging out. This is four hours. This is actually one of the longer. We don't normally do RPG Digest this long. Last week was a short one. This one's a long one. That means I'm going to have a long night in front of me trying to find out all the little points that i've got to find in here but you guys are great uh for for being in here again we don't have to agree on everything i don't want us to agree on everything if you agreed with everything that's in this noodle you've got problems not me because i'm me i get to have the problems you've got problems uh, i appreciate it. and one of the things i know i mentioned his name a lot today uh is accidental it's coincidental but i think it's important if you were here for friday and heard the t-shirt historian and i will just say agree to disagree and vehemently about certain things i appreciate that I don't want him to come on my stream. Now, nobody's going to completely disrespect me on my stream. I'll kick you off. But he didn't do that, of course. The fact that he could put up with my shenanigans, sit there and still not leave the stream, says something good about him. So um, we, we can agree to disagree. Like that, as long as we can do that, move on. There's some things that I just won't tolerate. I won't tolerate, uh, you know, the wokeness. That, that's really it. Heathen Dog and I disagree on so many things in this world. Like, like we could be cats and dogs fighting each other, but if there's one thing we agree on and why it works so well for us here is the fact that we both disagree with wokeness in the in the hobby. So, uh, and shadows and sun, thought you're gonna touch your head and out to get ready for your own stream. Thanks for sticking out. But yeah, check out shadow and sun tonight. Um, go ahead and put in the chat, uh, shadow and sun, like what time your stream starts tonight. I hope everybody has followed shadow and sun's channel. Uh, I didn't see him on today, but basic expert I think has a stream tonight. No, it's tomorrow night I think. Uh, you can check it out, but check out Basic Experts uh, uh, stream. Um, what, okay, what, what is this? I, I missed something in here. No, the GM does not. I agree with that. GM does not need to kiss the player's ass. Did somebody say that? Okay, what did I miss? Oh, 
Okay, uh, I think this is you know part and parcel. I'm probably missing half it here. I, I believe that the that the GM is not adversarial, but absolutely puts challenges in there. And if characters die, characters die. There you go. Okay, like it's that simple. Uh, it's the 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 game master's there to challenge the the player characters. What I don't like is an adversarial one that knows like, oh, I know I went through all these logic classes, so I know programming, and I'm gonna put that in my fantasy game. These little weird logic puzzles that nobody would, you know, would have. It's like we didn't go to the same college courses you did, and it doesn't fit my character description. Not my kid, not as in like that my background, but I mean as in it doesn't make sense for any of the characters to have this stuff. Good, good, good work, asshole. <laughs> but other than that, uh, so. Oh, okay, I, I got you. All right, well, uh, yeah, ch check out. Please, uh, is anybody else on here have a channel that uh, that we watch religiously? I don't know. I like to promote the people that watch us as well. So, all right, guys, let's uh, go through the proclivities. Thank you very much uh, again. I appreciate what uh, what you guys do here. Hopefully, you appreciate what we do here. And uh, just remember, Heathen Dog is definitely more understanding of Palladium than I am. So, uh, you know, you know what I'd actually like to hear. I know I'm I'm doing the Minnesota goodbye. I'm sorry. Uh, is I'd love to see on our Discord at some point. If you want more, uh, um, it's not slides. So if you if you watch the streams, I notice it definitely because I think of because I was doing the producing side for so long with the Legion with Weekly live stream that I see the producer side of it while I'm streaming. So there'll be like this pull, this push and pull where me, I'll be on chat, I'll sidetrack him. I do interrupt Heathen Dog because sometimes I want him to focus on something here or I want to address chat and I feel that going back to it wouldn't be. Do you guys like that? Not just the, not the interruption so much, but do you, do you like the fact that we that we deviate, or do you want just a strict read through? Just give me the rules. Do you want more of the slideshow type stuff where Heathen Dog just goes down and wrote, or do you want it to be more like, hey, let's look at chat? And, and that might sound biased the way I'm saying it. I, I don't want to say it that way. That makes Heathen Dog seem like the bad guy in this one. But but you get what I'm saying. Uh, do you want me to shut up and just let him go, or do you want uh, or do you want that discussion? Uh, let me know because I know. That, remember that discussion is what makes those segments instead of a half hour <laughs> into like two hours. So, uh, but tangents are interesting. Okay. Uh, PowerPoint is life. Um, uh, you're welcome. Uh, the, the, so for the Shadow and Sun for the Sunday one segment three. Absolutely. Or for the Friday night chill stream, just let me know and I'll, I'll drop you the link sometime. Uh, I've been a little more judicious about who gets the link. Uh, somebody said, oh, you finally kicked Connell out. I did not kick Connell out. Connell hasn't showed up the last couple of weeks, but no, I, I would not kick Connell out. And some of you love Connell. Some of you don't. I don't care. It's my channel. I will have the people that I want to talk to. I like talking to Connell. So it's going to, it's that simple. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, oops, don't need that. Hashtag RP Gate, escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, organic diversity from natural inclusion. And there's the website. The website's just a bunch of videos. I keep threatening to do blogs, and I never do. Uh, Discord is where you really, that is where you want to be to contact us. He dug some, he'll, he'll respond if you at him. Other than that, he's just sitting in the background overlording everybody. Um, I respond. I didn't do a good job this last week, but typically I respond to almost everything I see on there. It really depends if I'm at work and forget or at work and willing to type a short response on the phone or i'm at home and you know that then usually get the better ones locals if you want to back us that way eh, yeah i i don't know what to say about that we have we have one paying backer and like 28 non-paying backers but you know i get no responses anytime i do anything on locals so i get it um you know it makes it hard for me to use it redbubble buy our merch at redbubble you can see five examples below 
um, we have a bunch of different things. We have some offensive ones. We have some not offensive ones. You know, uh, you have Heathen Dogs Player Agency shirt. And again, you can get everything in shirts, mugs, stickers. I don't know what else they've got on there. So if you're like, well, I don't like shirts. I like uh, I like duvet covers. Well, guess what? Most of these things can be in a duvet cover as well for you. What I don't have is female underwear like I did on the Spreadshirt store. <laughs> so, uh, hey, baby. I love that Legion of Myth logo. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go on to here. And of course, you can watch us on Rumble and Odyssey, my two favorite places, or of course, YouTube and Twitch. And if you want to donate, PayPal. By the way, again, thank you. What was the name? What was the name? What was the name? It was the hijinks one. Uh, for that message, now you're going to make random internet hijinks. You can make me look at the streamyards now because uh, you know what? Because like, a lot of times Crafty will donate through streamyards and I don't see his comments either because we don't use OBS to pull it up. So, uh, you know, and it's not fair. If you guys are donating money or or uh, or you know trying to engage with us and i'm just ignoring you i'm sure all the odyssey people feel that way sorry odyssey people and thank you thank you everybody thank you for the monetary backers we got some good coin today i appreciate that uh uh by good coin i mean hey we we average it just somebody asked like how much do you make you make it sound like you make a lot of money no i make about 200 dollars a month on youtube and that's through everything ad revenue super chats and some of the other stuff we do uh you know on the side and 30 percent of that is tax so now we're down to like was at uh 120 dollars or whatever it happens to be oh so my no my math is really bad isn't it uh 140 dollars um and then i split half of it with heathen dog so you know it's you know and, and that's through four to five weeks of streaming and the video content and everything else in fact we're down now because i've been doing the 10 minute introduction so it's not like we're getting rich here uh but that's how we do our giveaways and so forth. And I'm not begging for money. I'm just letting you know that, uh, no, I'm not making thousands of dollars. Uh, two years ago, we made $3. We're now making $200. So you know what? We've improved a lot, and that's thanks to you guys. So, And for those who don't donate, you know what? That's great because you're in chat, and you're talking, and you're following, you're subscribing, and hopefully you're sharing. Share, 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 share. We absolutely do appreciate that. Um, we're free. You know, there's one aspect that people have to pay for, but guess what? That's actually free too. It's only if you miss it live that you have to, you know, sorry, but you want the full live stream, you have to be a member. And then finally, if you don't want to give to us, give to charity. Charities are good. They're tax write-offs. You can give your tax write-off to the Wounded Warrior Project. Talk about taxes. This week I have to deal with taxes. So, and I don't have any final words of wisdom because I just rambled on uh for quite a bit so i'm gonna keep it simple before i hit this button here uh and just say thank you you guys you guys are awesome agree to disagree uh agree to have fun agree to have fun in what in the way that works best for you and your table and uh don't buy games that hate you or from don't buy games from companies that hate you there we go <laughs>